the go. What's good, dude? You sound really good. Thanks, man. Holy shit. Wow. You that sound good, too, dude. Sounds like I'm right next to you. Although I am. How's it sounding for the people on YouTube? Hopefully it's sounding really good, guys. Welcome back into another In The Paint podcast. Happy Saturday. We are back in the saddle. A lot to break down. This beat ride out a little bit. Uh. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, I used to spit, dude. Dude, I, I want you to spit I, on the show, I, bro. I, I'm too nerd. I got stage fright on when we're live. Like, I can't fumble the bag. Plus, it's too unpredictable. I don't know what I'll say. Right. You know what I mean? I'll practice it, though. Like, I'll just riff it a couple times, and then one of these days on the stream, when you kick that beat, I will deliver. Here, move that mic over. Just uh, yours. Uh, not yours. Not yours. The other one. Just move it that way. There you go. Perfect. Bam. Guys, welcome back in uh, to another In the Pain podcast. Hopefully, everyone is having a good weekend so far. Clem, you said this last week, though, dude. You said, and, and I've, I've been saying this as well, but you said something that kind of resonated with me uh, a lot when you said that, you know, every time you look up, we're back here doing another show. It's like time is just moving, dude. Never thought I'd be one of those people that says there's not enough time in the day. There's not enough time in the week. Bro, holy true. shit! I was scrambling to get here. I, I, I know, dude. My gosh, we uh we missed you. Well, last all right. So for everyone who's tuning in, guys, welcome in YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, uh, TikTok. Eventually, hope maybe we go live. Maybe we don't. Only because TikTok. I mean, if if you sneeze the wrong way, if you are wearing the wrong shirt, they'll just pull your fucking stream and then ban you for no reason. And it's it's fucking stupid, honestly. But. Nevertheless, guys, we are back on uh, all the major streaming platforms where you would find podcasts. So welcome in. We're glad to have everyone in the building. Hopefully there's no lag and latency. So I was beginning to say last week, Clem, uh, I got to get used to this new audio system, by the way. Yeah, it sounds phenomenal. Thank you. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. But last week, dude, Saturday, uh, you know, we've done over 160 some odd shows, right? Um, yeah, I, I'm doing it every week. I'm, I'm throughout the week. I, I'm making sure that the cameras look good. The audio is good. Just anything I could do to enhance the next show, right? It's it's always about getting better. So last week we go uh, we go live. And we had a good show. We had a really good show last solid. Saturday. Solid. It was solid up until we found out that there was some latency issues. Bill, and uh, Bill Maher. Well, the Bill Maher thing, and then uh, the Wi-Fi got disconnected at the end of the show. So yeah, that was pretty crazy. We didn't we didn't even get a proper goodbye last week. So usually we're getting banned in the middle of the show, right. not internet dropping. Well, that's what I thought happened. I was like, oh shit, did we just get pulled uh, for Bill, talking about Bill Maher? Bill Maher's production team just copyright striked us for saying he's a fucking boomer. But nevertheless, guys, uh, yeah, so we were on last week. Everything was all quirky, and the cameras looked really weird, dude. I mean, I, I've invested. Yeah, I, I don't like really talking about, like, you know, I'm, this is not like a pity party, but I invested a lot of money into ca- new cameras, new audio systems. I just dropped fucking damn a pretty penny this week uh, on this new audio system for the audio quality to sound fucking amazing, right? So, you know, we're live last week and, you know, with this software shit, dude, with, you know, the way technology is advancing on a daily basis, I didn't hit no buttons. I didn't 
touch anything, click anything. I didn't, nothing, right? Nothing from the previous week to last week. And then all of a sudden, all hell broke loose. And like, I would talk and then you would hear the audio like five seconds later. It was like Japanese anime. It was. <laughs> it really exactly was. It was like you would talk, your mouth move, and the words are coming out eight seconds later. Right. Yeah, it, it, it was a, a little bit of a debauchery in that department. So was, I, we still had follow. They were like, no, fuck it, dude. Just keep talking. Just You're keep, good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it was cool, and, and shout out to everyone who was uh, who joined us in last Saturday. So I, I I thought it was only right, you know, to go live again to kind of make up for it, you know, something uh, a little bit of a shorter stream on Monday, a little bonus stream, a little bonus stream. But then you know that was like our biggest stream uh, Monday night when Crowder it was Crowder versus Tim. Well, it wasn't Crowder versus Tim Pool. It was Crowder versus the Daily Wire. It might as well have been. It might as well have been right. <laughs> But uh, Crowder was on Tim Pool, so I figured let's do a little watch. You know, I'll have a few drinks, and whoever wants to uh, come in the chat to, to watch and uh, you know, kind of comment along with us, you know, feel free. So I did that. It was one of the biggest streams. Uh, and so I, out of that, though, uh, they say everything always happens for a reason, right? So out of all this, um, I, I'm beginning to think going live a second time, like sh a shorter stream, not as an – like – it's going to be a less extensive, you know, uh, show, I guess, so to speak, than what our Saturdays are. Our Saturdays are our show. Like, you know, you're going to get the five, six-hour streams breaking down everything going on in the week. You have me, Al, um, and whoever else decides to pop up in the building. But maybe uh, during the week, like a Tuesday or something like that, you know, we go live. Maybe I call out from, from Skype or something like that. And just for like two, three hours, kind of recap what we talked about on Saturday for anyone who missed out. Digest a little. Digest anything we missed, we could bring back. Yeah, there's always new shit popping off in the world of influencers. I mean, you know that's right. Just as I was walking in here, I was on TikTok, and Josh Richards has some beef going on with, uh, I think her name's Becca Hubbard. I don't know who she is, but now she's got some clout. Well, dude, that's all it takes. Just for example, yeah. We don't have to even dive into that. I'm just saying right. that <laughs> that happened this morning. Well, that's all it takes, dude, is, is just, you know, uh, it, one influencer who's got a little bit of clout to, you know, kind of... Give you the booster. Give you the boost, right. Yeah, no, not, 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 that, not, not the that COVID boost, booster. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Not that booster. Already dancing with the flag. <laughs> dancing with flag, the devil in the pale flag, moonlight. dude, fuck. Oh, uh, shit, dude. Yeah, so, uh, guys... COVID misinformation. We'll probably have a label on that uh, on the bottom of our video. Son of a bitch. Oh, you coming hot. Not dude. even 10 minutes in. Yeah, dude. Coming in with the flames. But I love it, dude. I love it. That's why we do this show. I don't hold anything back. Pull no punches. No. Uh, so, yeah, we have a, an exciting show to get to, guys, nonetheless. Uh, we have Louis C.K. Uh, this past week. He was making the podcast rounds, and we've never done Louis here on this show. So, uh, you know, we figured it would be a good idea to bring Louis up. He was on Joe Rogan last week. He was on Two Bears, One Cave this week. He also did a bunch of other podcasts as well. But those are the two main pods we're going to be covering Louis on. Uh, we have Andrew Santino on Your Mom's House with Tom Segura and Christina P., and uh, we have some uh, a little bit of drama in that. So one of our biggest shorts uh, the, the, is Tom Segura's Marriage Failing. That's got like 2 million views on YouTube right now, which is fucking uh, amazing. Really. Apparently, a lot of people agree with us. Apparently. Um, but Tom, there's another instance where Tom is kind of fed up and sick and tired of Christina. And we're going to watch that this week with uh, the great Andrew Santino and Tom and Christina. Uh, so we have all that to get to. Uh, obviously, it's not a In the Paint podcast without Brendan Schaub. Boo. 
Uh, so we have our This Week in Shop, which is actually a good This Week in Shop. We didn't do it last week, and I didn't do it Monday, so we did go a week without it. But Having Brendan Shop with Charles. I am. Oh, my I, God. I'm like sweating, dude. I'm fucking, you know. Yeah, well, you better chill bad. or else his cousin will come and spank you. Yeah, dude, let's not talk about that, bro. I'm a little <laughs> yeah, scared of his yeah, cousin, all right? Let's not talk about it. Do you know he's, like, in New Jersey, too? He's Yeah, he's, like, in New Jersey. He's commenting on our videos, and he's like, yo, you're fucking done, dude. If I ever see you in real life, brother, <laughs> you're done. Do not talk about my cousin like that. Oh, my God. Chill, bro. Right. We're just looking for some clout, son. Uh, so we have uh, this week in Shab. We have uh, a little bit more of uh, Bill Maher to get to. Uh, Sean Penn, uh, the great Spicoli, as everyone knows from Fast uh, Fast Times at Richmond High. Is that that's the movie yeah, there. great movie. Um, so Sean Penn and Bill Maher are going to be getting into a little uh, disagreement about the COVID nineteen uh, dilemma, the vaccine, and all that. So I, I always like to watch disagreements. Me too. We're going to be bringing that. Uh, Does Sean Penn get him in a headlock? Uh, well, you have to wait and see. I, I will try to, try to be patient. Uh, we also have Sam Tripoli, our good friend Sam Tripoli, who hey, yo. Uh, we got a lot of shit from. Uh, we covered him a few times in the past, and we got a lot of shit for doing it, uh, for covering him in a bad light. I guess people just love Sam Tripoli. I guess. Um, but we have Sam Tripoli going face to face with another good friend of the show, MGK Al, and this one is a what? doozy. Yes. MGK and Sam Tripley almost fist fought this past week. No way. Who, who who would you take on the money line? Sam Tripley. Sam, but MGK, Honestly. he's like got some lank to him. Yeah, but he's a bitch. Come he, on. Yeah, he is bitch. He, yeah, he's he is bitch, bitch made. made. Yeah. Definitely. But Sam Tripley, I ain't got much faith in either. But he looks like he might be a psycho. Like that's what I'm saying. He, once he's he got hit, nothing to lose. Yeah, he'll just like black out. And maybe he'll strangle him or yeah, something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, or dunk him on his head. You could dunk Machine Gun Kelly easily, easily bro. He, just a scoop or like a Reiner lacquer scoop the hips and then drop right on the head. Right. Dude. Yeah. Now it doesn't matter. You know, if MGK might have the height, he might have the the, the reach. The reach. He and he does have all that over Sam. But, uh, like you said, Sam has that crazy in him. And plus, like you just said, too, dude, is, you know, you could toss MGK. Like, I could breathe. I could blow. No, no, no homo on this shit. Like that. You know what I mean? And, and he'll, <laughs> and he'll, he'll fall, fall over. over. Absolutely. Exactly. He's so, like 91 pounds. If, if that, right? Stick. That's so, from opiates, I think. Opiates, that's, benzos. That's a whole nother discussion. Drinking. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll break that uh, down and more. We have uh, Tim Allen. Obviously, everyone knows him uh, from the Santa Claus and Buzz Lightyear. Tim Allen was... And molesting his daughter. Molesting. Really? Or he he married her, <laughs> didn't he? I don't know. Tim Allen. No, that's... um. Oh, that's Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Oh, yes. fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. I always get them confused. I don't I know re- how. They I don't renege look- that statement. <laughs> renege that statement. Uh, so Tim Allen, uh, you know, kind of on the same path as Woody Allen, though. And uh, Pamela Anderson just put out a book this past week, and uh, she had put out in her book that Woody Allen uh, exposed. Or Woody Allen, see now you got me talking fuck, about dude. Him. Tim Allen uh, exposed himself in front of Pamela. Oh, so we, well, never mind then. Right. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Fuck, dude. We were right on it. Uh, we have a lot. We have an Andrew Tate up, uh, arrest update. Uh, a couple videos from Andrew Tate. Um, yeah, we have a bunch to get to today, guys. I'm just trying to. Uh, we're going to be recapping a couple Crowder uh, on Tim Pool, even though we did that on Monday. But uh, it, it, dude, it feels like Monday was only a couple days ago, and it feels like already that two interview, weeks has passed. Yeah, a month. So long. Yeah, I know, dude. It comes up so quick. Uh, I'm trying to see what else we got here, but I'm pretty sure that's it. Obviously. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. We have a good uh, drink song to get into. We're going to get into that in just a moment here. Um, 
And this is something that I don't have in the notes, but I wanted to bring up in uh, the top of the show here is that our good friend, George Janko, uh, Sir George. If I could be a Jew right now, I would be a Jew. George Janko, uh, and I would too, George, you know, I really would. But I can't. Uh, it's I don't know how to. But uh, our good friend George Janko, nonetheless, guys, he started his own podcast. A lot of people have been in his ear over the last, you know, probably months at this point, and they're in the impulsive comment section. Start your own podcast, George. Start your own podcast, right? You don't need Logan. You don't need Big Mike. Start your own podcast. And lo and behold, George Janko started his own podcast, man. We love to see it. We love to see it. George Janko, man. Uh, so go check that out. It doesn't have a name. It's just on his YouTube channel. But I was watching a little bit of it. And uh, I think so far he's had Joe Coy on. He's done two episodes. He's had Joe Coy on uh, episode two. And it was him and his old, like, apartment landlord, I guess, uh, on the first one. It's kind of quirky. And he's kind of getting, you know, the wheels under him a little bit, as they say. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a pretty pretty decent show, good production, and I, I, I'm looking forward to covering some George Janko as, you know, the months go on. Yeah, he's the big slugger on the Impulsive Podcast. He's the only one worth listening to. And, well, he keeps it real. And he, he does keep that, it real. Right. That's why I, I And he doesn't it. pander to Logan's bullshit. Exactly. All the time. Exactly. Sometimes. But he does think for himself, and I think that's why everyone wanted to see him get his own podcast, because it's like, dude, talk about your feelings, George. Right. Why you got to act this certain type of way when Logan's around, you know? So I, I'm pretty excited to see, like, will that surpass Impulsive? You know, have, can we find out how much better? Obviously, we know George Shanko will give us more quality content, but Logan Paul's following is so much bigger. It's and massive, he's, yeah. he's had it longer, so it's like, Will quality content prevail or the long time following? With all these allegations against Logan Paul, we'll never. Well, I guess we're going to see it unfold in front of us. Yeah, and I think this this is uh you know this is the best time for George to have started his own oh, show. Oh yeah, dude. You know? I wonder if he had a management like meeting with his team. They were like, "Yo, motherfucker, like you might Logan's going to get canceled. It's going to fuck you up. Like you have the quality." You start a podcast. Yeah. Well, that very well could be. Or George was just fed up with Logan. Um, and Yeah, the Jesus thing, I think, might have really did it Did it in. Well, it, not only the Jesus thing, but just, oh, I mean, look, we could break down Impulsive every week and go over instances where Logan is just shitty and a piece of shit to George. And it's, you know, after a while, you can only take so much, and right? And Mike t tag teams up with them, too. At times, A yes. little bit, At yeah. Times. Well, Mike started to, and then, you know, he Mike started reading comments, and uh, he was realizing that people were on Team George. Right. So, so he backed the fuck so, off. Yeah, right. he backed off. So, uh, but it's going to be interesting nonetheless. We, we don't have any of the coverage coming uh, today, unfortunately. There wasn't really anything to break down as... Uh, the only thing was to just announce that George does have his own show now. So that's pretty exciting shit. We're going to be covering that in the months to come, like I did say. So, guys, we have a whole bunch to get to. Um, uh, we are also going to re-break down the DeMar Hamlin story as well. Uh, I wanted to get Clem's thoughts on that. Um, uh, obviously, the ghost of DeMar Hamlin. Where is DeMar? Dude, it's getting bigger. People are starting to wonder. Like, Right. You know? I, I was watching. Uh, it was Sunday night. Now, I talked about this on Monday, but it was Sunday night. Um, you know, it was just uh, after the Cowboys game. I'm all jacked up that the Cowboys lost. And they fucking stink. They do stink. So bad, dude. But I was I was pretty pumped. The Cowboys lost. And then I'm scrolling through TikTok. And then all of a sudden, you know, because I didn't put two and two together while, while I was watching the Bills game. I just thought, oh, that's cool. DeMar Hamlin's in the building. You know, awesome. Good for him. But you didn't even think of it. Didn't even think of it. Dude, the internet does not 
you know, think the same no, way at dude. times as I do because I would have never picked up on that. You and can't lie to people. Exactly. It's the weirdest thing with the internet. Like, people are dumb as fuck, but, like, they're not ignorant. So when they see something like that, they're going to call it out. Every time. They're not, yeah, they're not going to just sit. It's just the weirdest blend of, like, people are stupid, I think, as we're moving forward in the future. People are, and just getting dumber. But things like this, they don't. It doesn't just get swept under the rug. Exactly. And it's just growing. So now it's like, it's like a wart on your ball sack yes. that's just pulsating and getting worse. <laughs> right. You right. know? Maybe cool that dumper. was a little <laughs> maybe that was a little excessive of a comparison, but same deal. Spot on. Yeah. No, it's, it's spot it's on. Spot, yeah. yeah. Maybe not on your genitalia, but somewhere else. It's festering. Festering. <laughs> nice, dude. Good adjective. See how I brought that one back, bro? That's Someone's called, on point today. That's called a callback, ladies and gentlemen. Damn. Um, so, guys, we have uh, we have all that to get to. I'm excited for today's show. Uh, but let's get into uh, let's introduce Al. He is back in the building. He uh, was absent on Monday, but uh, like you're like at school. Fucking we out here. I'm, t- I'm taking fucking you know. Yeah, the fucking. <laughs> I got a bad absentee record. <laughs> Uh, so guys, you know him, you love him. Uh, he goes by Turd McGurkin over on the Xbox, Win by Two Official over on the TikTok, Al Clem on Facebook, Instagram, and everywhere else. Guys, you know him, you love him, Sir Alex Clemish. What's going on, bud? Yo, yo, what up, YouTube fam, Spotify? Where, the, where else we at? TikTok? Fuck you guys. Anyway, communist bastards. No, I'm just kidding, just kidding. But I'm a band anyway, so they really can't do anything. But uh. Really excited to be on today. Looking forward to some of these topics, I think, are my most anticipated topics yet. Dude. Really? I, I have some hot takes, and I am ready to just drop a hot fiery deuce on someone's chest. Al with the hot takes? Oh, shit. I'm ready for it, dude. And, by the way, if you're in the YouTube chat, I've been slamming crown dubs in Fortnite, dude. I got, like, 15 this season. Clemmy Clem on Twitch. Need some followers. Oh, that's right. Clemmy Clem Clemmy on Clem, Twitch. dude. Check it out there. Uh, I have all your links and everything in the description. So oh, hell yeah. For everyone Just who's listening. Th- throw a little razzle-dazzle But yeah, there. no. Ch- yeah, for sure. Uh, check some us people, out on Twitch. Some people don't check the description. My Twitch sucks, dude. I mean, the Twitch is good, but just the following's lacking because I haven't... I made the Twitch, and then I stopped playing Fortnite because they put the alien UFOs in, and I was like, fuck this game. And then they took it out, and I started playing again. So then that's where we're at. Well, uh, it's, it's, you know, Fortnite's a hell of a game, dude. And I love it. You're a hell of a player. But some people would argue that 15 crown dubs ain't shit. No, it's not. But for me, it's good. For you, right. For me, it's good. For normal players who are good. Like, because, like, obviously there's sweats, and then there's good players. You know what I mean? So we fall in that category. We're not, like, sweats, right, by all means. Yeah, no, nah, we're decent. I'm still making my way up, but I don't play 24-7. Exactly. So, like, for the... 15 for me is hot a lot. Well, I mean, you know, we do other things with our lives. Like, I don't know, maybe get pussy, uh, hang out with friends, get a drink. Influencers? Yeah. That's we're the New Jersey influencer dogs. This is the best show on the East Coast. I will, I will, I will throw that out there. Absolutely. Best show. You don't have a producer. We don't have producers. No, you're looking at the producer. You're the producer. Looking at the producer and, uh, you know, everything. And I don't do anything. (laughs) I just talk. You just show up and talk. And talk, bro. That's what it's about, bro. Yeah, yeah, got the gift of the gab, child. That is, dude. Uh, all right, so guys, uh, welcome in, Al. Dude, uh, how's your week been though? So uh, so far, so we missed you on Monday. Pretty solid. Uh, it's been chill, you know. Just been grinding out those dubs, like I mentioned. I had to get my guitar fixed earlier in the week. I'm in the middle of a new job search, so I've been pretty busy. What was wrong with your guitar, bro? 
the uh, when you when you plug the wire in for the amp, the guitar cable where that right. goes, like something's loose in it and it like spins. And then uh, if you like okay. unplug it, like, ah. it, it nah, it doesn't even make a sound, but it just falls out. The screws come out. Oh shit! Yeah, so it's like. And it's just from plugging it in and taking it out. So, like, I had to go to uh, Old Town Music and, like, he unscrewed the screws and, like, tightened something and then put them back on. But it keeps happening. I got to call Sweetwater. Wait, even still? Like, after he tightened the screws, it's still fucking... It'll get loose and, like, from unplugging and plugging. And then in, like, a couple days, I'll take it out and it'll just... The screws will fall off again. It's like, well, what what did you pay for to get fixed? You know, what I, I mean? did, they did it for free because uh, he was okay. saying it. It's not like the because I guess it's because it's a cheap guitar, but the piece inside like spins, and that's the problem. And he said he never seen anything like that, but it's because it's a cheap guitar, right? And so I had someone else fuck with it, so I have a feeling that they did that. But I'm gonna just end up having the if it happens again, call Sweetwater and they'll replace it. There you go. But I like that guitar. It sounds good for good what we guitar. like to do. Yeah. So and I hope they send me one back that's the same. Not to mention, bro, but uh I was looking at uh some videos and you popped up on my FYP. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Why is Alex popping up on my damn FYP? Like, what the fuck is Isn't this? Isn't he banned? I, I, I you know, I, I I talk to the kid enough, man. Why do you gotta throw no, I'm just kidding. But nonetheless, I, I seen a guitar video from you. And, bro, you're getting fucking really good. Dude, we're getting there, bro. Yeah. You're I've getting, been playing for yeah. a minute now. Yeah, I, I well, it's been fucking me up that the guitar is broken. So I got to get it fixed and, and stay on my shit because, yeah, we're making progress in that department. And I look forward to we, – we have to just – me and you have to jam. Right. You know? Yeah. I'll bring that shit over here and we'll make some fire. Well, let me know, dude. I just, like I said in the beginning of the show, uh, I just got this new audio system, and it uh, sounds crispy. Ah, uh, dude, I'm excited for it. Bro. There's a lot we could do with this thing. Especially, yeah, you sound good. Thank you, bro. So do you. Thank you. It's like you went to, uh, you got like voice. You went to like voice practice. Yeah, I got or balls in my voice now. Yeah, you don't you sound can, like a bitch. Yeah, you can hear it. Neither do I, though. I no, neither like do you. you. We're front and center now. No, um, no excuses. We're no. like David Goggins. Oh, fuck that guy. Dude, <laughs> dude anyone, real quick, to, to talk about David Goggins. Uh, do you subscribe to David Goggins' beliefs? Like, of, dude, you got to get up at 3 in the morning, brother, and fucking run 27 miles. I used to eat Twinkies, too. But now I don't. Because I got motherfucking self-discipline. Right. It's like... <laughs> Like, all right, dude. Enjoy it, your life. It, it's like, dude, anybody who is doing those sort of fucking motivational videos on YouTube and, and, and selling it, bro. I mean, obviously, they're selling a product at the end of the day, but... Life force. But again, it's like, fuck you, dude. Like, I'm not going to wake up at 3 in the morning and go run a fucking triathlon. That horrible. For what, bro? You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'll do enough. I'll monitor what I eat, and I'll do, like, a walk around my block, and that's my extent of a, uh, extensiveness of a workout. Yo, exercise, dude. Like, it's... I love exercise, and it's great, but it, I don't like how it's now, like, a social media fad. Well, yeah. Like, that's... What did you expect? That's Everything's a social media fad. Crazy. It's just annoying. Like, dude, I don't want to see you at the fucking gym, dude. I don't care. You know what I mean? Well, that's a... We have, we have actually a video uh, of some gym videos today. Gymfluencers? Gymfluencers gone wrong. So, um... Yeah, man, it's we, we have a good show to get into, so why not just uh, dive yeah, was right that into a it? segue? Well, pretty good segue. We're going to get into our first shot song. Let's uh, go. I just wanted to welcome you in, Clem, uh, so welcome. Thank um, you. Let's have a fucking solid show. Let's get, let's do it. Uh, we For our drink song today, I want to get into my first shot here because I feel like I've just been talking aimlessly for the last however long it's been. 
But we have our uh, first shot song, and this is actually one of Alex's favorite people from The Fighter and the Kid. Uh, and do you know who I'm kind of hinting towards? Well, there's only so many options. Mark Harley? Well, we have an update on him, I know too, we're talking about him. We have an update on him, uh, by the way, but it's not Mark Harley, because he don't work for The Fighter and the Kid anymore. Not, I'm going to leave it at that. No more. I'm going to leave it at that, and we'll get into it later. But uh, it's someone else. Brendan Schaub? Not Schaub. Brian Callen? <laughs> Fuck, dude, I don't know. Who else, who else is it? Come on, bro. The fighter and the kid? Oh, Chow? <laughs> Chow. Chow. What's his fucking name, dude? Chin. Chin. Chinny Chin. I'm thinking of the... the uh, what? what um, the hangover. hangover. Yeah. Jinx. You and me, soda. Dude, that movie's ridiculous, bro. I love that movie. So, this is... Uh, Chin is actually... For, oh, Chin For everyone who may not know, Chin is actually a fucking super talented singer. No way. Bro, this kid, could, he's got the pipes, bro. What? He doesn't even speak. <laughs> well, he's got pipes. Holy shit. He's actually, I believe it. He's actually probably better than you. Bro, I, dude, I, I believe it. He's probably trained. I don't know if he's trained. I think he's just Chinese. I mean, <laughs> you know, he just has the voice of an angel. Just like Fergie and Jesus. <laughs> he's blessed. Uh, so that's going to be our drinking song today. Uh, it's Sir Chin from The Fighter and the Kid. And he's going to be doing a cover for us, which I'm, like I said, I'm super, super fucking excited for. Uh, it's uh, We're Going Home by Drake. Don't hold on, we're going home. Oh, okay. So, uh, Chin is going to be performing for us, guys. Uh, settle in, we have uh, the next five or so hours, we're going to be bringing uh, the best coverage of the week to you guys. If you're drinking with us today, please drink responsibly, don't drink and drive. I always have to put the disclaimer out there, because some people will listen to the show and Unfortunately, they'll just drink and then go drive to wherever the fuck, and then they get in a car accident no, and then die. Dude, dude. So we don't want can't any be irresponsible. Of that. Can't be irresponsible. So if you are drinking with Take us, a fucking Uber. Drink responsibly. If you want to smoke, smoke up with us. Smoke weed every day. On today's show, we got Jim Beam back, nice and frosty. Jim Beam, my friend Jim, and uh, Chin is going to be taking us into this first shot song. We're going home. Cover by Chin. Sui, uh, so it's Chin Sui Yi over on YouTube. 32,000 subscribers. That's pretty massive. Sounds like a Squid Games character. It does. Sound, <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Uh, so let's watch I'm it. I'm ready to be blown away. Let's watch it, guys. Let me pour up this first shot and let's get into it. Let's have a great show, Clem. Let's do it. This is Chin Sui Yi. We're going home cover by Drake. Let's check it out. He's getting into it for audio listeners. He's plugging things in and getting set up and ready for, ready to go. Cheers, guys. Get over you. You have 
like that, Chin becomes the most interesting character on the fighter and the kid. Absolutely. Crazy. Chin Chin. Throw some respect on my man's name. Marketing plan, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. You had me going for a minute. He is at a bed, though. He is? I, I just don't know their name. Oh, shit, dude. He would be suited for, like, like an emo band. Is that him playing guitar? Yes. Oh, he's definitely in a band. Ladies and gentlemen, Chin Soy Yi doing the yeah. We're Going Home by Drake. Nothing bad to say there. He crushed that. That was fucking phenomenal. That was awesome. The most talented guy on uh, the whole Thick Boy Studios. And he doesn't say a fucking word. Yeah, go figure, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Never would have expected that. Chin Sui. Watch, now, now Brendan Schaub's going to be like, I'm doing Marvin's Room by Drake. <laughs> like, right. watch me. And he'll lie to you, though. I'll have it all pre-recorded. Like, this is completely 100% live, and I'm not reading the comments. <laughs> like, right. Dude, what? I got one for you. Ready? Cool dumper. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he's such a douche. Um, so Clem, uh, that was, uh, you know, I bet you didn't think that the voice that he was projecting is what you were going to hear coming out no, of the No, I chin. thought we were going to, you know what I mean? Yeah, bro, that's where I thought we were going. I was like, oh no, this is going to be like the Titanic before it hits the iceberg, but we fucking made it through, baby. He crushed it. Got nothing bad to say about that. So being a fellow singer, Clem, uh, taking the microphone, being front of stage, any words of wisdom or any, you know, anything positive, negative you would like to, uh, you know, say with Chin? And then I'm quick, uh, a quick rating, I guess, uh, to follow that up. Oh, man. No, just keep doing the good work. He sounded really good, man. Like the audio quality was great. The only thing that I guess I would change would, would be the end of the video where he's just like, I'm done. And walks off like just stop the video. Yeah, it's like a little yeah. awkward. But other than that, he smacked it. The right. whole, I, even the whole aesthetic of the video is great. Uh, would you care to give it a rating? Oh, absolutely, dude. For a, a live recording of a Drake song, I would give it an eight out of ten. On a, on a scale of yeah, one to ten, shab to ten, shab to ten. Yeah, give it a solid eight point three. Dave Portnoy style. Nice, dude. Hell yeah, very solid. Dude. No complaints there. 
That was uh, very pleasant. I actually uh, stumbled across those uh, a couple of his videos because I forgot. I was looking for a shot song, and I, and I look for songs that's not going to get us copyright stricken, right? So I'm looking through artists, and this was like Thursday. I didn't see any songs that jumped out at me that wasn't going to give us a copyright strike. So now I'm panicking. I'm like, fuck, what are we going to do for a song this week? And then I remembered Chin was an artist. And That's he, insane. He's in a band and he sings and all this shit. And so I, I go to his YouTube and I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. And, and a lot of the songs that he does are slower, like R&B songs like right. that. Uh, but that was like the the most popular, I guess, artist he pulled from. Um, and, Drake? And did, was Drake, right. Oh, sick. So I seen that blow. Uh, now, mind you, that, that video was like four years ago. So I seen that and my socks were blown off, bro. Oh my goodness. I was floored. That's not even a new thing? No, that was four years ago. That's insane. Why do we j just find out about this? That's what I'm saying. Well, he doesn't promote it. Right. He's just like honest. But I guess being on the fighter and the kids, all the promotion he needs for himself. Right. And that's why he doesn't talk. Right. That's well, crazy. he talks somewhat, but not like... Not I, like he's on the show. I, I'll tell you this, man. Maybe this is a hot take. Maybe it's not. But I, I would rather hear Chin Soi Yi... More than I would rather hear Brendan Schaub and Brian Callen. Oh, no, I don't think that's a hot take at all. Right? I mean, that's they're, pretty spot. Their podcast is flailing. Dude, it's bad. I know. We're, when we cover them today, bro, we actually have uh, them coping of why their podcast hasn't been doing so well. Because you guys talk about nothing constantly. Like, I get if you got to fill some dead air, but, like, there's no value ever. You know what I mean? And it's supposed to be a comedy podcast. Is it supposed to be comedic? And they're not funny. So it's a, just a bad combo. And that's what happens, I think, when you start something based off of, oh, well, this person has a f following, so we'll just roll with it because right. people watch anyway. It's right. like, dude, that doesn't, you have, you have to offer something to people. Exactly. You know? Something of substance. So, like Theo, he's funny on the podcast, so people love it. You know what I mean? And to top that off, to, to go off of Theo, we don't really cover too much of Theo because. He at least has a message of like a feel good message, right? Of like do good, feel good, you know, do what's best for you. And he brings you life experience in his, you know, own fucking way. You know what I mean? And and he does it well. He does it well, right? So you know, sometimes Theo could be caught up in in uh, lies and, and such and such. But Theo isn't a bad guy. The way I look at it, he's one of the ones yeah. I actually do. And you like. know when he's joking around, right? And like talking, you know, what I mean? he just talks that shit, and you could tell when he's really just blowing it out of proportion, and when he's reeling it back, right? But yeah, I, he's I like Theo a lot, and I think that's kind of the snowball that started this spiral for Brendan Schaub. It seems like ever since uh, Theo bailed on that podcast, King in the Sting, King in the Sting, it's been a whirlwind of damage for Brendan Schaub. Uh, I'd probably and, have to agree with you there. Yeah, and it's after the Gringo Poppy stuff. So I guess Theo didn't want to be associated with someone who's having the worst stand-up ever. So that's twofold. I think it goes, yes, from the uh, Gringo Poppy, but Theo could have looked past that in, in a lot of ways. I could Like, put yourself in Theo's shoes, right? You Like, say I am Brendan and you're Theo. I put out the worst comedy special by far of all time. Ever. But you could still tolerate me you could still do a podcast with me it's not going to ruin who you are right well what, he's thinking the following like what, oh well this guy was on joe rogan well yes but what ruins it for i think brendan uh for theo is that brendan still associates himself with the likes of chris delia 
And Chris D'Elia, man, we all know the fucking shenanigans that guy's into. He's a degenerate. Degenerate fucking scumbag, right? So Theo probably was thinking to himself, it's not a good look. If I continue to support Brendan, I'm on a weekly podcast. And now Chris D'Elia is starting to do the podcast. Like, at the very end, Chris was on The King and the Sting. So it was like Theo, Chris, Brendan, Eric Griffin. And Theo's probably looking around and thinking to himself, like, what am I doing here? I'm with somebody who's not funny, but I could tolerate it in and of itself. But then you throw on top, you throw on top, not funny. And then you throw on top of, Oh, I'm cancel cancel person, uh, alleged fucking cult starter. This ain't the king and the pedo bitch. Exactly, bro. Yeah, He took a, a, a Irish exit for sure. Yes. And he left it on good terms too. Like, well, I'm just growing in my journey of comedy and I don't want to diss my homies. And you know, rightfully so. Absolutely, and I'm sure they all saw it coming. The writing was on the wall. I think we all seen it coming. Absolutely. Once all that's, you can't be on a comedy podcast and then hand in hand have the worst comedy special ever, dude. Right. It's a, it's brutal, brutal. And but that's why we exist for shit like that. Yep. To call it out and expose the fucking just normal, just the mediocreness and the nonsense and that nonsense goes. that goes with it. Yep. So, uh, but yes, nonetheless, guys, mediocrity. Chin Suyi over on YouTube. Go check it out now. That's all the coming home. That was good. That was good. That was a good chin. <laughs> I was trying to do chin chin impression. Um, all right, guys. Uh, we're gonna kind of switch gears here a little bit. Looking down at the chat, uh, a little light today, but uh, I'm sure it'll pick up. Saturday morning, people probably just still sleeping, recovering from the night before, but that's fine. But uh, Dad says a little late, but yo yo, and we'll give him a yo yo back. Yo yo. Um. All right, so we're going to kind of switch gears here a little bit. And, uh, Clem, I'm not sure if you've seen this this past week, but uh, we all know that the war in Ukraine is popping off right now. America's sending tanks over. Germany sending tanks. Germany just declared war on Russia. It's bad, bro. We're heading towards the apocalypse. I that's, mean, that, it's fucked up. That's where we're at right now. In 2023... It's always the damn Russians, dude. Well, some people could say it's the Russians. Some people would point the finger right back at the Americans and say, like, why are you supporting Ukraine? Like, what is so important in Ukraine that you have to give them billions of taxpaying dollars? And, uh, you know, so sometimes you have to look inward. Yes, it was fucked up for Russia to invade. Always I, playing big brother. Always, right? Always. We, we got our fingers and everything. We have to be the world's superhero. Yeah, we're like Captain Planet. Right. If he was just a degenerate. But, you know, uh, it, it's a fair question to be asked. Now, like I said, you know, I'm not saying Russia is not to blame. They did invade. They chose to invade. But they didn't invade for no reason. It's not like, oh, fuck it. We're just going to go in and take what's, you know, what we think's ours. They were concerned about NATO putting missiles on their border, and rightfully so, right? But that's not why we bring this all up. Where I'm not getting into uh, geopolitics uh, here and talking about who was right and who was wrong. My, yeah, they're assholes. My I, big concern. They are assholes. They are. I mean, if you can't inv- even invade Ukraine, how the fuck are you going to take on every other country? It's been how many months now? Like, dude, you're not getting it done. Well, it's been a year. You just fucking stop. Yeah, I mean, they should have been able to do that in 30, three weeks. You would think, but that's why the U.S. Well, the U.S. is funding Ukraine. So it's the U.S. versus Russia. You know what I mean? Essentially, it's, it's right. not just yeah, they got to fucking just back off, dude. Well, they're not going to. You know how many resources <laughs> they've wasted in this year? Yeah, but put yourself, in, and I'm not a Putin advocate. I'm not a Rush, pro-Russia guy or anything like that, but you got to put yourself in their shoes and, and think how they're thinking. Imagine if... NATO, we weren't involved in NATO, right? And imagine if NATO and Russia were putting missiles in Mexico. 
right? You would the U.S. would fucking go to war. Like, oh, absolutely. Like, Fuck you, you guys. This you, ain't no water slide. Exactly. So that's kind of what we're witnessing ta- uh, unfold, uh, you know, in the in the war of Ukraine. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it's it's fucked up from all parties. And where are the fucking you know left leaning liberals that are are against war? Where's the protest? Nobody is saying anything. Well, about it's a this Joe shit. Biden thing. So, well, sure. And then we're in question, Daddy, Daddy Biden, sniff your hair. But nonetheless, guys, uh, we get a video this past week. Clem, are you familiar with the Doomsday Clock? No. So the Doomsday Clock, uh, I think, was invented in like 1940 something six or some shit like that, right after World War II. And the Doomsday Clock essentially uh, is it's like a half crescent clock. It's not a full 360 clock. It's like a 180 degree clock. And uh, it, it pretty much just alludes. I mean, there's a bunch of scientists and, and people, math, mathematicians and whatnot that, uh, you know, they, they plug in this like algorithm and they tell you how close you are essentially to doomsday. So the doomsday clock this past week has uh, struck 90 seconds to doomsday. And this is the closest it's ever been to doomsday. Uh, so how what do they know? Well, like I just said, there's like they plug in some like equations and take account of what's going on in the world of geopolitics and the war and and everything like that. So with the events that just happened, U.S. sending Ukraine tanks and Germany declaring war on Ukraine and, you know, Putin showing no signs of stopping. We get this. We get uh, Ukraine or I'm sorry, uh, we get the doomsday clock going to 90 degrees. So. Uh, if you weren't worried about the fucking world blowing up anytime soon, I think it's time you should, because these fucking six old looking fucks. Oh, is that Chinsoy Yui's dad right there? <laughs> is that Hillary Clinton? Is that Hillary? Actually looks like Councilman David O. <laughs> right? It does. <laughs> Holy shit. He's, yeah, it does. What a solid dude he is, by the way, but that's it. That's who I thought it was for a minute. Uh, so yes, we're going to have a bunch of, we're going to have five people standing in front, giving us their presentation on the doomsday clock and let's see what they do. Let's see how it all unfolds. I feel like I'm watching a Tesla, like they're modeling a new product. Tesla's <laughs> about product. to unveil a new fucking something. A new robot. Grandfather clock. Yeah. The members of the science and security board move the hands of the doomsday clock. So they're the members of the science and securities board. That's who does this doomsday clock thing. This is some scary shit, bro. I feel like I'm watching The Purge about to unfold. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Largely, though not exclusively, because of the mounting dangers in the war in Ukraine. We move the clock forward the closest it has ever been to midnight. It is now 90 seconds to midnight. And look at all their faces. They're serious. They're like, oh, shit, we're all fucked. Pack it in, guys. It's time to fucking call it quits. She's like, oh, fuck, man. Wow, I thought they were going to... It's like a Venn diagram of a clock. That's what I'm saying. It's like a half crescent clock. Yeah, like they, they just got a whiteboard from Kmart right. and like painted all. Right. Like, I thought we were going to get like... A, they had it covered. Like we were going to get a real like <laughs> like computer or clock something, right. dude. Yeah, what? No, it's a, yeah, it's a cardboard cutout. Black polka dots here. This is fear propaganda. Dude, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what the bro. fuck? I thought this was going somewhere completely different. <laughs> and that's all that they don't say a word. Just yeah, just looking grim. <laughs> like solid, like in solstice, solace, just sitting there smug, 
hold it in poker face. That guy looks like who what's his name, dude? Brendan Hawkins. Stephen Hawkins? Stephen Hawkins. <laughs> Brendan Hawkins. <laughs> Brendan Hawkins. Thinking of Brendan Schaub. Yeah, Before the wheelchair. Prior to the wheelchair. This guy, right? Yeah, him. Yeah. And then the other guy to the left looks like Colonel Sanders. Colonel fucking Sanders, dude. <laughs> Look at this cast of characters. They're just going to dawn the midnight on us, bro. Well, you said it best, dude. It's, It'll it's, be like The Last of Us. It's just a fungus, zombie fungus. It's fear porn. Yeah, fear. Yep. And it's playing on people's emotions. Um, they didn't even do a good job, though. No, I mean, it's like, okay, I get it. Like, ooh, it's scary. You know, 90 seconds to doomsday, right? But it's like, this is the best you got. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, I was expecting something way better quality, to be honest. I just thought it was interesting, though, because with everything going on, dude, people uh, are fucking freaking out. And, uh, you know, they're people buying. People have been freaking out about the end well, of the world since sure. Y2K. Sure. It's like, dude, I I don't think we're ever gonna die. Like, then I don't think it'll ever happen. I think we're in purgatory. Okay. Like this is re- this is fucking. Please this elaborate is it for you. Well, not purgatory, but like, you know, it, they'd be doing everyone a favor if if it was doomsday, right? Like, just getting us out of this shitty predicament that we're in. Well, that's you know that that's the whole thing is you know the whole um, depopulation uh, agenda and and stuff like that. So really it, it, my whole thing on it bro is just like it's not a matter <clears throat> excuse me it's not a matter if it's a matter of when is all this shit gonna happen bro you th- this this we're living through a uh, a house of cards scenario here right where all it takes is one card to pull out of the fucking tower the domino to explode and it's gonna fucking pop off it's just when is it gonna happen and there's nobody pushing back on it oddly enough the only person who's spoken out about this is donald trump and he's been saying, like, you know, why why are we still at war? Like, pull out. This isn't good for anybody. But people, uh, we all know war is a multi-billion dollar corporation, right? So when there's money involved and there's careers to be made, they're going to fucking, you know, extort it to the very best. And that's not to mention what everything that's been going on with COVID and people being fucking exposed, like Fauci and all these people. They're being exposed, so they need something else distraction to distract you exactly so convenient so yeah uh but you know i i thought it was pretty funny because at first i I watched i was like oh shit dude it's 90 seconds to fuck yeah like what are we about to get into here right but then you see this and it's like okay how serious are you guys yeah like like, what the fuck you know this is your best fucking fear porn here i'm not too worried about yeah pass dude that's not to say like i said though it's shit's gonna fuck that's how they get people stirred up so easily. Yeah. It's like taking, it takes nothing for them to get people stirred up. Uh, okay. So that was just a little small one uh, that happened uh, throughout the week. We a little have appetizer. A little appetizer. We have another little appetizer. It's a, a two two for 20 uh, at Applebee's sampler pack here. Probably Let's the go, best. dude. Best I one. love the boneless nuggets there. So good. Um, We have, do you remember the whole Paul Pelosi situation? Nancy Pelosi's husband getting struck with a hammer by this like, Right wing. Oh, his gay lover? And his right. We all thought it was his gay lover. Well, they weren't releasing any of the body cam footage. And now this is something I just threw into the show last night because it just happened. Like they released the rest of the body cam footage. And uh we're gonna watch what was actually taking place. Now there was a lot of speculation at I first. think they were just having really hardcore sex. Well, that was the f- well, that was the counter argument to when this whole, you know, narrative unfold it right was that first it was a right-wing nut job who broke in who didn't like the politics of uh, nancy pelosi paul pelosi's 
or it was Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's husband, didn't like the politics. He's this right-wing nut job. He was going to fulfill the destiny of Donald Trump or some crazy narrative that they threw out there. But then the counter-argument was, this was his gay lover. It's in San Francisco. How much meth did they do and get weird? You know what I mean? So, But we actually have the body cam footage that just dropped last night. So we're going to watch it. It's pretty fucking fascinating shit. Uh, and I'm curious to hear your take on this, Clem. Let's go, dude. I'm ready. for. I've been wondering about this. <laughs> so there's no audio in the beginning, but then it pops right up. There it is. Is that a yeah, Definitely don't want all of here. I definitely don't want all of here. Hello. So we got a cop walking up to the door, Paul Pelosi's door. Knocking on the door. I feel like I'm watching a scary movie. So they open the door right there. Hold on, let it unfold right there. So we, <laughs> we, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Paul Pelosi's in his underwear and in like a nightgown sort of fucking uh, attire for his top. And then we have the, the attacker in, now it was reported at first that the, they were, both men were in their underwear. Then it was reported that the man was naked but neither are true. The, the guy is clearly in like a like a sweatshirt, some shorts, and what looks like could be fucking Air Forces maybe or New Balance. Why did they answer the door together? Well, as you can see, the guy's got his hand on Pelosi. Okay, he's grabbing his arm. So they come to the door. It's answered. All, now, all the speculation that both men were naked and all this shit is out the window. This is what both men look like at the time of answering the door. Let's keep watching. What's going on, man? So he's got a hand. I'm not sure. It's very, it's kind of blurry uh, on, you know, the regular video here. So it's not the TV. But the guy does have a hammer in his hand. Oh, shit. He's got the hammer and he's got Paul's hand, right? So now this is kind of getting fucking serious. Everything's good. Hi. Drop the hammer. Um, no. So you can see the hammer. Paul's kind of struggling to, to hold on to that hammer because he doesn't want to get hit. Right. Oh, this is definitely a mess situation, bro. What is going on? Right Boom! And he cracks Paul Pelosi shit. right over the fucking skull. Bro, oh, oh shit! Cops oh, rush in, tackle the intruder. Paul Pelosi's out cold. Give me your fucking hand! Give me your fucking hand! Paul Pelosi's snoring. He's Damn, out cold. Damn, dude. I hate that sound, dude. Edward 14, Edward 10, Medics Code 3 as well. He's out cold. I mean, what poor execution on the intruder? From, from the attacker. Right. I mean, he waited for the cops to get there to fucking hit him with the hammer? Well, yeah, I, I don't know, man. But That sounds like a meth situation, bro. They were, like, hallucinating hard, it, it seems like. So, do you think, because uh, it, was, it, was, it came out that, uh, like I said, at first it was a political attack. Then it came out, like I said, the counter-argument was that, um, you know, they were doing some sexual things. You think it was a, they were geeked up on meth. They were, you know, boning each other in the butt. 
Cool dumpers. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, wow, nice one. Thank you. Um, and, you know, it's just a, a bad fucking sex night, sexcapade gone wrong. I, I think that they are uh, having homosexual sex. Or they maybe they didn't do it yet, though. They're getting all geeked up on probably meth, dude. Because if you do enough meth, you could start, like, hallucinating. And, and it, you, it, you can be do crazy shit. What makes me think that is the way it happened. Like, you, he saw the cops and then hit them with the hammer. Like, if you were really trying to attack someone and you weren't fucked up, you would answer the door, play it off like everything's cool, wait till they leave, and then you would trample them with the hammer. Or you would have done it before the cops before, got there, right? Exactly. Like, you would, that was such terrible execution. It makes me think that they had anxiety from probably some kind of drugs. And then once that happened, the cops getting there, it just triggered into a whole nother situation where he's now hallucinating so hard that he's looking at his gay lover like this is a, a dragon monster. Right, I need to, right. You know what I mean? Or this is, a, this is a mark. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I don't think it's anything political. I think they have a relationship already. I just, you know, it's... I just hate how the fucking media spins everything, spins right? It, right? Dude, oh, was yeah, exactly. It, it was fucking Donald Trump's fucking right hand man <laughs> trying to, you know, attack Paul Pelosi. It's like get the fuck out of here. That's yeah, that, my issue. That's with the crazy. And now we got we finally get the footage. Which, if that's all that happened, right? I mean, you know, po- politics aside and fucking speculation aside, you know, we're glad Paul Pelosi is okay. But if that's all that happened, like, why not release the footage? From the start. Why are you holding back? Exactly. They released the George uh, Floyd footage right then and there. Oh, my god! Right when it happened. Dude. That, that was, was viral. a viral media yeah. sensation, dude. But they released it that fucking that day. day. Exactly. This people, is like two months later. I think it's because they don't want people to lose their shit. So, like, now that it's two months later, you know what I mean? It's, like, kind of peeled back out. in the uh, public eye. Right. You know, so they don't want to get... If they drop that immediately, it's going to be a really bad look for political parties. Sure. You know? Sure. So maybe that's it. But wow, seeing that video really gives you some clarity into that situation. I mean, what do you think? Well, it, it took place in San Francisco, right? So that's already, uh, you know, red flag number one. Sure. Uh, Paul Pelosi answers his door uh, in boxers and like a nightgown. Like they were getting ready to do something. Now, the counter-argument to that would be that the intruder, he was in, like, a regular attire. Like he looked like he's going to ball. Yeah, he, he was looking like he was going to play <laughs> some basketball. Exactly. Shoot the J. Shoot it! Um, but what do I think happened, man? Honestly, I, I honestly do think it was uh, a sexual sort of innuendo that went bad. You know what I mean? little role play just little went too far. It went too far. There was definitely probably some drugs involved, some meth, because like I said, yeah, you don't act like that. No, you don't act like that, and you would have done it already if you were gonna. If your plan was to hit him with the hammer, you don't wait till the cops are right there, then hit him with the hammer. Right, so the cops there, see it. There's some substance that's giving them anxiety, exactly. and then it all came to a head because that was poor execution. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was just a little update on the Paul Pelosi uh, attack here, uh, but it just dropped last night. And, Dude, that's um, insane. Yeah, it's pretty wild. They're going to make a movie about that. They should. I wouldn't be surprised. Two homosexual lovers and a hammer. <laughs> you <laughs> think we're talking about Fortnite? Two homos. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Two homos and a hammer. That's actually pretty good. 
I'd write that script. Dude, same. I bet you it won't be called that, but it's coming out. <laughs> no, it definitely wouldn't be called that unless it's on like the Daily Wire or some shit like where it, that shit can't happen, you know? Put it on my Rumble. <laughs> ben Shapiro's uh, Rumble. Yeah. Fuck, man. All right. Um, so there, there were the two little light things I wanted to bring up at first. And then now we're going to get into our fight video segment of the week. Now, if you remember last week, we were covering uh, Dana White's new journey into slap boxing. Right? Dude, that's the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen. I actually watched it. on. It was on TV. This past week. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm like, who gives a fuck about this? But you I, watched it. I, I, but like begrudgingly like i wasn't enjoy i was like i just can't believe i'm watching this dude you were almost like almost hate watching and, it and dana white's co-signing it like well he's there dude what right i think it just shows you like how illegitimate that whole thing is like the fight game like well there's been a lot of speculation on that that uh it's just not good anymore like well not that it's not good but that dana white in the beginning years of the ufc was pretty much squeezing these fighters out for everything they were worth and not paying them like a, a decent amount. Oh of money. yeah. I know that's a big issue. So now that, you know, uh, there's what's the word I'm looking for. Um, pushback, the regulators that are coming to regulate the sport and make sure fighters have equal pay and they have like health insurance and shit like that. Now that they're coming for the UFC, Dana's trying to fucking start something else and squeeze more money out of these people because I heard, and actually, I think this was Brendan Schaub who said it, but he said that someone told him that it's $2,000 to take the slap, and then if you win, it's another two grand. So it's $4,000 you're going to get. shit, That's bro. nothing to get <laughs> fucked up like that. Yeah, like what? Just get a job. Give me, I would do it, honestly, and this is my God honest truth, I would do it for 50 grand. Yeah, that's, I, that sounds about right. Bare minimum. Yeah. No, like no less than 50 No, nah, dude. But, uh, so we had, um, we... Last week we were talking about the guy's face getting like he like he got slapped. Yeah, motherfuckers are getting knocked out, dude. It's it's immediate CTE. I think I'd rather get punched in the face than slapped. Honestly, yeah, we, we were talking a little bit about this last week, but yeah, I definitely would rather get punched right dead smack in the nose than slapped Slap across the face like that by one of those like these guys are like pro 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 slappers. Pro slappers. Yeah, like what, Slap dude? Two slappers. Yeah, clappers. Uh, so this was the video I was trying to find last week, but this guy, his face is like gets slapped and like one side of his face Ugh. goes to the other side. It's it's fucking wild. They get it in slow mo. I think so. Oh, but let's watch. Ew, dude. This is uh. What is that white shit? Powder or something? Yeah, I <laughs> like think it's baby powder. powder. Yeah, or something along those lines. But uh, it simply reads: This is from Kickboxing Romania. Andrew Tate's from. That's Andrew Tate, dude. Uh, horrific man, or horrific man left with a disfigured face after uh, partaking in the RXF MMA slap fighting championship. Romanian heavyweight Simon Soren Kaz, or Kamza wins it anyway. Uh, many commented on the competition, including the notorious MMA. Dana White's Power Slap League is set to debut Wednesday. So this was before it debuted. This is like this was like their promo video, I think, they were showing. Uh, so let's watch. This is Sir. Again, his name is Simon Soren Kamsa. And we're going to watch his face get fucking... He's going to get slapped the shit out of his face. Brutally molested. Oh. So his uh, face is already disfigured, as everyone bleeding. can see. He's bleeding. He's got cuts. 
And his face is fucking swelled up to the size of a fucking watermelon. He's got cocaine face. He's got cocaine. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Scarface at the very end right? of the scene. Right, just going to bitch slap him instead of kill him. Look at this guy's tattoo on his hand, too. Look how big his fucking hand is, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's the scale, too. Yeah, that's for a point of reference. Jesus. Wow. He's got big fucking bear paws. And his th thumb is in his eyeball. Let's keep watching. Oh, his face is already fucked up. Keep in mind. Oh! Oh! God! Oh! Oh! Oh, God, dude, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> that dude's way bigger than him, too. Who's that bald guy? You seen that? Yeah, it's like, yeah. who the fuck is that? That's the ref. <laughs> now, this guy, look look at the nerves in this guy's face, because he just dog shit the slap, the dog shit out of uh, Simon, and Simon, twice, and Simon didn't fucking get knocked out, he didn't fucking fall down, nothing, he's still up. Dude, he's got the fear of God in him. The fear of God. Yeah, I mean, his face is bleeding, he couldn't get it done, he's about to get fucked up right now. Sweating profusely. For $2,000. No flinching. And he taps, he's done. Holy shit. Oh Imagine that, bro. Oh, that's the hardest four grand ever. My gosh, dude. I want four grand! Oh. Yes! I bet, dude, it's more about, I feel like, being able to say that you won. Like, I'm such a tough dude. It's not about the money. Yeah, but it can't it's, like, be. it's like, do a fucking muscle man challenge then. At yeah, that or point. arm wrestling, dude. Or, yeah, right. or wrestling. wrestling. Yeah, something, Anything. dude. Yeah, this shit's brutal. I don't know who would watch. This is some trailer park. Dog shit. shit. Yeah. yeah, bro. Like, I don't know who gets hyped up to watch this shit. Is that Joey Diaz in the background? No way. It looks like young. It's a time traveling Joey Diaz. <laughs> it looks like him when he's way younger. Hey, listen, cocksuckers, we're here at the Slap Wrestling <laughs> Championship. Cocksuckers, we're in New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. We like to slap people around like fucking biscuits and gravy. You know Eight what I mean? Old pound Oscar Mayer bacon. <laughs> Did you ever see that clip? No. Oh, no? Maybe. He's, he said... His, oh, yeah, yeah, his commercial. Yeah, his yeah. wife made him a, a whole pack every morning for breakfast of Oscar Mayer bacon. That checks out. Yeah. Look like, how fat he is. Yeah, like, dude, what? Sense. Oh, I eat, like, two pieces of bacon. I'm fucking done. Yeah, I got fucking cholesterol yeah. levels oh, through the dude. roof after that. But, yeah, uh, this is fucking... Kamsa uh, Simon, or Simeon. Uh, is the winner of this challenge, man. And how brutal is that? Clem, you said this is two grand earned. Oh, the hard way. The hardest way. <laughs> I'd rather just go to work, dude. <laughs> Fuck that. They got a belt at least. This guy, is, this guy is now clinically uh, retarded for the rest of his life. Oh, dude, look at his cheek. It's mutated. He looks like a fungus from the Last of Us series. I don't know if you watched that yet. No, what's that? I haven't watched that, but what's that movie? Um, that oh, fuck. It's that movie where they're uh, it's like fucking. 
I think it's like a Chernobyl exploded or some shit like that. Or the Hills Have Eyes. Oh, the Hills Have Yeah. This is dude. a character you would see in the Hills Have Eyes. Right oh, here. for sure, dude. Just take out his eyeball and leave his cheek all puffed yeah. up, and then he just has a limp. And he's right. like, eh. that's definitely a Hills Have Eyes character. Amazing that this is even a thing. God that, bless America. Dude, I can't believe I'm like shock. This is like shock value shit. And I don't think it's that entertaining. I'd rather watch like hockey. Yeah, it's <laughs> you not, know what I mean. It's really not that. It, what's the most entertaining thing about this is that they just get there. They're willingly there to get fucked up. And it's so unnecessary too. Like they got the whole octagon. Like dude, they're just gonna stand at a podium and slap each other. They should have done this. Dana White should have made uh, like an outside. Like it should have been like on the street somewhere. You know, yeah, what I mean? it would have been better if it was like known people too. Like right. if it was UFC fighters. But like I don't want to see motherfuckers slap each other like schoolgirls. I want to see them fight. Like. I think Dana White's losing a little bit because a lot of his fighters like are going. They're losing to Jake Paul. Well, you say that, but then you got John Jones coming back March what third or fourth. John John Bones Jones is back in the octagon just until he gets high and fucks it up again. I feel well, bad for him, dude. He's a hardcore definition of an addict. Oh yeah, dude. yeah. He he should come on the show. That would be great. Yeah, we'd have him on. We would have him on. That's what I mean. Um, but so that's the slap fighting championship, guys. Uh, I mean, that's that's great. I mean, I think that fits the tone of the show, fits the aesthetic of the show. So I think I'm going to bring clips of the slap fighting championship. Hopefully people like it uh, when they watch it back here on the show, because I guarantee there's not people going to seek that out on a Wednesday night. Oh, definitely not, dude. So we'll, we'll, and I don't think our opinions on that are that out of line. No, either. Like. All. I don't. I've yet to hear one besides Dana White. I fucking love the slap competition. Right. Fuck you guys. Right. So Put that on Reddit. I don't know, man. Shove it up, yes. We'll continue to cover that though. We have some more fight uh, videos. Uh, this is our fight video segment of the morning here uh, to kind of you know uh, warm us up here on the show, kind of you know grease the gears a little bit here. Um, so. This is from Fight Heaven. Now, Fight Heaven's a good follow on on Twitter. If you guys don't have a Twitter, or if you're on Twitter, if you're going to uh, follow anybody, follow Fight Heaven. He'll bring you the best fights of the week um, of, you know, what's going on. Any good fight videos that might have gone unnoticed, he'll bring it back. Like this fight right here. And uh, Fight Heaven, uh, like I said, tweeted out, a rough Raider fan gets eliminated on game day. So let's watch how this all unfolds. Let me just crank that volume. And here we go. It's almost like the slap fighting championship. So off rip, we have this guy, uh, this black gentleman here, who's fighting, who only appears to be a, a white guy. Uh, so it's black on white crime, once again. Um, but nonetheless, uh, this guy in the Khalil Mack jersey, I mean, he's like at least 6'5", it looks like. On TV. And this guy... This guy's crouching tiger, hidden penis yeah. over here, dude. Crouching dragon, hidden tiger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like fucking five foot three. So, already a disadvantage, but let's keep watching. Oh, shit. And he just gets... Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. Who the fuck is that guy? Wow. That escalated quickly. Oh, please don't hit him again. Please don't hit him again. He's already too fucked up. Now he's got to do the walk machine. Wow. Here, uh, let's watch that back again, because that escalated really fast. And they're both Raider fans. I don't get what this is about. Probably just some drunk ass. Just that drunk, yeah. 
But this escalates so fast. Like, in one instant. You this, poke him in the eye? No, he... Fu- uh, well, Flicked he went for something. He went for uh, something. Uh, maybe his sunglasses or some shit. But uh, this guy, the Derek Carr jersey-wearing guy, seems to be in control of the situation until Khalil Mack steps in. Now let's watch. It's the uppercut of death. Well, he's leaving his face wide Why, Yeah, he's leaning into it. Yeah. So he gets tanked right there. And then, and then the tanked. Yep. And then an over... Oh, my God, bro. That was... That was really good form, though. The -the over-the-top hook like that. Yeah, that that hook was clean, dude. And actually, the other guy knocked him down. Yeah. But who the fuck? That guy's an asshole hitting him from behind. But credit to this guy. I mean, he gets right back. pops up. Yep. Respect, dude. I would... If this happened to me, bro, I'd die. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, dude. I would kick someone in the kneecaps. I'd I'd have to... swing at me, dude. I'm gumming at you. I'd have to bring back a gun and shoot him. (laughs) You can't take that shit lightly. I would push him over the chairs, though. Like, dude, fuck you. And then you gotta take the walk of shame back. The the Raiders fans are no joke. I went to the Raiders stadium a couple years... Or maybe last season to see the Eagles. And it was just... The Eagles got smoked like forty-two to seven. I remember that, yeah. and it was just horrible being there. Like people were look, just I could, I was just, I've never been so embarrassed to be an Eagles fan. It was terrible. Not this year, though. No, not this year. It's the exact opposite of that because they went out and got the weapons. Yes. Yeah, man. Let's go, birds. Go, birds. We have uh, Clem's corner coming up at the end of the show. Hell by yeah. The way, so, all right. Uh, let's. We got two more fight videos. Let's watch this one. Uh, this is again from Fight Heaven. And it says, was this beating justified? Shop owner and his son beat the daylights out of an LGBTQ woman after she attacked him. So now, what we're going to watch here is a uh, a woman stirring up some shit in a store. And uh, the shop owner and his son aren't having any of it, bro. They're not fucking, they're not thrilled, they're not amused, nothing. And uh, we're going to watch the LGBTQ trans woman here. Uh, get her ass beat. Now, this is a female. Keep in mind, I- I'm curious to see what you have to say after the video on what they do to her. I- is it justified? I'm already perplexed, and we didn't even watch it yet. Well, let's get into the video. Jesus. Hopefully, I don't say anything I regret. Don't follow me in this camera, bro. Come on, come on. Don't disrespect me. I So, instigating right off the bat, behind the counter, for audio listeners, they're behind, she's behind the counter, she's made her way behind it, and this is not even her store. Yeah, this is, this is already looking justified. Let's see the extent of it. Hey, no, don't don't shoot her, no, don't shoot her. And he's got a gun. Uh, The owner? The owner's got a gun. Oh, shit. Don't shoot her. See if you can see it, I'll see if I can pause it. Look right there, see it? Oh, shit, this is real as fuck, bro. And they're just piecing her up. It's Chin Soy Yee's dad. Wow, and he's got a rubber glove on, too. Body shots? Oh, I love it. got a pistol, man. He got, got, got a pistol. That's the only reason I ain't went back there yet. I know. I'm going to get him when he come out. He got that gun right there, man. Look, look, look. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Hey, hey. And that's where the video cuts right there. And Jesus. The, uh, Clem, is it justified beating or no? Dude, it's hard to call because, like, 
you're an asshole. For, they probably can't even understand what she's saying, first and foremost. Probably thought they were getting robbed. So, in that extent, like, I think they took the beating a little too far. Like, it's she just, like, went for, like, a tackle. And they started fucking her up. Yeah, but she's behind the counter. Yeah, I mean, that was a mistake on her part. The, so... The aggression was justified, but the, they were wailing on her. Oh, yeah. So, like, I think... Would, but, hey, would you not do the same, though? If that, if, keep in mind, that's your store. You have people in front of the counter, like, looking suspect as hell, like her friends. And then now this fucking little Oompa Loompa comes behind the counter and tries to fuck, uh, you know, fuck you up in your own shop. Wouldn't well, you not do the same? With my adrenaline's kick, kicking, I probably would do the same thing, but I'd like to think, thinking logically, that I would de-escalate the situation like a professional, and if you have to defend yourself and hit, like, throw a punch or, like, do a tackle or wrestle, whatever, you do it and you remove them instead of just wailing on them and whipping out your fucking Glock. Like, <laughs> that's exten extensive, bro. Yeah, but kudos to him. He didn't use it. He didn't use it. Yeah, yeah. facts, facts. But still, it, it escalated pretty quickly. Like, imagine if her party, the guy filming, had a gun. Once that Glock comes out, dude, he's oh, probably yeah. firing. Yeah. Like, and then people die. It's pretty wild. It's really hard for me to call. Like, I don't. I think it's justified them using force, but they ju it's just a little too much, bro. Too much for, for me. Yeah. I think, um, hey, if you're going to act like a guy, you're going to act like a dude, and uh, you're going to fucking go behind you know, a counter that's not yeah, your store. That's why it was justified. It's not your store. It's not your fucking home or anything like that. See, that's the problem with people these days, dude, is... This whole COVID thing has people in a fucking frenzy. Like they, yeah, everyone's got cabin fever. They got cabin fever, and they don't know how to act in right. real life. People forgot how to act. Exactly, yes, dude. And We've the, been saying that for a while. But I see, think it's true. The the thing with social media is people talk shit. Like this girl uh, probably talks a lot of shit online. Right? Oh, I'm sure. Black I'll lives, fuck you up. Yeah, Black Lives Matter. Fucking, you know, uh, LGBTQ. Yay! Right. She probably talks hella shit and gets no pushback. Right. But in real life, if you do shit like this and you act like this, you're gonna get your ass beat. I wonder what happened, like what the context was of this. Like she didn't get a refund, or like she, she had to return something. I don't like the food was bad. Like yeah, it was what? probably something stupid like they that. They didn't have her cigarettes. It was like, probably something stupid like that, dude. And was, she, she's you're lying to me. You have them. That's why she went back she there. Went back, yeah. yeah, like give me the, my Newport menthol cigarettes. Your Newports, yeah, bro. Marlboro menthol. You don't have any Lucy's here today. <laughs> no Lucy's, bro. Fuck is this That's shit? probably what it was. <laughs> Holy shit. You you mean to tell me I gotta uh, fucking spend nine ninety nine on Newport boxes? <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? Inflation's a bitch. <laughs> I'm stealing it. Oh, that's crazy, bro. Not shit. Oh, my God. I can't believe that. I'm, like, shocked. Well, and then he whipped out that Glock. Like, wow, that got real fast. I'm glad this happened. Honestly, I am glad this happened because people have to know there's consequences to your actions. Dude, you have to be, like, have some fucking class. I mean, whatever happened to well, that's that. A, that's out the window. I mean, my goodness, That's dude. out the window. Nobody has class anymore, dude. It, that's, Nobody. it's just, like, makes me sick to think about that, that that's how... People act in this generation. Well, that, I would it, never. I would be mortified same. if something like that happened. To I me. would be embarrassed. Yeah, just let things that. go. We weren't. See, we were raised in a different generation, bro. I, and, yeah, you know, it's and 
It's sad to say, bro, but that is what's to be expected with the youth coming up. It, that's pretty insane. But that's dude. why we have to set an example. Yeah, I mean, you would think with the, all the advancements in technology, like people would be able to see something like this and like learn from it what not to do. But it it seems like it's getting caught in the mix. Like people see shit like this gets tons of views, so like, oh, I'm gonna be an asshole and act like this too. Right. That's and exactly like, what it that's is. That's not the right way to look at it. You know, be a good person. You don't have to do things just for the camera. Like do things. It's like when people give make videos of homeless people like oh i got this guy a haircut because i'm such a nice guy it's like dude if you were really a nice guy you wouldn't have to film yourself every time you do a good deed you know get out of here with that bullshit i can't those are the worst of videos in my opinion like if you're doing something just for the video oh yeah dude you know that's it's fine and good you're helping them out but do it without the camera right that's my whole issue with it just be a good person. Don't have you don't have to show me every single fucking time. Exactly. Dude. Yeah, and it's just all for clout. That's lame. Well, that's the world we live in today, dude. Everything people, anything people do is mainly for clout. I read this whole article, bro, about how uh, Kim Kart, the, just the Kardashians are like unrelatable, and they're trying to make tic- TikToks, and they're just failing miserably. And it's because they're so unrelatable. People are. Not turning on them, but they're losing their, like, people aren't interested anymore because they know they don't connect with them in any sort of way. And they're trying so hard to be, like, relevant on TikTok, and it's just crazy how celebrities are willing to stoop down just to compete for clout, just to be able to say that they did this, this, and this, you know? We actually have a video today with uh, Louis C.K., like I said in the beginning of the show, was on Joe Rogan this past week, and... uh, Essentially, Joe Rogan is talking about, and we're going to watch it later here, uh, coming up on the show, but essentially Joe Rogan's talking about his, you know, cryo chamber and fucking taking ice baths and like, you know, state of the art ice bath fucking technology that Joe Rogan has access to because he has fucking millions and millions of dollars, right? And uh, Louis C.K. calls him on it. He's like, bro, why are we talking about this? He's like, people, the average person listening to your podcast isn't concerned or worried about or even thinks about taking ice cryo chamber baths you know what i mean insane it's wild yeah you could put ice in your bathtub that's like the equivalent of what people that listen to joe rogan would do right right you're not gonna go out and buy thirty thousand dollar fucking ice bath yeah and he's eating peyote and then then getting in that the cryo chamber you know what i'm saying don't let him fool you right his cool dumper (laughs) his third eye's hanging out yeah. Yeah, I can see it every time I look at Joe Rogan. Uh, we got one more fight video, Clem, and then we're going to go over to uh, an Andrew Tate update. Tate uh, Top, Top G. G. Top G. Uh, let's watch this one more fight video. And I think that, again, Fight Heaven, like I said, a great follow on Twitter. If you don't follow him, check over there, uh, over oh, on Twitter. This is a school fight. And uh, it says a substitute teacher. Now, we watched last week a substitute teacher. A substitute teacher be fucking people Hell up, bro. Yeah, bro. Uh, you better put some respect on my name, motherfucker. Jesus Christ. Uh, a, substi- a substitute teacher bodies his student for calling him the N-word. Oh, he called him a... Oh, um, that's a no-no, bro. <laughs> multiple times. Uh, did the teacher go too far or not far enough? Clem, I'm curious to see what you have to say after this video. And by the way, this is the, the, the cool thing with this new audio system. I could do shit like this. I could say, you fuck... And, um, you know... Dude, I, that's like a TV beat. That's awesome. Hey, man. Money well spent, right? Yeah, absolutely, bro. That sounds legit. All right. Uh, let's watch this. Did the substitute teacher go too far or not far enough? Let's watch, guys. Uh, why is my shit? 
Here we go. Bad video work here by whoever's filming this. All right, so obviously, uh, black guy is the substitute teacher, and it looks to be a, a just a white student. So again, black on white crime. Once again, it goes underreported, man. Damn, uh, we're bringing dude. it to the forefront. Thank God for social media. Right. I will say, substitute teacher is a fucking G, dude. He's like, get the fuck out of my class, you pussy. Yeah, dude, let's see that slam again. Let's take a look at this. I mean, but I will say he's a gangster for fucking throwing him out the class like that. But he's also like fucking 150 pounds heavier than this kid. It's like, come on. I mean, you're the adult in the room, so you have to like have some level of you're in control of the situation. Uh, at least he didn't strike him. Like he could have really fucked him up. Yeah, could have. I mean, if you talk like an asshole, you deserve to be. Handle like an handle like it's so like I I'm kind of with the teacher on this one. I am too. I I I definitely am too. I mean they're just too, so far doing it, not like all the way with them. Like yeah, but you know it was a little aggressive, but I feel like it's not unjust. You know, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, the kid's, like, shocked. And it's like, dude, you're asking. You're literally trying to punk the teacher out. Like, and what did you expect? Again, it's, you know, uh, people have cabin fever. They don't know how to act in public. And, you know, we get instances like this. It's where, uh, you know, you stay, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Absolutely. Could you, I couldn't imagine being a teacher or, like, a cop today. It sounds like Fuck the two that. worst occupations, bro. Fuck You that. don't get paid enough, and you got to put up with a mountain of bullshit. Yeah. No wonder, bro, these teachers be losing their shit. I mean, you know, you did sign up for it. So you should know what comes with the territory. Yeah, you have to exemplify some level of respect for yourself, for your and your your school and your class, your students. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. But uh, you know, it's another instance of just again, people don't know how to act being wild in public. You know, it's it just you don't say certain words in public. Now, if you're with your friends and you want to use the word, uh, you just don't. Yeah, uh, or you do and when you're with your friends. You don't use it in public, is what I'm trying to say. Sorry, I'm getting uh. Yeah, you don't belittle people with it either. That's right. how I get fucked up. Right. All right. Uh, so that's gonna uh put a bow on our fight segment here. Uh, on the top of the show. Um, 
Always good to see fights, man. It kind of, you know, loosens us up here uh, and gets us into the flow of things. Remember bump fights? Oh, dude, bump fights, bump fights were the best. Yeah, I haven't watched the bump fights in a minute. Maybe next week we could analyze a couple of those. S send me some bump fights because I'm always, um, I don't go out of my way to search for them. I just see what's on my Twitter feed. I don't even know if they still do them. That was like a long time. I'm sure they do because it was a huge thing. My my favorite fights weren't bum fights. They were the uh, Kimbo Feist, uh Kimbo Feist, Kimbo Slice backyard fights. Yeah, Kimbo's fights were great. Yeah, he fucking died, bro. That's crazy. His son's a fighter too. Yeah, he's he's badass, but not like Kimbo. Kimbo was a fucking legend. Yeah, Kimbo was. But, but then he went to the UFC and fucking wasn't nothing. Yeah, he got. That's what happens when you go from street fighting to real mixed martial arts. You right. know, you get fucked up. Right. He what? But there's no. Questioning, he he was like the definition of raw strength and power. Like. Sure, dude. Uh, I forget. I think it was um, it was a UFC fighter. It was a cop. Or oh, Sean Gannon. Sean Gannon. Yeah, that was a crazy fight, he and it was in like him up. 2D quality. Yeah, yeah. It was on like a uh, old. They fucked each football. other up, dude. Like that yeah. guy's face was falling off. Well, that I think it was that fight, and then there was another fight where Kimbo. Broke somebody's orbital bone and their eye was hanging out of their fucking face. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the ball, the ball guy. No, it was the dude with dreads. Oh, the guy with dreads? Yeah, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, so you can't tell with the fucking camera quality. Right. Like, it just, it just everything looks blurred. It was like an old flip phone. Yeah, old flip phone camera. Yeah, bro. That was what we worked with back in the content days. Hey, you we know? got it done, though. Absolutely. And it got Kimbo to the UFC. I yeah. mean, that's pretty insane. All right, uh, let's move on here from our fight topics. Uh, hopefully everyone's having a good time. Uh, it's Saturday afternoon, guys, and uh, we have a lot of show left to get to. So let's uh, kind of move right along here. Uh, our good friend Andrew Tate, also known as Top G, uh, has been incarcerated now for the better part of a month. I would say maybe a little more than a month, month and some change. Uh, we haven't really heard anything of him. Now, obviously, if you follow Andrew on Twitter... Uh, you'll see that he does tweet from the Twitter account, but that's not actually him tweeting. That's his legal team. Uh, so I don't want I don't want people to get confused out there. They're they're following these tweets that aren't actually Andrew tweeting them, and it's, the same goes for Tristan Tate, his brother. Uh, but we haven't had any update, verbal update, anything on video. We've had reporters try to get into the jail in Romania, to no avail though. To know they didn't succeed to get in the jail to try to interview Andrew and his brother Tristan to see what's going on. Now, obviously, Andrew, this whole situation, we'll have to see what happens. But already the media is kind of, uh, you know, they've twisted this story in, a, in such a way where first everyone thought it was for human trafficking. But then it came out it was for tax evasion. So we, we don't actually know what's true here. All we know is Andrew Tate is arrested and is being held in a Romanian prison. Uh, he did try to—he um, had an appeal. I think this was like two weeks ago. He had an appeal that failed. And uh, essentially all the appeal was was, you know, can I be released on my own recognizance, ROI, or are you going to keep holding me for another 30-plus days? And essentially the Romanian—the uh, way the Romanian justice system works— is that they could extend your prison sentence without you having been convicted. Like, they don't need to go to trial him being convicted and then hold him. They're just holding him for as long as they want until fucking things get sorted out, which is kind of fucked up. 
So we actually don't know what's going on. A- anyone who tells you online that they know what's going on with Andrew Tate. It's full of shit. It's full of shit, right? And, and they're doing it more than likely for just the clicks. Absolutely. Uh, we don't claim That's to know. That's how misinformation gets spread around. Exactly. We don't hear claim to know what's going on with Andrew. We're just simply reporting that there were some updates from this past week, actually video updates from Andrew. And uh, we're going to watch them and break it down. And uh, this was the first time I think they've been on film since the arrest, Al. I'm not sure if you've seen these videos, but if not, we're going to uh, cover it now. And I'm curious to see what your take is on the whole thing. So there's two videos. They're rather short. Uh, let's just dive right into it. This first one's like a 20-second video. So let's see. That is why I'm in jail. I have money that they were trying to steal. Andrew, is the matrix thinking you? Of course. The case file is completely Andrew Tate looking rather straggly. straggly. Yeah, dude. In Romania, Did you hurt any girl? Of course not. So that was the first video. Again, a quick, quick little video, quick, uh, quick little update, and then we have another video. They look like they're getting hostile too. All right, let's watch this one. This one's only thirty-eight seconds. Yeah, the Matrix is trying to frame me, but God knows the truth. There's no evidence in my file because I've done nothing wrong. Everybody knows I'm innocent. It's okay. Everyone knows I'm innocent. Everybody knows I'm innocent. Everybody knows I'm so and there it is right there guys uh andrew and tristan both uh being uh escorted from and uh to and from uh jail uh i don't know man this whole situation it's sketchy it's sketchy. Oh, dude, absolutely. It's sketchy because... It seems like someone wants them off... Off the map. Off the map. Off the grid. Off the yeah, grid. for sure. Well, Andrew and his brother uh, Tristan, man, they have way too much influence over uh, social media and the youth, right? And automatically, that's a red flag. My whole thing on the whole situation is they're being very discreet. The whole... Every, for everything. The reporters, the Romanian justice system, everybody is being very discreet about what's going on. To the point where they're even trying to change the story. Like they're trying to um, not let you know and, and give you, um, I guess, full transparency on the way things are, you know, unfolding. And that's a disservice because this is this and the DeMar Hamlin story right now are the two biggest stories. But the, the Andrew Tate thing is like they're sweeping it under the rug as if nothing's happening. It's like, guys, there's millions of people Wanting to know what's going on here with Andrew Tate. Yeah, and the unanswered questions, like the legal process is, we know things take long, but you're not, it's not supposed to be random. Right. Like, we don't know what the fuck's going. You're supposed to have an answer for everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the fact that it's been, like I said, over a month now, and we haven't really heard that that's the first updates we've really had from Andrew and, and Tristan that's you know sets off some red flags. In and there's definitely some orchestrating going on behind the scenes. Uh, I, I'm curious to know though, Al, from you, what do you feel? Gut feeling, gut reaction. What do you think is going on with Andrew and Tristan? Do you think they are, uh, you know, you know, uh, I guess 
human traffickers? Um, do you think that they're going to be convicted? Do you think they're wrongly accused? What, what's your whole take on this whole situation? I, I mean, I don't, I'm not educated enough to like really know what or what not they're doing. I mean, if they were human trafficking, they, you know, he deserves to be in a prison. I don't necessarily believe that though. What I, what I think about Andrew Tate is this. I think he was a world-class mixed martial artist. So he already had a level of fame and he took that fame and cultivated it into a social media following, and he's at heart a salesman, a really good salesman, and he was able to make this persona that blew up TikTok, as we all know, and social media, and now he's facing the repercussions, right? And then they fucked up with, like, someone doesn't want his him or his message to get any bigger, and when they ban him from all platforms, they when we talked, we covered it on the show, this is just going to amplify him. Like, oh, now this is the, the rebel guy, right? Right, right? For all the, like, the youth that just feels misguided. Like, they don't want me to hear this guy, so I'm tuning in to listen. And it just puts him on this pedestal of, like, rebellion. And someone somewhere, dude, that has a lot of power is orchestrating, like, just keep them, as long as they're in prison, they're silenced. You know what I mean? Right, and that right. that's exactly how they want it to be. It's almost like what's going on with Donald Trump, right? Through the whole thing. Yeah, it's like, like cancel culture shit. Right. Yeah, bro. And, and the mainstream media and, and the lefty liberals, they're telling you that they don't want you, uh, you know, he's a bad guy for this, that, and the third. They're going after him. Uh, you know, in the case of Donald Trump, they raided his house. But it, it does You will not find any documents in my possession of my home. But it, it's amazing that you've, and that's a good Trump impression, by the way. You, I feel like you've been working on it. I have, dude. I, he is hilarious. It's just amazing to me how this whole document thing with Trump uh, happened and how the media blew this thing up, how he shouldn't be holding these documents. It's fucking espionage and all this shit. But yet, Joe Biden. Every day that goes on, Joe Biden, they're finding more and more classified documents at Joe Biden's house. Oh, they're locked in my garage. I'm like, shut the fuck up. In my Corvette. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, real safe, Joe. And now they're they're asking all the uh, former presidents, like Obama, Clinton, Bush, they're asking them to check their houses for classified documents. Oh, it's my like, God. You don't know where your documents are at, bitch? No, it's just fucking... It's childish, bro. It, and it's very unprofessional, the way the media... It's a fucking president. Right. You know? Um, but, it, but to my point, though, it's... What's happening with Trump is like what's happening with Andrew Tate, where you have the media and all these people telling you you can't listen to this guy, you can't like this guy, he's this, he's that. They try to put him in a box, but it does the opposite. It does the opposite, dude. And people just want to hear what they're saying even more. Especially for people that are easily impressionable. Right. And they already want to go against the grain. So all you're doing is feeding that part of them that want, you know, what I mean? wants to support someone who's like the anti. Right. You know? And specifically in Andrew Tate's case, the shit he talks about, like, as far as with men and fitness and all that, that's really not bad. Where the the problem that he talks about is like the handling of women and you know the beatings and the videos and the every you know the misogyny shit. Well, there's that for sure. But there's- he he peeled back on that. So really, there's no and he already said like 
that was just an act. I'm playing shit up for social media. So he's really not harping or sticking with that message. So there's no reason for him to be silenced. So I think canceling him is just based out of fear. Well, yes, and I'll push back on this because there is a reason why they want him silenced. is because he's promoting also, I mean, the main message that they're going to try to get you to believe that, you know, he's solely pushing is his misogynistic fucking point of view and the way he mistreats women, right? That's the main thing. But the underlying thing behind that is that he's promoting, uh, you know, a self-sufficient, self, uh, you know, you, you run your own operation, essentially. You don't need to fucking have a nine-to-five job to succeed. You can go out and do it yourself. And that's, the I think, a bigger message, you know, that gets lost in translation because of all the misogynistic fucking rhetoric that goes on with him. Now, granted, he does bring it upon himself because he does still say that kind of shit about women, which, you know, I, I disagree with a lot of when it comes to the, the misogyny thing. Some of it I do agree with, though. But uh, it's he's promoting a message of you could do it yourself, right? And that's what they're afraid of. They don't want a million, two million, ten million, a hundred million, you know, people, especially in the youth, coming up thinking that they could be, you know, uh, self-sufficient entrepreneurs and making millions of dollars. Because if that were the case then the government and fucking Big Brother and all these people that want power, well, they would lose that power, right? So when they lose that power, then therefore they lose the the ability to control you. It's like the American dream, except it's the American nightmare. Well, there it is. Damn, dude. That's well a, said. That's a clip right there. That's facts right there. Oh, my goodness. Well, you're spitting bars, bro. Woo! Boy, we're about to watch that follower count go up, 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 boy. Hell yeah, dog. Oh, shit. All right, um... But yeah, I, I just figured it was, uh, you know, Andrew Tate update time because we really haven't heard anything, dude. And Andrew was actually, you know, before he got arrested, was a big part of the show. Because- oh, sure, dude. He's the king of social media. Yes. What? So uh, let's, uh, we're going to move on. We're going to switch gears here to the ghost of Damar Hamlin. Uh oh, bro. Wow. Perfect sound cue. Um, so Al, now we talked about this, uh, like I, I said, Monday, we talked about this, but I wanted to get more in depth with you because I didn't get to hear your thoughts. So Sunday happens. Damar Hamlin is back at the Bills game, but we don't actually get to see. Was he really? Was he really? Uh, but... Oh my God. Well, you actually informed me. I did. You were like. Did you see DeMar Ham or do you think DeMar Hamlin was at the game? And I said, yeah, dude, we seen him. Yeah. And you said, or did we? Or did we? So, so, then, I had to, <laughs> so then I had to go take a double take because I thought nothing of it. And I guess that just shows you what a sheep that I am. I just follow along. But I didn't think twice to bat an eye. But I, I think that's because it was snowing in Buffalo. Right. Like I didn't even think of, you know, of course he's got his hood up. But he's in fucking side. And he's got sunglasses on. So... It poses an issue here. I mean, of course, obviously, we're going to suspect that he fucking died on that day. Uh, you know what I mean? After he took the hit from T. Higgins and they gave him CPR. For uh, 10 minutes. For 10 minutes, yeah. And then he was not unresponsive, went into cardiac arrest and was taken to the hospital. But now we have a problem because there's a cover-up, right? And it's one of two things. Either it's... A complete cover-up, which I don't believe this, right? But this is the predicament that we're in. Why cover something up if you didn't need to? If nothing happened, 
There's no need to cover it up. So either they're covering up this whole Damar Hamlin thing, which we could grasp the reasons why for money, for the sport, so many things. It would hurt for the COVID. It, it, now it's political, Vaccines, right? Vaccines. Yeah. Oh my God. Like what a rabbit hole. If it's not, if that's all bullshit and that was really Damar Hamlin on TV, why would he not? This is a man that people want to hear from. Yes. Like this has changed the game of football forever. 100%. People want to hear from him. So he's either just a straight up asshole for denying his fans the right to hear him speak or even just show his face. You know what I mean? And now you have this predicament of choosing between this conspiracy theory or he's just a fucking asshole. And that's where we're at. And I'm the further we go into not getting confirmation that he's still alive, the more valid the conspiracy theory is. You know what I mean? And people are on this already. They're already I've already watched videos. People were like, where's your tattoo sleeve tomorrow? You know what I mean? Yeah. And people are like all over it. So I don't know where I'm at with it personally. Well, let me let me see if I can't sway you a little <laughs> bit more. We have a couple clips to to watch from the show, but you hit on a lot of good points though. It, it it would be very simple for him to put an end to the conspiracy, right? All he would have to do, he was on Instagram, he's on Twitter. How hard would it be to just go? Here's a video. Click the video. Hey, guys, what's up? I'm Damar Hamlin. You guys know me. You love me. Blah, 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 blah. Right? He doesn't even got to oh, say all he's that. He's tweeting hard. He's, he's tweeting. Yeah. But there's no video. No, there's no, no, no audio, no video. It, th- this whole conspiracy could be easily put to rest if he would just hold up a fucking newspaper of today or just take a picture of himself currently and somehow we could verify that it's on the day that he's actually taking the picture. And that's it. The whole conspiracy would go to bed. Okay, sorry. We fucked up Damar, but... They're not doing the NFL and DeMar Hamlin and the Buffalo Bills are not doing any service to themselves by fucking fueling this conspiracy. And we have a couple clips uh, and and a couple reference points to show how they're fueling this conspiracy. So first, we're going to go to uh, the clips from Sunday. Now, this is all the instances that we actually seen, quote unquote, DeMar Hamlin at the game. Uh, there's an instance. But you where, never seen him. But you did you actually see him? Yeah, I, no. I got to do it one more time. And they even went so far as to dress this person up, if it's DeMar Hamlin, and something he wore the week before. No, it was week 10. Week 10? Week 10. So it's, it's like, dude, that's such an effort to make the appearance seem like. And then there's the whole thing, like, if you had your ribs broken, you wouldn't be up and walking around anyway. Right. And he needs oxygen. Where's, he needs the, o- where's the oxygen tank? Another, but they're going to play that off like, well, he's just a really healthy athletic football player. But, but so he doesn't need that. anything. But they didn't say that. They, they said he was. he, he they, If you listen to back to the, uh, the game, uh, Tony Romo and Jim Nance announcing the game. They were saying multiple times how he, you know, was on oxygen, currently on oxygen. Where was the fucking Where's oxygen? Where's that, dude? Unless Elon Musk got a hold of it and, like, well, put, you know what I mean? Yeah. Put a condensed version, like, opened his lungs up, put a microchip, and now he's getting oxygen. Yeah, but do you think that's actually the case? No, no. fuck no. Right. But right. that's, like, how far-fetched can, can we make this? Right. Like, fuck, bro. It's Because it's he clearly doesn't have oxygen, so it's got to be coming from somewhere. Or that's not Demar Hamlin, and that's kind of where I'm leaning now. <laughs> Me too, it, Me too dude. It's, it's not no disrespect. I hope he's alive. I hope he's well, and I hope that was him. But it doesn't look good. Yeah, they're not making it 
apparent that it's him. Right. And and people are questioning, dude. So the more this goes, the worse it's going to get. Exactly. All right, so let's watch a couple clips now. This is from uh, Sunday. Now, th- these were all the instances DeMar Hamlin was, quote-unquote, seen at the game. So let's watch it. Uh, now, this is from uh, Chef Nerd, or Chief Nerd, maybe Chief. Yeah. He's always blocked by something. Uh, a compilation of every DeMar Hamlin, quote-unquote, in the building video the NFL showed yesterday. Thoughts? Now, I, my... My challenge to people out there who think that we're just wacky cuckoo conspiracy theorists like Alex Jones. I'm kind of retarded. Uh, my challenge to you guys is drop in the comments or drop under the video or the clip or whatever. Drop in the comments, you know, the logical explanation for this. Like, if you guys can explain what is going on to me, and then we're going to show other clips as well. But if you can explain what's going on in a, in a reasonable, you know, clear-headed mind... Um, then I, I'll listen because I, I don't want to believe this guy's Yeah, dead. I hope to God we're wrong. The only th- logical thing I could think of is like he maybe he's not dead. He's still recovering and they, they're trying to just brush this under like it's all good. But it does. why would they go to that extent and not just be real right. unless he fucking died? Well, exactly. You know? Exactly. All right, so let's watch it. Uh, this is Damar Hamlin apparently at the game on Sunday. Looks like DeMar Hamlin is in the building. Like he looks like he's yes. trying to hide. If they show him in the stadium in any capacity, it will blow the doors off of this place. Why? DeMar Hamlin just showed up, and it looks like his mom and his little brother is there. Oh, oh we great. love to see it. Stay tuned. It's the Bengals. Bills coming up on CBS. Good job. Now, this, this part's a little weird. Now, we're going to watch DeMar Hamlin go from what appears to be the locker room up into the box suite. Keep in mind how many security guards are around him. And watch the fucking weird, like, the weirdness and, it, like, it just doesn't look good uh, of the security guards. Watch what they do. And why does he need this many security guards for him to go into an elevator? It's not like he's Michael Jackson. And look, they get real close to this elevator. Like, they're trying to block him. Why? And, and people were saying, oh, because people uh, people were saying this on Monday. They were saying, oh, because people are crazy. They'll, they'll try to rush DeMar Hamlin. But this is behind the scenes. This is like on the con. This yeah, isn't, yeah. You know I what don't I mean? buy that. This is, you know, no casualties, no civilians have access to where DeMar Hamlin is right now. So I, And it's strange, dude. Like he's got the hood up the whole. No one else has their hood on. Right. Only him. He's right. got the hood up, the mask uh, mask on and the glasses on. He's the only one that people want to see and talk to. Exactly. You know what I mean? So either they're they're really botching this. Like, if he's not dead, he's just a piece of shit. Yep. <laughs> you know? And his family, too. They got that. But it's, like, not that far-fetched to believe they made him sign NDAs and just paid him off. Here, we'll pay you DeMar's contract. Here's $50 million for the next two years. Whatever it is. Well, not only because DeMar Hamlin's contract was, like, a couple hundred grand. But do you remember the GoFundMe that popped off that uh, DeMar Hamlin had. He had a GoFundMe no. for like tw- uh, it was like a, a, it was a charity he was like trying to donate towards for kids, right? And that charity went from like $4,000 total to overnight it went to like 4 or 5 million dollars. No fucking way. What happened to that money? Right, dude, where would it go? This was after he got on the incident on the field. It, it boosted it up. Yep. Yep. Right. Because he's vi- it's like a viral fuck life changing moment. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Let's keep watching. 
Hamlin returned to the so now this is this week. Sean McDermott telling us this was on the field so to have him around. He told us, and this is the best view he got. Right one I seen. And keep in mind too, it's keep, like Batman. Keep in mind, it does look like, <laughs> like right. Look I'm at him. Vengeance. I'm vengeance. But keep in mind, Demar had a camera crew in his box suite the whole game. There was a guy with a camera filming him at all times, and the best angle that we got was a side angle. It's just so convenient. Like, it was snowing that day. Look how dark it is. He's got the hood up. Like, hasn't said a word. Doesn't have oxygen. Doesn't have a tank. Suspect. If you don't think it's suspect, you're a retard. Yeah. Sorry. No, seriously. For real. You have to take a look at this and and take some, figure some things out. Like, you got to piece it together. Right. It's going to come out of the wash. You can't just brush this under. People are starting to get hip to it. I agree with you. All right, let's keep watching. We're not originating this. To Hamlin, how involved he wants to be every day. A spokesperson close to the family said despite being out of the hospital, he still has a lengthy recovery. He requires oxygen and he has his heart He requires oxygen. And his heart rate monitored. I don't see any heart rate monitoring system. I don't see any oxygen. I see none of that. None of it. And this is apparently somebody, like you said in the beginning, they were getting CPR done to them, uh, which when you do CPR to someone like that, you're probably breaking some ribs, right? Sure. So this was three weeks ago. Uh, they broke his ribs, and now he's doing this? Yeah, no way. Dude. The, you might not even be walking around, You couldn't bro. move, Yeah, bro. like, no way. Regularly, but he is upbeat, he's positive, and I was told he has a big smile. Jamar stood up, right? So as you can see, the camera crew, but this is the best angle you got? Yeah, he did. This is it right here. What a scene. Oh, that's and some people were saying, so let's see, we can go back. All right, watch this. this. Right here. So people were saying that he was making a heart. That don't look like no heart to me. Well, that's like his thing. But he doesn't, speaking on that, he, this, whoever, <laughs> this stand-in body double is, doesn't do the heart at, like DeMar Hamlin. It's not the same. That's what I'm saying. It's not a heart. Yeah, it's not a heart. Look, this is a heart. Right. Not this. Yeah, his that's a clear like a, difference. Like a crab, yeah, or something. Well, some people were saying it's it's the all-seeing eye triangle from the Illuminati. Oh shit, dude! Well, now so, we're getting real as fuck. Oh shit! Oh my goodness, dude! I mean, I guess the level of just like it's so ahead. You know what I mean? Like this is well thought out and almost methodical. So I wouldn't be shocked if they're just throwing it in our face, dude. I wouldn't put it past them. Right, dude, that's what they typically it's do. A very this is very sophisticated shit yeah. we're getting into. Yeah. You know what I mean? For, it's all And it's all meticulously planned out. So if, if there's some kind of ulterior powers at B, it wouldn't even surprise me. And not to mention, for whatever it's worth, they were playing the same team. That this happened. Then it happened exactly. So it's and like, you wouldn't be all fight. That's suspect in itself too. Now in football, anything can happen. But I think there's a reason the Bills they already look defeated. Right before they even started. Exactly. And exactly. if you remember that game they were in, it was like a good game the first time when right. that Demar Hamlin thing happened. Now this was just a shit fest. Right. And it, it just looked like everything was predetermined, and the Bills were out of it from the beginning. Demar Hamlin was really there. I believe the spirit would have been. They might have still lost, but I don't think it would have been like this. Uh, you you remember when Ryan Shazier, the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers linebacker, um, against the Bengals, he was going to make a hit. 
I forget against who, but he was going to make a hit against the Bengals, and um, he winded up uh, breaking his neck, and he was you oh, know paralyzed. He got dude, paralyzed. Yeah. But I think when he was healthy, and the next game that he was at, he was up in the club box seats. The 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 camera panned up to Ryan Chazier in the club box, and you seen his face. Yeah, there was no nothing. Yeah, and he took reporters and everything. Yeah, yeah, he had interviews that day, the first game back, and for again, like you said, dude, if if this is Demar Hamlin, and we hope it is, right? But if this is, yeah, I'm not convinced. We're not convinced. But if it is, and he's not taking interviews or no questions at that, uh, you know, at this point in time, then like you said, dude, he's a fucking asshole. He's an asshole yeah. feeding into the conspiracy, exactly, and but, that's fucked up. And then they're gonna get mad at us. Oh man, how could you how could you say that? Him? Well, how could you not say that you don't think this is suspect? Right. There's no logical explanation for that. I'm sorry. Zero. Yeah, I hope to God we're wrong, but I don't think we are, bro. Think we're onto something. Yeah, me too. And and I they they're gonna need to address this because it's not just us and we're originating this conspiracy. I seen this shit online and I was like, dude, this is valid, bro. Yeah. Like, and these are the questions that we got to start taking a look at. And they're gonna they're gonna have some kind of like as we move forward. They're going to have a response for this. Like, oh, or you know what I mean? Well, I don't know how they're going to handle it, but they will. A lot of people are speculating that he's just going to, quote unquote, die after the football season's over. Like, you know, he's just oh, going to have a, a mysterious injury that, you know, comes upon him and he's just going to fucking and that's going to put the story to uh, to rest because you can't if this isn't DeMar Hamlin, you can't keep going on as if it yeah, is. No, it's not know? just going to sweep it under the rug. Right. This is as long as he's alive, like it's going to be a constant. How's DeMar Hamlin? How's DeMar Hamlin? You know what I mean? It's not going to stop. Remember when that happened? And now it's tied in with the COVID vaccine. Yes. And that's what I feel like they're trying to hide. Same, because the NFL was super persistent uh, before. Get uh, your vax. They, were, they, they actually were proud of themselves for having a 90% vaccine, uh, a vaxxed rate with their players. And they forced it on their players. And if you didn't get the vaccine, you know, we heard Aaron Rodgers uh, speak out on Joe Rogan a couple months ago where he was saying if you didn't get a vaccine – and you were tested positive, and your players got sick enough where it affected the game. Your team would then have to forfeit, forfeit. and you would forfeit your con- your game day contract, which is a couple hundred thousand dollars. Right, sometimes it's your over paycheck. The- it's your paycheck right. for the week. So yes, people would get vaxxed because they didn't want to have to go through that. They're just like, all right, fuck, it, fuck just it, yeah, give it's me like the, the shot. Flu shot, yeah, exactly, whatever. We'll just take it and just not have to worry about it. But so my point is, the NFL forced it on their players. And now we're actually watching the repercussions and the consequences coming from that. Right. So they have to cover it up if this is the case. Not only will it, the players will stop playing, people will lose their minds. The public will lose their minds if you took that vaccine. Especially if you forced it. Oh, definitely. Well, because for any reason, like to travel, your employer, like whatever, dude, that's a bad, bad look. And suddenly it all makes sense why they would go so far to to do something like that. You know what I mean? Just fear of public reaction is enough. Well, and then that's the biggest question is people are like, oh, well, why would they cover it up, man? You're just a fucking loony bin like Alex Jones. I'm kind of And it's like, no, dude, it's like you're not getting it, bro. When there's money involved and when there's fucking, you know, forced um, inoculations involved and look, you have to take it seriously. You have to take it seriously, and you—you—it's your right to ask questions. Yeah, it's already such a sensitive topic. Something like this, they wouldn't fuck around with it if it was just all good. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, there's too to much. It's, there's too much to lose. They put it to bed. Here, Demar Hamlin. Here's an interview from Demar Hamlin. Uh, you know, and whatever the interview would be. But the point is, they would do an interview with Demar. Exactly, bro. And they they didn't because they can't. Something's going on. And again, I'll hit it. Spooky. What the fuck is? We need to figure out what's going on. We're gonna get dude. to the bottom of it, Clem. I, I think Me and we you will. Solely. Me and you solely. I'll be in event. Well, I'll pull a coffee, Zilla. I'm going to go to Buffalo today and just start interviewing. Like, I'll knock up straight on Josh Allen's door. Like, where's your fucking teammate at? Well, funny enough, we have a Josh Allen response video from uh, the whole DeMar Hamlin situation. Uh, let, let, let's finish this out, and then we're going to get to Josh let's Allen. Let's do it. That's his sign. That's his sign. Now, this is somebody with who's supposed to be on oxygen with what broken ribs. Triumphant story and he's doing Calcized. jumping jacks. This entire nation. So uh, throwing up a botched Illuminati heart. All right. So <laughs> yeah, uh, we have that. Now this is Demar Hamlin's official Twitter account feeding into the conspiracy. Uh, this was on Twitter a couple days ago, and the the caption simply reads "quote unquote clone," and then he takes a picture of himself. In the same outfit? Same outfit next to a, a mural of DeMar. Read some of the comments, dude. Yeah, and he's looking down, the hood up, the glasses on. Some of these comments, uh, this is from Trav over on Twitter. A some, lot of them are just like, oh, yeah, like, we love you. Hope you, get, Yeah, but, like, read the conspiracy ones. Uh, so here, let's just read a couple. Uh, some of these comments are equivalent to... "Quote unquote, take a picture with your uh, with a spoon on your head, so I know it's really you." Well, it's it's valid because that's valid. Yeah, yeah, it's a valid. You know, we want to, like I said in the beginning, show us like a picture so we could verify the day. Like a newspaper would be the easiest way, so we know it's you with your face. I mean, that's not crazy to fucking request. Um, let's see. Uh, amazing. So grateful. So great to see you standing. Uh, clap back, clone, for sure, I know. But, uh, people, I mean, this is just people, like, soaking it all in. Um, I don't really, really, uh, why won't you show your face? It's there you go. Question. Yeah, right, bro. Let's show the thread on this. Thank you. Picture showing his face on his Twitter. What are you insinuating? LOL, shaking my head. That's from Wolf O. On Twitter. Right. And why are you so quick to def deflect? You know what I'm saying? Right. Dude, like, why are you not wondering the same thing after seeing him at the game? Like, you, not one clear face shot. Here we go. This is from Monica over on Twitter. It says, uh, it's a simple question people are asking. I wonder the same thing. Why is he hiding his face? It seems like he would want to look up and smile standing next to his quote-unquote clone. And now, now this is what fueled into the conspiracy even more. Uh, people were posting this picture, and they were like, see, DeMar Hamlin, this is DeMar Hamlin from the game, guys. You guys are just crazy. He did show his face. And then they posted this picture right here. Right? So you think right then and there, okay, may uh, maybe we just didn't see a picture of DeMar's yeah, face. No, dude, that's a different hoodie. It's a different hoodie. It's a different outfit entirely. Entirely, yeah. And this is DeMar Hamlin that we come to find out was from, this is a picture from week 10. Week right, 10. when he really wore that outfit. But look, his in that outfit, the hoodie is red, white, and blue, like the colors of the jacket, okay? In the mural picture and 
at the game that he supposedly was at, the hoodie's only red. So it's not the same fucking outfit. And uh, yeah, it's a different uh it's a different undershirt that he's got on essentially. Yeah, Look, see, the hood's all red. There's no blue or white. And see the shirt right there? The shirt's blue. Blue. Right. And the other shirt was white. So well, like, dude. So that's poor just, shitty job. It's fueling it even more. Yeah, it's just doing terrible. Uh that's an old picture. Someone says because he doesn't owe you an- or anyone anything like that. I, I disagree. He does owe us something. Yeah, I bro. mean, it's, he it's, died on the field. It's not even he owes us. We want proof that the NFL is not covering this up. Right. You know what I mean? Why do people think he's dead? Someone says. What uh, do you mean? He died and went into cardiac arrest, dude. And they said he, they weren't sure if he was going to make it. Someone says, uh, this is Jay, uh, what bothers me about this tweet, this man claims to be a Christian, but yet he's feeding into the division. Instead of just showing his face or taking a video showing that he's alive, but instead he chooses to stay, uh, but instead he he chose to stay or to say he's a clone, which causes more division. And then someone quotes Romans 16, 17. Yeah, and I don't believe that, like, they just don't have any other options you know what I'm saying? I don't think I think if he was really alive, dude, he wouldn't feed into the division. And now this was uh the same this was a picture that people were saying. As you see, uh this is from Dave Myers over on Twitter. Pretty good looking clone, don't you think? And now this was kind of trying to uh put an end to the conspiracy. I saw this, I was like, okay, maybe I'm fucking overreacting. Maybe we did get a picture. But like you said, dude, this was from week ten. Different shoes, different undershirt was white. He was wearing a blue hoodie in the other one, not wearing that hoodie in here. Yeah, or no, a red one, whatever. It's multicolored, the yeah. And, and people called that out right away. They're like, "This is an old fucking picture. You can't." And, but my point is, this is just fueling the fucking. Yeah, you don't even look the same, dude. The one on the right's a lot heavier. Look how skinny he is on the left. So it's fueling the conspiracy. So now we have Josh Allen. He goes on a podcast on Monday, and Josh Allen he. At first, you're going to think that, okay, maybe he's just putting it to bed. Maybe he, you know, knows DeMar was there, and that's that. But then Josh Allen says a few things, which kind of still leaves your head scratched, dude. Like, he's he's not clear in whether he thinks DeMar was actually there or not. Oh, wow. He doesn't even think so. <laughs> oh, shit. So there's two clips. They're kind of quick, so let's just breeze right through them. That kind of explains his emptiness. Okay. So you, you, you don't think that you were duped by... Hold on. Yeah. I am... All right, here we go. Okay. So you, you, you don't think that you were yeah. duped by fake DeMar in the locker room when you saw him. Let's just get that out there. I don't think so. If it is, who knows? But that's my guy. Are he you was, suggesting there's maybe a chance it was? No, there's absolutely zero <laughs> chance. There's absolutely zero chance. That's okay. So you 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 don't think that you were yeah. duped so, by fake Demar in the locker room when you saw him? Clem, ask me that question. Right, that he just you asked. don't. Do you feel like you were duped by fake Lamar in the locker room when you saw him? Nope. I I you know I, I actually talked to Demar Hamlin. He's he's in good spirits, and you know that's my brother, man. Yeah. Now he totally left it open. Right. And when he doubled down on it, Kyle Brandt, that's when Josh Allen shut it down. That's sus. That's suspect. Suspect, right there, dude. dude. Suspect. Yeah, uh, and we didn't see Demar Hamlin in the locker room. We only saw him coming into the elevator and through the, always with glass in front of him. That which that makes me sus. Why are they trying to hide this motherfucker? 
We have another clip from uh, who's that? Kyle Brandt. Kyle said? Brandt yeah. and Josh Allen. Let's watch. Newsweek, New York Post, and other outlets are running stories about a Damar Hamlin conspiracy theory in which people are suggesting that he was not at the game on Sunday and that it was some sort of body double conspiracy cover-up that goes on and on and on into the tinfoil hat territory. Would you like to debunk that conspiracy theory or maybe confirm it? Watch Josh. Yeah, that's that's stupid. Um, <laughs> that You said main, like there's mainstream media outlets pushing this? There's mainstream media outlets. There's people with like really legitimate heavy followings who are saying the fix is in. Um, that was not Damar. His face was covered. He had sunglasses. He had a hat. When they went to him on CBS, you couldn't see him. And that there's this next level conspiracy that that was actually not Damar Hamlin at the game. They're saying it. One, that's that's Damar swag. That's what he like. He likes wearing that. Um, two, he was in the locker room with us pregame. So yes, that was Damar. There's absolutely zero chance. There's absolutely zero chance. That's okay, the good. DeMar Hamlin. That's our guy. That's uh, our brother. He was with us pregame, postgame. He was up in the suite with his family, his little brother, 100%. So people need to stop. I got it. Stop this. So, uh, but it was conflicting. So that was the first clip I wanted to play where he says, first of all, that's it was DeMar Hamlin. Yeah. There's no shot. But then the second clip, he goes on and says, I don't know, <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, he's the poster child for the Bills, dude, so he's not going to double-cross right. the NFL right. anyway or they'll blacklist his ass, yes. but I'm not... I hope that's true, but the level of lies and just... Deception. Deception and just, like, convolutedness that they've showed us the NFL so far. Like, and this is the only things that we know about. Imagine all the shit that we don't even know about. I'm not going to be convinced until Demar Hamlin takes an interview. I'm with you, dude. And I'll be the first one to say I'm a fucking asshole. But we'll come here live. That's true, though. And I say that we're fucking assholes. He's an ass. He's a bigger asshole for feeding into the division. Yes. No matter what way you cut it, this shouldn't even be a discussion. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like this is crazy shit, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, So this is the last thing I wanted to do on this Demar Hamlin thing, and then we're gonna move on here. But uh, this was from Bob over on Twitter. And uh, it says, January 2nd, DeMar Hamlin goes into cardiac arrest. January 6th, he applied for a trademark on um, catchphrase, quote-unquote, did we win, while still in the hospital. January 11th, uh, Hamlin released from the hospital. And then it goes on. It says, how did he apply four days after almost dying on the field, and why is the price of his shirts $33? Hashtag Masonic. So, you know, like uh, Freemasons and Masonry, the, their number is 33. There's 33 degrees, uh, 30, you know, 33 levels of Freemasonry. And if you get to the 33rd level, you're like the ultimate Freemason, right? So uh, that's a lot of the speculation when he when he put up the uh, all-seeing eye as a Illuminati symbol. Um, when he's he, he's going like this, the 3-3, three, three, uh, people are speculating that's, you know, 3-3 three, three is like 6-6. Six, six, you know, people speak. People uh, speak about, you know, numbers uh, correlating to, like, language. It's crazy, dude. But the Masonic number is 33. Pretty interesting. DeMar Hamlin is selling his new merch. Did we win for 33 U.S. dollars? Yeah, I mean, I would like to believe that that's a coincidence, but I don't believe in coincidences. Neither do I. You know what I'm saying? 
I mean, so that's pretty thick throwing it out there right in your... It's like he's feeding into this conspiracy shit, bro, with every move that he's making. And it's just like, why are you doing that? Unless there's a cover-up going. The only other logical explanation is there's a cover-up. I'm sorry. And, and, you know, it wouldn't shock me if there was. You know, No, me neither. They're, make, they're not doing a good job. A better way to cover this whole thing up would be get a body double to actually play the game wearing the, the Hamlin jersey, right? He's in the game. He's playing against the Bengals. He made it miraculous. He healed miraculously. And then when it's the time for the media portion, be like, DeMar doesn't want to speculate on any of his diagnosis because we don't know what's what. He's not taking interviews from media, but he's fucking playing, he's and there, there he is. Right. And I would have been more bought and sold with that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Than this shit. Probably wearing a visor so you can't see his, see his face. face at all. Right, right. Yeah, like get a double with a tattoo sleeve, exactly what he has, and I wouldn't question it. Like right. he doesn't want to say something stupid. This is like throwing it in your face that he's just trying to hide himself. It's like, dude, you wouldn't do that. Like, and especially the quality of his character. If you've seen him do interviews before, he's not someone to shy away from the public or confrontation. That's absolutely true. At all. So it's bull. Get that bullshit out of here. And for all these like people that are just shutting it down, like all oh, your ludicrous for even feeding into this. It's like no one can prove me otherwise. Right. Well, that's what that's what that's my challenge. Is like if you can explain this to me logically. And without, you know, getting mad and getting in your feelings and calling me a kooky conspiracy theorist, if you can explain this to me logically, I will listen and I will entertain your fucking, you know, thoughts and your, and, your, and what you have to say. But until that day comes, I'm questioning. I'm it. questioning everything. Absolutely, dude. and it's our right to question. Oh, for sure. And it's such a shitty job at covering up that. Why would you not? If you really are bought and sold, like this is exactly what happened, taking it word for word and believing everything they say. You're an asshole. Let me ask you this, Clem. Um, what do you think happens moving forward? Do you think it comes... Now, me personally, I think it's going to come out where DeMar Hamlin, quote-unquote, dies. He's going to die and, you know, whatever. I think that's the only place it can go. Right. You know what I mean? Like, well, because you, you, you already think that he is already dead. Yeah, they're, I, I, I think he's already dead, dude. Yeah. yeah, until I'm proven otherwise. Yeah, that's the only place it can go. I hope I'm wrong, but it just nothing adds up. So it's 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 just it's really a scary situation, man. The the length that they're it all comes down to the length that powerful people are willing to go to protect the lining of their pockets. Absolutely, isn't that crazy? Yep, no, it's not. It's, oh, it's, it's not. insane, dude. It's it, it, it. What's crazy is we're exposed to that, and we could see it in real time unfold in instances like this. But it doesn't surprise me, man. And people don't ask questions, dude. Everyone is just so happy and complacent to be just sheep. Right. Sheep in the in the shepherd's den, eating up every everything that they say. It's like, dude, I, fuck that. I'm going to question everything. the authority, bro, everything. until you prove me where I want proof. Because I don't trust nobody with nothing. You well, know what I mean? I'm with you, dude. I'm right and I'm you. I'm not one to feed into conspiracies or be a conspiracy theorist, but when there's things that are suspect right in front of me, I'm not going to overlook it. I'm with you. You know what I mean? There's too much at stake to just let it go and not worry about it. Cuz it's not that big of a deal. If he wasn't dead, 
he would have an interview. See, people are afraid to push back and ask questions because they're afraid to being called, uh, you know, the next Alex Jones or a kooky conspiracy theorist, or you're just off on this. And their their social media reputation will take a hit because they question it. But that is our right, dude. We are given that right to question anything, to say what we want to say, uh, especially when you know it's not. It's not painted in a black and white matter. Like, there's a lot of fucking things that are going on behind the scenes, like you said, we don't know about. Sure, and with, like, Alex Jones specifically, dude, like, his problem is he speaks in definitives. Like, this definitely happened. Like, we're not saying that. We're just taking a look at the events that are being, the evidence that's in front of us, and asking valid questions. Right. We're not speaking, we're actually asking for it to be all true. Like we hope to God that it's true, but we just feel like it's not. And we're getting fed this bullshit. And I don't want, I don't stand. I can't tolerate that, bro. Like, it's like, it's like, uh, belittling. I feel like insulting, not just my intelligence, but our intelligence as a public, you know what I'm saying? And if you're not asking these questions, you're ignorant as fuck. I'm glad to see though, that there's people that are asking those questions. Like, yeah. if you don't think it's suspect, something's wrong with you. I'm sorry. I'm with you, dude. Uh, I'm 100% with you, dude. I, I thought it was very fascinating. When I first seen this break on Sunday that the conspiracies were fucking running rampant and why, like, their reasoning, I got chills instantly because yeah, dude. my gut feeling tells me that there's something wrong. He might not be dead, but there's something wrong. He's not completely healed, like they said. Because, I mean, we heard it in the interview. He requires oxygen. He requires a constant heart monitor. And we see none of that. What we've seen is him doing, like you said, jumping jacks. Jumping jacks. <laughs> right, he's doing aerobics. You know, it's like, what the fuck are we talking about these days, dude? You know? Um, uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I'm, like, shocked. But let's move on from the DeMar Hamlet thing. Uh, we're going to keep uh, a close eye on that situation as oh, dude, more yeah. unfolds. It's, it's just... it's. It's almost too fitting, though, that the Bills lost, so the spotlight's not on them. Because imagine if the Bills were to win last week, then they won this week, then the whole media week that goes on with the right, Super Bowl. Right, now they're just going to get swept under the rug. Right, and let the offseason take its course, and we don't have to worry about the Bills anymore. Right? Absolutely. We'll keep a close eye on it, though, guys, and uh, we'll report back if anything else uh, crazy happens from the whole DeMar Hamlin situation. Uh, we're going to move on. We're going to stick into the conspiracy realm here, uh, realm here, Clem. Um, we had Jelaine, Lady Jelaine Maxwell this past week uh, caught on an interview. Uh, now, this is something that we all know, kind of, you know, pretty definitive, uh, without a shadow of a doubt, that Sir Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. Oh, shit, I said it. Oh, my God. Rather, Jeffrey Epstein was murdered. Um we're going to actually hear uh, Lady Jelaine Maxwell kind of, uh, you know, reassure us that he wasn't, uh, you know, he didn't commit suicide. He did actually kill himself. So to hear it out of her mouth, how the fuck does she know? Well, she was his fucking right hand fucking man. But she wasn't there. She wasn't there. No. But, you know, she probably knows the type of person he was. Like, if I were to just go off and kill myself, quote unquote, you'd be like, well, that's not like him. He didn't seem like he was suicidal. You know what I mean? I don't think sure. You know, if if it, if if I was talking, spitting truth, the fucking you know uh, situations like the Demar Hamlin thing, and then all of a sudden I'm dead. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's not <laughs> that's like fucking more suspect shit, right? Right. So that's kind of what she's saying here in this uh, interview. We're gonna watch her, and she's just pretty much saying that she doesn't think Jeffrey Epstein killed himself, which I don't think either. I don't think no one thinks that. 
because it, it was just so coincidental how the cameras in the jail cell that day just didn't work. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Well, the damage is so much greater if it's not right. true. You know what I'm saying? So it's convenient for him for that to happen to him, of course. There was, uh, you know, lesions on his back or on his neck, rather, where it didn't look like a hang job. It looked like he was fucking strangled. Sure. Uh, so I just thought this was to kind of keep it in the conspiracy realm. Uh, I just thought this was pretty fitting. So this is Lady Ghislaine from jail uh, speaking upon Jeffrey Epstein not killing himself. No, he didn't. I don't believe he did. I believe that he was uh, murdered. Well, I was shocked. And I wondered how it had happened. Because um, as far as I was concerned, he was going to... I was sure he was going to appeal. And I was sure that he was covered under the non-prosecution agreement. Yeah. Um, I, but I wasn't in the indictment. So I wasn't mentioned. I, wa I wasn't even one of the co-companies. No. So it's, it's a pretty short clip, but she's just probably she's just saying what we kind of already know that he probably didn't kill himself. Sure. Well, there's so much at stake for it's so convenient for him to be mur You know what I mean? To kill himself. Right. So I could see that. Uh, yeah, I just thought that was kind of uh, to kind of go off the the more Hamlin conspiracy sure. topic. That was a big big topic, and that's another thing, dude, with the uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Like, there were so many other people involved specifically celebrities and high-profile people that were involved in that indictment, and just once he died, it just all magically disappeared. Right. Isn't that wild? Well, yeah, we still don't know uh, everything from yeah, that case. the extent case. of it, exactly. Right. And now just, she's taking the brunt of it, and that's it. She's the scapegoat. Exactly, yep. dude. Yep. Well, what a shitty position, right? Well, that's just uh, American politics. As I, we yeah, know yeah that's how it goes, dude. It's rough out there for a pimp trying to make money for the rent. It, especially, yeah, uh, especially you know when you're like, for instance, like Bill Clinton, Bill Gates. Um, a lot of these high-profile people people were involved in going to the island. Like there were, it's documented. Like Bill Gates went to Jeffrey Epstein's island 38 times. If Jeffrey Epstein were still alive, Bill Gates would have to testify. You know what I mean? So it, it, it just all can Right. It's like, what are you doing there? Right. If you're hanging out at the barbershop, you're going to get a haircut, Bill. Exactly, dude. Fuck, man. If that haircut's molesting fucking teenagers, dude, you're toasted. Sorry. And, and we have confirmation that that's what Jeffrey Epstein was doing. So why, you know, yeah, why, what are you doing at that island? 38 times, dude. And you already have a hazy history. Fuck out of here, bro. And... Fucking Bill Clinton was there, I think, like, 26 times. Right. Well, he's a massive sexual deviant. Well, so it's yeah. like, dude. A la Monica Lewinsky. Of course, dude. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Cool dumper. <laughs> New soundbite, by the way. Cool dumper. All right. Uh, let's. We have, uh, I think, one... Let me see. What, what do we got? I think we got one more short story. Then we're going to jump into the uh, recap of Crowder and Tim Pool this past week. Oh, shit. And then we're going to get into the, all the podcast breakdowns from the week. So uh, this was, I thought, was a pretty interesting story. So we all know since Elon Musk took over on Twitter, it's been pretty fucking awesome. Twitter is kind of back to the platform it was uh, intended to be. And, uh, 
you know, we know that a lot of people's accounts were reinstated, uh, a la Project Veritas, uh, the Babylon Bee, um, a lot of right-wing political figures that were silenced. We're um, back, baby. They're back. Uh, so we've seen Donald Trump get reinstated on Twitter. Now, granted, he hasn't used Twitter since being back, but that's because he has his Truth Social, and that's his company. So he's not going to go to Twitter when he has his own company with Truth Social. But I think Donald Trump should... He should, I mean, that's his way of reaching millions more people. Yeah, the, t- the tweets specifically. Exactly. He was ripping them. So for him not to go, you know, not, now that he's back on Twitter, for him not to use the platform, I think would be a huge disservice. He's probably going to wait till he runs for president again. I would think so as well. That's what won it for him. Um, So we're going to have, uh, but up until that point, until uh, Donald Trump was back on Twitter, like I said, he wasn't using the platform at all. Now, he was also thrown off at Instagram and Facebook, and with no signs of him ever coming back to those platforms. Well, Mark Zuckerberg over at Team Meta decided to change, uh, I guess, course here in this situation. And Donald Trump, as of this week, Mark Zuckerberg and Meta says it will restore Donald Trump's Facebook and Instagram accounts. No way. So we're going to have Donald Trump on the major platforms. Back again, like he never left, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, dude, I'm. That's like a big move from Zuckerberg, dude. Yeah, I know. I didn't think that was ever. Everyone, me neither. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm gonna hold my breath on that and see when they actually do it. I'll believe it. Well, uh, let's let's go through some of the articles. So it says, uh, Facebook parent Meta said on Wednesday that it will restore former President Donald Trump's accounts on Facebook and Instagram in the coming weeks, uh, just over two years after suspending him in the wake of January 6th Capitol attack. Uh, This is a quote from Meta. Our determination is that that the risk uh, to public safety has sufficiently receded, Meta President uh, of Global Affairs Nick Clegg said in a blog post. Quote, Uh, As such, we will be reinstating Mr. Trump's Facebook and Instagram accounts in the coming weeks. However, we are doing so with the new guardrails in place to uh, deter repeat offenses. Uh, Trump could be suspended for as much as two years at a time for violating platform policies in the future, Clegg said. Uh, With Facebook and Instagram accounts reactivated, Trump will once again gain access to his huge and powerful communications and fundraising platforms, just as he ramps up for his third bid for the White House. The decision, which comes on the heels of a similar move by Twitter, could also further shift the landscape for how, uh, how a long list of smaller online platforms handle Trump's accounts. Uh, it was not immediately clear whether Trump will seize the uh, opportunity to return to Meta's platforms. Trump reps did not immediately respond Uh, For a request to comment in a post on his own truth social Trump did acknowledge Meta's decision to reverse the suspension of his account and said quote such a thing should never again happen." wait I gotta read in Trump's voice such a thing (laughs) should never again happen to a sitting president or anybody else who is not deserving of a retribution former president Trump's teams was not given uh any advance notice of Meta's decision, a source familiar with the matter told CNN. Many of his aides and advisors learned uh, learned of the decision from media reports shortly before the announcement. 
Meta asked for a last-minute meeting with the Trump's lawyers this evening to discuss his possible reinstatement, but we're not told what the final decision was. They will still, uh, or they were, they were still in a meeting when Meta released the news. The source said, and it just pretty much goes on from there. Um, yes, you believe it? Um, hold on, let me just. So it says Trump has a massive reach with 34 million followers and 23 million followers on both platforms. So I think 34 million on Facebook and 23 million on Instagram. Previous Trump's campaigns have. Uh, lauded the efficientness or effectiveness of Facebook's targeted advertising tools and spent millions running Facebook, Meta's decision, blah, 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 blah. All right, so then it just goes on to how Meta made the decision. I'm not going to read this whole article, dude. It's fucking long. Wow, it's pretty extensive. It's pretty extensive. But uh, nonetheless, guys, Meta is letting back on Sir Donald Trump, man. And that's, hey, that's a that's a win for free speech in my book. Hell right? yeah. Do you I know, believe it, though? I won't believe it until they do it. Until he's back on. But I mean, I believe I believe they should do that. He's a fucking ex president. Well, you know what I mean? Their reasoning was because of the whole January sixth thing, which I don't buy, dude. Because we know the video and we know the information that has since come out that Trump was saying peacefully, patriotically, like yeah, they voices act be like heard. he fucking shot someone, dude. Right, which he didn't. Yeah, I mean, you can't blame like what his followers do is not what he does. Well, that's what they're trying to do. Yeah, I mean, it's fucked up. That's fucked up. So as of right now, I just searched on Facebook. Trump is not back on Twitter. He's Donald, not. Donald Trump Jr. is back on Twitter, uh, or is on Twitter, or twi- uh, why am I saying Twitter? Facebook, rather. Trump is not back on Facebook at this current moment in time, and we are January twenty eighth at one forty three p.m. So, uh, you know, maybe when's Clem- the, this article from? I think Tuesday, uh, January twenty fifth, so three days ago. Okay, well, I mean, we'll give it Wednesday. like a week, right, before we say yay or nay. Yeah, well, we'll have to keep, uh, we'll have to tune back on this. Well, it's a good step for free speech, like you said. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, because no president, I don't care how fucking bad or, or like even Joe Biden, like it would be wrong to throw him off of, uh, you know, a social media platform. Absolutely. Can't give him the Andrew. He's not an influencer. It's the fucking president it's of the United pres- States. Well, that's like, how they start treating everybody as influencers and they're just going to cancel everybody. Like, dude, what is that? But we know, dude, we know from January 6th, the, the worst day in American history, according to Nancy Pelosi and fucking Chuck Schumer and all these fucking bastards in Congress. We know that Donald Trump didn't incite violence, right? He was peacefully and patriotically, peacefully and patriotically that your voices be heard. And then when things got out of hand and people were rushing the Capitol, which a lot of people speculate that was an FBI inside job to begin with. Hmm. But, you know, whether it was or it wasn't, that's not the point. The point is when it all happened, Trump put out on his Twitter, guys, it's time to go home. You know, make sure you don't, you know, uh, mess with law enforcement. Like, this is going to ruin our message and ruin the movement. Like, just go home and let bygones be bygones, essentially. He didn't advocate for violence. No. So, to, so to throw him off the platforms because he, quote-unquote, advocated for violence is all fucking... Yeah, that's, that's cheeks, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's bullshit. Uh, but like you said, Clem, we'll have to wait and see if he actually does get reinstated. Yeah, we'll have to revisit that. And we'll talk about it when they do it. Right. You know what I mean? And see what's the pros and cons and how long did it take them and 
the reasonings behind it. I am more curious to see it. Like, uh, probably a bunch of other people. I'm more curious to see, because he's back on Twitter already. That's I, Elon Musk. That's Elon Musk, right. But I, I want him to tweet something. I like, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. You know uh, see how, how hard his grasp still is on right. social media. How far his reach still goes. Specifically with the tweets, dude. He was ripping the tweets. Dude, that was his fucking platform. Mm-hmm. That's how, like you said, that's how he fucking made his way to president. And he would roast people at like four in the morning. Like Rosie, like Rosie O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That oh, shit's great, dude. And the other people he was debating. Like Jake like, Bush. Would you ever root for Rand Paul? You gotta be smoking crack. Right. Yeah, like shit like that. He was a nut, dude. His it, biggest, that was his biggest strength is what won the election is like the way he talks to people, but it was also his biggest weakness. Well, it turns like, a lot of people off. It turns a lot of people off, but I think we need more of that, bro. P- the 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 run of the mill politician of like they just say what they got to say to just get to where they got to go is bullshit anymore. We need people to tell it how it is. Absolutely, and that's what Trump was good at. And people aren't ready for that sort of approach. But that's why we've become so soft as a fucking country, dude. Is because we need everything to be sugar coated for us. Not not me. I, I want to be told how things are. And yeah, shoot me straight. Shoot me straight. For Stop. sure. Yeah, I'm not a child. Yeah, exactly. You shoot know what I mean? Shoot me straight. How ba- big is this problem? And what do we got to do to fix it? Right. More importantly. And that's wh- that's why Trump got into where he got into. And plus, too, Hillary Clinton was a fucking degenerate as well. Yeah, well, know? she's just another pawn in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. You know, and, and, and Trump, and, you know, he, he's got his issues, but at the end of the day... You know, he was uh, doing better than where we're at now. Uh, I, I didn't think it would happen this rapidly, but that's where we're at. It's facts. Well, like we were talking about earlier with the whole Andrew Tate thing, bro. They they made Trump, you know, they tried to throw him off these platforms and, and paint him. You're just making a monster now. You're, yeah. A you're, popular monster. I'm a popular. Wait, hold on. Check, check this out. Check this out. Ready? That was a great reference. I'm a popular, popular monster. Oh, shit, dude. It's just like the recording. (laughs) Your new mixer is dope. It's the best. You could just change shit on the fly like that. Fucking motherfucker. Wow, dude. If you want it, you could do it to me, too. I don't think so. No, just yours. Get a try. Yo, 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 yo. No. Just no, just me. Just me, you motherfucker. I'm just a plain Jane. Plain Jane, little bitch. Yeah, that sounds really good, dude. Wow, you got a vocal processor in your mixing unit, dude. That's awesome. Or oh, the little whiskey ginger shot there, and on the sneak, sneak. No, on the real, on the fucking, on the fly, dude. Ripping uh, those. I mean, dude, uh, today's show has been pretty fucking solid so oh, far. We're I mean, moving, dude. I see. I mean, there, there's been a uh, a lot of people in the chat. Uh, not so much engagement today, though, which is I mean, we're missing out on Mr. Lee. It's Mr. West, but we call him Mr. Lee now. Koala. Anton, Koala. A lot of people are not with us today. Maybe. I mean, it is Saturday, but uh, hopefully they uh, tune in uh, soon here. But if not, hey, we're still going to put on a show. The oh, show must still, go on. We still out here, boy. Uh, all right, let's move on, Clem. Um, this is a video. Uh, let's see how many stories, and we got our pot. Okay, so we have this story, and then uh, should we do the Tim Allen thing? 
maybe we do the Tim Allen thing. Let's see how long this story takes us. So uh, this story has been pretty big. We were talking about gymfluencers earlier on in the show. We have a gymfluencer uh, female here, and she's going to report. Uh, she's doing a TikTok video uh, for her audience, and she's going to make it seem like this guy uh, at the gym was stalking her. Um, but that's when people watch this video back, they called the bullshit. Uh, they called the bullshit out essentially and said like, yo, she, he wasn't stalking you. He was just trying to use the equipment that you were fucking hogging. So I wanted to get your take on this situation to see, uh, what your thoughts were. Uh, was this guy being a creep? Was she being, uh, was she in the right here? Uh, so I, we, we're going to break all this down here and more. So this tweet and, and this video has since been deleted from Twitter, but the tweet I had to find, this is from Joey Swole. Women uh, are harassed in gyms, and it needs to stop, but you are not one of them. And uh, an act of kindness or glance does not make you a victim. So Joey Swall seems to be on the guy's side here. So let's watch. This video's been making the rounds. It's got 15 million views on Twitter, which is remarkable. And uh, let, let's see what happens. How to not approach girls at the gym. So we have this chick... At the gym, and this guy in the background, who at first glance does look like a fucking creep, right? I mean, I'm just going to call it how it is. It looks like a little bit of a creep, but he's not stalking her. And I think that's the biggest point to take away. So let's just keep watching. Feral, 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 feral like fucking feral. Let's watch. So she's putting, uh, you don't have to do that. It's okay. Text on no, the no, screen. It's okay. I got it. Thank you though. So it says, this is why I don't uh, want kids. Natural selection better take the weirdos out, which I do agree with, but I don't think that's the case here. He's going to jail for staring at an underage 21 year old. Well, that's not underage, sweetheart. Underage would be 18 and less, right? 21 is of age. You think, I feel like she's just trolling us, bro. An underage 20 year old. 21. 21 year old? See what I mean? Alright, here we go. I just want to share my perspective on this video. So he's and then he's gonna share his perspective, which we're not curious to see. But Clem, did you think in any way, uh, shape, or form that that guy was creeping on that uh female? It all looked like he was just waiting to use the equipment and then he grabbed the cleansing wipe. Like, I don't, he didn't say anything weird, or he wasn't really staring at her. It looked like he was looking at the camera, not her. Yeah. What do you think? All right. Um, I just want to go back to the Yeah, video. let's break it down again. I mean, I didn't see anything out of the usual here. This is how to not approach girls at the gym. she's reaching because she knows by making this, this is like an exploitative TikTok, that this will get 15 million views. So she's clout chasing. She's reaching, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So it says, I hesitate to grab my weight because of him standing directly in front of me made me extremely uncomfortable. You don't have to do that. It's okay. 
No, no, it's okay. I got it. Thank you, though. See what I mean? All right, here we go. I See, and this is the problem, I think, with the feminist movement and the fucking cancel culture and women power. And this is where Andrew Tate has a lot of, you know, uh, merit in his argument. You know, just because this, you know, fucking dumbass bitch feels a little uncomfortable about somebody standing over her. You're at the gym, lady. This isn't your house, right? Uh, this guy wants to use a weight that you're currently using, and he's glancing over periodically to see if you're done and so just because he's doing that makes him a fucking creep right yeah it's, like, it's not right reach it's well it's not right either to make it's almost making light of people that are really victims to sexual like assault and stalkers you right. know what i'm saying like oh, yeah that's not okay like it's almost like the well in this case it's the girl who cried wolf but it's like you're doing that you're like your basis for doing that is fucking tiktok clout like, bro, come on. Like, you, you're, first of all, you're a woman. So, it, all you need to do is you just put the camera on your fucking self and you're going to get views anyway. Right. So, why go out of your way to reach like that and belittle people? I mean, if anything, all it does is hurt. It makes you look like a shitty fucking person. Right. You know what I mean? And if you're that uncomfortable and this is all real, which I really don't think so, but if it is, like, grow the fuck up, you know? I agree. And it's not to take away from anyone, like, that, because there are some fucking creeps out there, but not every guy is looking at you like a sexual object. Well, that that's conceded from her part of, or her point of view, right? She's she's thinking just because this guy is working right, out. Right, like, how much ego do you have that, right. like, you're, you know, I understand it's something that you go through a lot, and there is creepers out there, but you can't judge a whole species Based on the acts of a couple. You well, know what I mean? Well, Just because you had get. that experience before doesn't mean every guy's like that. That's what we get, though. We, we get videos like this, and then now all the women in the comments that have no life experience, that have never been outside their fucking town, they're going to claim that this guy's a fucking creep, and that now it puts uh, all yeah, it's guys... It's gang mob mentality. And, and it puts all guys under the umbrella as fucking weirdo, creep, stalker, scumbags. And it's like... That's not the case, man. And that's not the case in this video. Like, yeah, no, leave that where it lies. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Dig and, your own grave. If guys are creepers, they deserve to be put in the doghouse. But if they didn't do nothing, you know what I mean? I draw the line at looking. Like, you, could, if you look at someone, it's not, you're not sexualizing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just happen to cross. Like, if you're, if you're gawking and staring, like, that's yeah, different. that's different. Yeah. But if you just glance at somebody it doesn't mean you're trying to look at like undressing them with your eyes like right. that's fucking bullshit right you know what i mean and you know the you mentioned something earlier where it's like the issue with what i have with this whole video is that she put this on tiktok so this is for clout clout there's, and reach for views yeah there's so there's an underlying fucking agenda here at play but that's not that's going to get misconstrued because the average person doesn't think about that because they see this video they see what she's posting they're like oh my god there's drama right it's drama yeah, there's a beef not a beef but it's like this is a yeah, a counter conflict conflict yeah. exactly and and they're automatically going to side with the girl and you know that's a lot you know that's where I do agree with Andrew Tate uh, in a lot of instances where you know he makes uh, points that you know kind of are spot on to this it's like you know, not that not to take away and discredit what's going on, um, you know, with women empowerment and fucking, you know, uh, guys actually being creeps. But that's not it. 
Yeah, that's no, no, not no. it. And then her putting that on blast is wrong for people that really have to worry about sexual assault. You know what I mean? It makes their problems seem it's belittles their problems and it shouldn't victims and their issues should be paramount bro like that's no fucking joke you know what i'm saying agreed and it's really important like those movements like the feminism movement the me too movement but when you get shit like this it starts to it's we're like winding the clock back and it gets skewed because of clout dude and again it's like everything bro it's it's kind of disgusting when you really think it really is dude anything for the views dude and yeah it's like have a little artist integrity you know what i'm saying like you don't just put something out there because you know it'll get clicks and you're not doing yourself like have a little dignity yes you know what i mean like worth but it goes back to people don't have class anymore you know we were just saying that on two segments ago just there is no it's a classless society yeah and the introduction of clout and influencers dude i has just drilled the nail in that coffin yeah you know now even women are doing it like that's so bad like they're supposed to be like Less trashy than men, and it's gotten to the point where we're just equal now. It's pretty much pretty sad, yeah. you, you know. Yeah. Like that's that's what we have to look forward to in this life of influencership. But I will stick by my morals, and this probably won't help us get any views. But I will have class. Well, you have to, man, because people and I, artist integrity. I feel like people have. Uh, a good nose for sniffing out the bullshit. The bullshit, right. And when you're not authentic, like this chick here, people could see right through it. Now, you will have people that jump all over it and take your side and call that guy fucking every name in the book, right? But at the end of the day, bro, that's not going to last her long. Like, that shtick won't get her far, you know? Uh, when you're real, when you're authentic, and you just come on here and you shoot the shit, and you're, and you're truthful to who you are, and then truthful with your audience, that'll fucking carry so much weight. Oh, sure. And that'll, you know... And you resonate with people exactly. for who you really are. Because the normal person, bro, like the incels, they'll relate to that kind of shit, right? And they'll... they'll they're trying to simp and trying to fucking get pussy from her, and an off chance they meet her one day and they could fucking score. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's so why they're, they're like, agreeing he's such with a weirdo. Her. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the only reason why they agree with her. But you know, if you want to, if you want to do this for a living and and put video uh, put videos out for a living and make this a career uh, path for yourself, you don't be little victims on your way there. And that's what she's doing now. With whether she's doing that consciously or not is a different uh, argument, but. The fact is, that is what she's doing. That's what she's doing. Yeah. At the end of the day, and it's her own ego. If, if it's not that, it's her own ego that right. makes... Why are you so important that everyone's creeping on you? Exactly. You're yeah, not. What makes you so special? You're in a public fucking gym. Right. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like your home. Yeah, it's not like, dude, if, if he went up and started, like, macking on her, like, hey, baby, what you doing after this? Let me take you out to dinner. Right. Then it would be like, all right, like, ugh, you got a little cool problem. Dumper. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't that. He was. Just, he grabbed a fucking... <laughs> Tally wipe. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I call bullshit on that. Call him bullshit, Al. All right. Flag on the play. All right. Uh, so we have uh, a couple uh, more clips, and then we're going to head over to break here. So we're going to have a little recap over the Steven Crowder, Tim Pool. We have some Sam Tripoli. We have some Bill Maher. And then we have an update on Chris D'Elia. And then we are going to uh, our first break. 
And uh, then we're going to come back with our This Week in Shab. We have some Double Dose of Burke Kreischer. We have some Your Mom's House. So we still have a lot to get to on today's program. But we're going to start off by recapping uh, the Steven Crowder, Tim Pool interview from this past week. Now, Clem, have you seen any Tim Pool, Steven Crowder at all? Have you been following the Crowder uh, saga? A little bit. What, the, what the, Do you have any thoughts, analysis, breakdowns uh, off rip? or? I mean, the only thing that I'm thinking, dude, is that it's a boat. This is a mutual party publicity stunt. Daily Wire and Crowder. And Crowder, right. yeah. I feel like they're already rubbing each other's backs by it, it helps Crowder and his fans, and it all helps the Daily Wire stay in the spotlight too. So it's a perfect collaborative marriage between two. You know, it's a classic. We have a beef drama, right? And this is we're watching it unfold, and people are hanging on, clinging to every single detail, and they got to take a side. Yeah, you have to. They force you to choose. Yes. Exactly. Uh, so we have Steven Crowder. Uh, that you know, we we I was on air Monday covering breaking this down a little bit. Um, kind of live reacting, and it, it's a little uh, out of sorts for us. We don't really uh, live live react, but uh, I knew that Crowder and Tim Pool or Crowder was going to be on Tim Pool on Monday, so I figured it would be very suiting for me to hit the live button and break it down. So I was kind of. Just taking it all in uh, as it was coming, and I was like fucking eight gentlemen, jo- uh, gentlemen Jack shots in. Uh, so, it, it, but it was a fun time nonetheless, man. Uh, we had a lot of people in the chat, a lot of engagement, so it was fun. But watching this back more and watching this unfold, uh, you know, it, it leaves a stale taste in my mouth, and I, I feel like, you know, if Crowder and we were posting videos about Crowder, dude, months ago. Oh, how, yeah. How, we were quick on it. Very quick on it, dude. It, how Crowder isn't that funny. Uh, how Crowder pretty much is a grifter. Uh, Crowder, you know, uh, is a liar, really, when it comes down to it at the end of the day. And not to mention that Crowder does a fuck ton of Adderall. Oh, yeah, dude. He goes on Tim Pool, bro. The guy looks like shit. First of all, I mean, that that's my... He's, like, sweating and fucking everything else. Pale as a ghost. Yeah, flush in the face, yeah. Flush. Uh, his hair looks fucking not... Disheveled. Disheveled, greasy, doesn't look like he showered in about fucking four weeks. Doesn't look like he slept in fucking two weeks. But he goes on Tim Pool, and a lot of people are, are calling out the fact that this whole thing is a giant grift in order to convert his... Uh, well, he's trying to... Uh, because... When he left the Blaze, when Crowder left the Blaze TV, uh, he didn't was denied access to his email list. So he didn't have anybody uh, essentially there to sign up for his new quote-unquote mug club. So he had to figure out a way, Crowder, to, uh, you know, uh, I guess uh, convert people that weren't or that was already on the mug club and that uh, that weren't already on the mug club to go over to the mug club. So he goes on Tim Pool after Candace Owens was on Tim Pool. We covered that last week, and Candace fucking just shit on Crowder all over. I mean, that was bad. That was like a fucking crime scene that we watched. Candace Owens on Tim Pool. She was calling him a bitch, a scumbag, a grifter, a liar, a child fucking movie actor. Like, she was going after him, dude. Yeah, she she really went after him hard, bro. And, and that's not saying that I'm a Candace Owens fan, but that's just calling a spade. No, a spade. she's ruthless, dude. Right. And I think you've seen that from the clip. Right. 
So, uh, but a lot of people are calling out Crowder for just being a uh, run of your mill fucking say what I got to say, do what I got to do in order to collect my next dollar. Oh, no. And that's, look, again, I will always say this, man. There's nothing wrong with making a buck in this business, right? That's the ultimate goal for us. Like, we want to be monetized and make money here, but I'm not going to, uh, you know, corrupt my moral value system to say what I got to say, do what I got to do to make the money. Yeah, you know well, I mean? then you lose all credibility for your for the future. No like, one's going to – if you're you're selling out at that point. Exactly. To information. Exactly. Like, dude, how you got to be spineless to do that. But that's what we watch on a daily basis, bro, is we watch people sell out. They sell out. They do what they got to do, and they make millions of dollars doing it. And you know what fucks over the most? Fucks over their fans. Oh, sure. They disregard the people that got them uh, got them there in the first place. They cast them for the, aside. For the almighty dollar. For the almighty dollar, dude. Yes. Uh, so that's a lot. That That's pretty much what Steven Crowder is doing. I mean, he's completely, uh, you know, corrupting his moral value system, you know, uh, and just going to do and say what people Yeah, he's another, re- he's a rebel, clearly, going against the grain. Yeah. He's fuck. like John Wayne, dude. He's a cowboy. And I'm Johnny Carson. And he's wanted dead or alive. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck out of here with all that shit. Yeah, it's Crowder. Come on, dude. Uh, so we're going to watch a clip. There's three clips. They're short. But uh, it's pretty much just... It's the three most highlighted clips from the Tim Pool interview. And now, if you guys know anything about Tim Pool, you know that he's a fence-sitting, milk-toast, fucking run-of-the-mill guy who's not going to push back on anything. He's just going to let you come on and say what you want to say. If he likes you, right? Because we have watched him pull push back, but that's only against like left-leaning people. Right, his rivals. His rivals. His political rivals. Quote-unquote, right? So, but when he likes you, like Crowder, like Candace Owens, like, um, who's the chick who's really in the news uh, this week? Fucking um, Elijah Blue, she was on... And no pushback from Tim Pool. He just lets them say and do what they want to say and do, right? So that's pretty much what he did with Crowder. He he let him come on. He let Crowder fucking... Pretty much what we watch is a two-hour fucking ad from Mug Club. And that's fucking despicable. It's fucking the worst, bro. That's what I hate the most. That's the sellout shit. It's because you're watching somebody who is apparently telling you that they're fighting for quote-unquote free speech and everything that America represents, right? But they're doing something completely different behind the scenes. Yeah, no, that's that hypocritical bullshit. And, but we watch that fucking, dude, 90% of the people we watch on YouTube, that's what it is. Oh, everyone does it. They, like, they will legitimately lie right to your face. Oh, I know. I don't understand how other people don't see through it. I think more people are, are, are coming along. They're opening their eyes. They Maybe they didn't know about it before or just they're really naive. Maybe there's some of that. Maybe they just really like the guy that they're watching that they re- – because, like, a lot of people that we watch, bro, like Crowder, Joe Rogan, Brendan Schaub, fucking Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, to, to, to a lot of people – these guys are like idols, right? They're like, they're gods. Like, it's like who they go to in quote unquote, like their dark times in their lives, or they, they look for, uh, they look to them for motivational purposes. You know what I mean? Like they, they watch these guys and they think whatever they're saying is gospel. And they think on an off chance, maybe that one day 
themselves, you know, whoever it is, Bill fucking from South Carolina is going to hang out with Steven Crowder, right? So they have to defend him as such. Right, pipe dreaming. They're pipe dreaming. And it's like, guys, you know, get a fucking friend. Wake the fuck up. Wake up. Get a friend in real life. Crowder isn't your friend. Tom Segura isn't your friend. Burt Kreischer isn't your friend. These are guys on the internet making money. And that's what it is. Absolutely. There's no fucking in between. Yeah, their their fanhood is superseding their logic. It gets skewed. And, and it gets skewed, yes. exactly, bro, and biased. Like, you're, all right, so now you're taking the side of someone you don't even know because you feel like you're their fan and letting it block you from reality and from the real point of view to the truth of things. And I think that's what gets swept under the rug is the real truth behind people's motives, you right. know? You know how I know this, Al, to be true? You know how I know this? How? Back when I was first started watching YouTube and influencers and the people like Crowder and Rogan and all these people, I fell into this trap myself. I was like, you know, uh, this YouTube fucking podcast world is fucking pretty dope, man. Like you got these guys and, you know, they're on every week and, and they're saying some good shit. They're saying some sh- uh, some shit that re- uh, resonates with me and I relate to a lot of the things and hell, like I might even gone through some of the things that they've gone through. So... Uh, you know, with that being said, uh, you know, I like them. You know what I mean? I, I really liked a lot of these guys five, six, seven years ago. But then you watch them time after time after time, and you realize no lot, substance. There's no substance, and there's no original thoughts. Nothing. Nothing. There's nothing. Exactly. They're just saying either whatever's hip and trendy or whatever's getting them paid. Yes, dude. And that's it. Yes, and half of the time it's their following is built not even on how good or bad of creators or podcasters or whatever the fuck. It's it's all based on something prior. All the biggest podcasters have followings from something else. Comedy, yes, movies, right, right. whatever, social media, whatever Fill it might be. Blind. No one started a podcast and didn't have any basis before. And it blew the fuck up. Right. Everybody was already established, right. you know? So, and that's where we're at. Yeah, dude. It's uh, it's pretty bizarre, dude. And I think that was on full display here when we watched Crowder go on Tim Pool. Now, I, I, I need people to be able to distinguish and, and separate Crowder and, like, Crowder being a businessman and Crowder's political views. Because a lot of people gravitate to Crowder's political views They'll uh they'll agree with Crowder's political views, so therefore Crowder is a good guy. He's a saint. So I, I need people to wake up, shake their head around, do what you gotta do. Smash your head against the wall. A few times, right? And <laughs> wake and, up. And, and, and wake up. <laughs> wake up. Love system from down. Wake up! <laughs> yeah! Wake up! You want to? I need people to really understand this. Separate the guy and their political views and their belief systems. Separate that from who you are as a person. Because chances are, if you're watching them on YouTube or Spotify or Twitch. They're or just TikTok, telling you what you want to hear. They're just saying what they got to say and telling you what you want to hear. Exactly, bro. I mean, it's not that hard of an equation, bro. No, but people, I think, are seeking 
what they're looking out for, yes. what they want to hear to feel a certain type of way. Validation. Because they get validation and instant gratification. Confirmation bias. And that's all these things. The problem is with people today, I feel like everything is instant gratification, the palm in your hand, right here, right yes. now. Yes. And you just need someone uh, there to uh, confirm what you believe already, or you know maybe you might be on the fence with something, but you, you see someone with crowd like Crowder with six million viewer uh, you know subs on YouTube, and well, he yeah said, I identify with this guy, and then you're like yo that's my fucking man I will go to fucking war for Stephen Crowder. It's like dude Crowder again, and a lot of people it's not just Crowder but Crowder I'm just using him him as an example but Crowder could give two shits if you die tomorrow i know that might be shocking for some people i mo- i know that might be fucking heartbreaking and insensitive to say but he could give two fucks no bro, bro. he's just concerned about the commas on his paycheck that's it yes, dude yes extending them that's all I, I, my bad. I went on off a little tangent but that shit pisses me off no bro. it's you're 100 percent spot on it's like about because it. I, I don't corrupt what I fucking believe in and my moral values. No way, dude. dude. And, and you couldn't put a dollar amount on that. Exactly. Any to, to make you do it. You know what I mean? You're going to say what the fuck you feel and what you want to say and not hold anything back. Exactly. It's the whole point of this podcast. And I, I find it more, um, uh, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I, I just find it more. Um, it's like distasteful. Well, sure, it's distasteful. But I. I find it more, I guess, validating if someone comes on a pod or comes on the internet in any form or fashion, doesn't have to be a podcast, and they don't have donors or contracts or this, that, and the third, and they're just, they made it independently. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah, dude. They're, they're like solely viewer funded. Like well, that's they got to bring some kind of value to the table then. Well, sure. Or realness. Right. But at the end of the day, they're viewer funded completely. Like, they, like you know, Crowder, like, he'll tell you he's Mr. Free Speech, he's Mr. Independent, this, that, and the third. Yeah, but he got put on by the Daily Wire. Well, well this time. But he was on by the Blaze. He, he was contracted through the Blaze. He was contracted through uh, CRTV. And uh, there was another media conglomerate uh, that he was signed to in the in the early days of Crowder. But he got big when he got with the Daily Wire. Well, he never signed with the Daily Wire. That was the whole feud. It was the Blaze. Oh, the Blaze. Okay. That's where he kind of, yeah, he blew up with the Blaze. But, um, yeah, so it's just, you know, there's never been a time in Crowder's life where he's been solely independent. It's always been with the backing of big donors. Sure. So you take that away, and then who is Crowder? He's just some fucking jerk off exactly. in a basement. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, uh, we're going to watch some of this temple. I, I got off on a huge rant, but I feel like that needed to be said. Man. Absolutely. Well said, too. Thank you. Um, so let's watch. Uh, this is from uh, Viva Frey on Twitter. And this is uh, what at Steven Crowder is admitting to here is that he got a call from YouTube telling him to stop selling a specific shirt in a mystery box off uh off platform so youtube calls steven crowder they're like yo crowder you know you're selling a mystery box to your fans but you have to take one item out where we don't like the thing you're selling here so this is crowder abiding by big tech everything that he claims to be fighting he's abiding by in this fucking uh clip right here that we're gonna watch and it says uh and then he agreed to do that to uh pacify youtube and he's calling at real daily wire the big con question mark sunlight is the greatest disinfectant so you can see how this is very contradictory if you're Crowder. 
That's like saying, oh, man, these big tech platforms, man, I'll never listen to them. I'm a rebel. I'll go against the grain. But then they ask you to do something, then you do it. And he's jumping to it. Well, that's very hypocritical of you, Crowder. Of course. Well, he just is a sheep. And he's following the dollar. That's his his ultimatum. That's it. Yeah. I mean, so fucking obvious. when you get coming back to you time and time again, you know, if you did what company X... If you did what company, meaning big conservative companies who have meetings with them, is if you did that, we might be able to get you remonetized or at least not suspended. And that's what, I mean, this is the thing. Is there any examples you could give us about key issues uh, specifically about that? Yeah, anything relating, you know, back in the day uh, on trans issues. You know, for example, we had a character like we did for a long time long time uh, Trenny Bain was a character that we did it was Bain Dark Knight series and the whole idea was an uprising you know Arkham Asylum against YouTube they said you can't do that anymore um, there was one where they said you can't sell off site the socialism shirt that we had which wasn't even on YouTube uh, oh yeah the, 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 yeah. the socialism for fig shirt you don't want to know the funny story this about that I've never seen John laugh so hard was we started selling on the website. Because it's socialism is for figs. It's a plan where you may not like it, but people also need to know Che Guevara executed gays, right? This is a guy, if when you wear a Che Guevara shirt, you're wearing a Hitler who was uh, less successful in being charismatic and duping people. Not saying Hitler was successful. I'm saying he was a genocidal maniac. So, of course, we're mocking him. YouTube says, well, you can't do that. That shirt is hate speech. It's off the platform. So what we ended up selling at the uh, Crowder shop was a mystery box. <laughs> and I get a call yeah, from one of the most free. senior executives at YouTube, <laughs> and I go, "What? They go, we know what's in the box." <laughs> and I was like, "I'm thinking someone in Silicon Valley is opening it, like." Fah! And uh, so we stopped selling, but that's something that's completely off the platform. So they stopped selling it. Well, I thought you were Mr. Free Speech, and you didn't care what big tech had to say, bro. You were just going to do Mr. Independent things because you're Mr. fucking, uh, you know, uh, Uncle Sam, dude. You're, you're the fucking, uh, what's, who's the fucking guy you ride on the horseback? Fucking Parveer. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Captain America. No, but isn't that ridiculous, bro? He's going to try to fool his audience in telling them that, uh, you know, I, I will do and I'll go against the green and I'll say fucking everything. Yeah, but that- I'm going to fall in line over a t-shirt. Over a t-shirt. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, dude. How, what a poser. Honestly, poser. So that's one instance. And and keep in mind, you notice his appearance, dude? Looks like a guy who hasn't bro, slept in three days. Bro, he was speeding on... 150 milligrams of Addy, easily. I think that was uh, a, a question. Or some blow. I, I, a question. I well, he he has been um, outed, not outed, but he's he's admitted, admitted himself to ADHD to taking Adderall and Addy's. Yeah, so I posted. Well, I mean, it's pretty fucking obvious. I posed this question on Monday. I was like, over under the uh, amount of milligrams Crowder was on, 90 or more or less. Over. Over. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. dude. Way. I'd say at least like 250. Well, so it started with 150, and then it went to 250. It trickled up, dude. Well, because I factored in his tolerance. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can't forget about that. Dude, he's zinging, dude. Uh, let's watch another clip from uh, the Tim Pool Crowder uh, saga. Uh, it says, uh, this is from Jack Posobiec. Now, Jack Posobiec is a uh, political commentator. He does his own show. And it was pretty cool because uh, he, he retweeted you, right? He retweeted, yeah, yeah. So that was that happened last week. So that was a pretty cool moment. It actually blew my Twitter video up from like it was at like 10k, and now it's like at a half a million views. Holy shit, it's pretty dope. Uh, so, but anyway, this is uh, Jack Posobiec tweets. Deception tells like crazy in this clip. Body language is off the charts. All right, so let's see what this clip has to offer. Again, this is Crowder on Tim Pool from this past Monday. Let's check it out. Like the finance. Yeah. Let's go to the top. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you this. 
if someone publicly was going, and by the way, I'm not going to be doing the personal stuff. I'm not going to be coming in here calling anybody a bitch, right? Sending out hatchet people. Fucking um, bitch. I understand why Candace was mad. Honestly, I understand. I understand why she was. I, so he, he's referring obviously to Candace Owens. Sure. Candace Owens calling him a bitch. Like calling four times she said it. And he just said, "There, I'm not going to come on here and you know call anyone a bitch or you know try to you know attack their character in any sense of the imagination." But watch what he oh, does. What a good guy. It's very passive aggressive what he does here in this clip. Check this out. I'd probably be mad too. So um, I don't. I don't think it gives you an excuse to go and talk the way like every girl does who gets their husband into a fight at a bar. But I understand why she was upset. Um, if you had the ability, if someone's going out saying, hey, you're a, you're a difficult person who only cares about the money and uh, that you're a bitch and, and you had the opportunity to clear it in because it was verifiably untrue, which now no one is arguing, would you do it? Would you, how else do, would people switch from it was about a $50 million salary to, oh, recording a phone call? Does James... Do we allow it when James O'Keefe does it? Is it? No, but that's different. What James O'Keefe and Project Veritas does, they go undercover, they uh, film people incriminating themselves, and then they, uh, you know, bring it on as an expose piece on YouTube. Okay, this is supposed to that's be not what he did, in party, like they're on the same team, and he's going behind their back. And recorded the phone and call. And recorded it, exactly. Bro, I don't know how many times, you know, you had a disagreement with somebody, but did you, if you had a disagreement with somebody... Would you ever record their phone no, call? No, because I'm not a weirdo, bro. I could settle my differences like an adult. I don't need to blackmail people and use shit against them. That's right. craziness, dude. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. That's insane, bro. Yeah. Look, at he don't There's even realize what planet he's on, dude. He looks like he's d d dunce in the skull. <gasps> I will say, I will say, though, knowing that Crowder was a child actor, I will say Crowder is good. Like I, I could see why people are fooled by him specifically. Like, yeah, 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 he knows how to fucking. He can push those buttons too. Well, he can push the buttons. He sells it. He sells it good. But he's a fucking idiot. He's a fraud. You could see it. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. Let's watch the rest of this clip, and then we have one more from Tim Pool and Crowder. Side of the left, and here's the issue: is I'll tell you who this hurts. The dishonesty. I'm not just saying Daily Wire. This is really this is about the entire movement as a whole. There are a lot of practices that go on, and it hurts the sponsors, hurts the creators. Hurts the viewers, hurts the investors, and by investors with us, you know, it's entirely mug club. It's people who pay to subscribe. We don't make a dime off of YouTube. We haven't for many years. And it hurts what I, if, if you believe what we say, we believe the movement in the country as a whole. So that right there. The movement of the country. Bro, I didn't, I, he wasn't at January 6th. So what are you really fighting for, bro? Like, you know what I mean? You're not on the front lines of anything, Crowder. What is, yeah, he, yeah, dude, he's just filling up political nonsense trying to garner clicks and i would be willing to bet some money he just said we made no revenue from youtube i would like to fact check that well they are demonetized on youtube that that that's fact but they were like it was an off and on sort of thing like they would be demonetized and they would be monetized for a couple months and then youtube would take them off again right but so for now they're not monetized for now. yeah well okay all right, uh, one more clip from the Crowder Tim Pool saga, and uh, this is Crowder said there was no counter offer, but his agent may have asked for more money. Right, because an agent isn't acting on your behalf. R.I.P. to the Simps who fell for this. And this is from uh, Mike Cernovich over on Twitter. I like Mike Cernovich. He calls it how it is. So Crowder, uh, one of his main arguments was. I never made a counter argument, uh, a counter offer to the Daily Wire. The Daily, Daily Wire offered uh, Stephen Crowder fifty million dollars over four years, with an option to extend him. I think for another what was it, uh, twenty five or so for two. 
So it was $75 million in total for six years. Someone who is a political commentator on social media. First of all, you should never be making that kind of money if you're a political commentator on the internet. Like, that's insane. Yeah, it's like NFL quarterback money. Right. <laughs> for six years. It's like uh, Lamar Jackson. So the whole discrepancy on this clip was Crowder claimed that there was no counteroffer. But we later find out that his lawyer made a counteroffer of $140 million. What? So, uh, for Crowder to say there was no counteroffer, but... Yeah, all right. He's just jamming lies down our throat at this lies, point. Lies, dude, exactly. Lies and deception. Uh, because your lawyer does act on the behalf of you, right? Uh, yeah, your best interest. And your lawyer isn't going to make a counteroffer without your consent. Consent, right. Right, so... Uh, or knowledge, at least. Lies, dude. Lies on lies on lies. No, and none of these guys called him out on it. None, dude. Tim Pool didn't say anything. Wow, dude. I'm su that surprises me because he strike. Well, actually, he doesn't strike me as someone that would stand up <laughs> no, for anything. He's but the worst... He's actually worse than Crowder, right? Because we all know Tim Pool, and this is like a personal thing I have with Tim Pool, and I think a lot of people do as well on the internet, but Tim Pool is bald, right? He's completely bald, but he wears a beanie to cover up his appearance. It's like, bro, we know you're bald. Take the Just beanie take off. the fucking beanie off. Take the beanie Stop off. Stop hiding, bro. Right. Yeah. It's it's like, come on, dude. The, the, yeah, now he looks like a, a shell of a man. Like He is a shell of a man. Yeah. Like, who is sold out to the money. He, he's got no spirit or truth. Yeah, Clem, like he doesn't stand up for anything. Clem, if I ever sell out, dude, you have my permission. I'm going to dropkick you. No, don't dropkick me. You have my permission to take me outside, take me in the back, like old Yeller, and fucking shoot me in the head, dude. So be it. I don't think I could ever shoot you. I'll slap you, though, and try to get you... Back on the right side. A slap boxing compo? I can't shoot you, though. Yeah, I'll slap box you, though. Get the cocaine out and put it on my fingers, dude. Let's go. I, do you have my permission to shoot me in the fucking face, dude? All right? I, all right. You, you know what? You can return the favor if I ever sell out. I will. But we're not going to, bro, because we hold these truths to be self-evident, motherfucker. Sound like an AA slogan right there. <laughs> no, that's, that's actually the... Uh, that's like some political jargon. Well... The tomato, declaration, tomato, right? sir. Tomato, tomato. All right, let's watch this. Uh, this is Crowder's uh, exclaiming that he had no knowledge of uh, a, a counteroffer that was in the works. But Yeah, all right, yeah. dude. Uh, we, we come to know now that's bullshit. Let's watch. I'm, I'm on your side on this one. I, everybody can know my bias. The reason that really bothered me is because I run a company. I know how much money we make. And there are people who yeah. assume that revenue equals money in your pocket profit. And it's like, no, 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 no. If they're giving him $50 million, it sounds so wonderful. They're assuming to you. you're dumb. They're, they're treating the audience like they're dumb. Again, well, no, I no, no. a lot of people don't, no, but he, no, but don't understand thing. this. People don't understand because they're assuming that you won't go and do research. Look, $50 million basketball money versus $12 million. If, if uh, let's say Marvel says, I don't know, the new Thor movie is $200 million. Is that Hemsworth's salary? It's that simple of an analogy. Yeah. But the issue here, and I'll let Gerald kind of talk about that more. The, the issue here is like, I think that these people at Daily Wire, they've said that they're very business savvy. They're running a business. So... Are they very business savvy um, and no, are they dumb and don't know that $12.5 million a year for an entire production house is what we're actually looking at? Or are they lying when they say it's basketball money and $50 million salary? I think Candace Owens at one point got up to like 140 or something. On the, I don't, I don't so really, you said you wanted $30 right. million a year or 140 And the million. only reason people, people know that's not true, and you've seen the transcript, you ever see me once say, hey, it's about more money? There was never an offer sent after I said, look, it's a non-starter 
if you don't change these these terms and please tell me that you're not doing this with other yeah. people there was never anything after that where it was of course the non-starter is i'm not gonna i can't do five live reads because we do Can, commercials let I can't me let me, let me i just want to ask one specific yeah. question because a lot of people are bringing this up and they're accusing you guys of only exposing them after they turned down your counter offer I don't, is that true or can you add more information to that yeah, I don't know why they're saying the timeline that he kind of gave was completely inaccurate. Yeah, there was never um, there was never any counter offer from us. What Steven said was basically, look, guys, these are the terms that we have a problem with. Right. And if this I don't care what the contract says dollar wise. And I just want to make it clear. Right. The, the contract that Crowder came on air and was crying fucking poor mouth about was an, uh, it, it was a. It, it, it's a contract before I, I'm, I'm missing the word right now, but it's um, a uh, fuck, dude. What's the word? It's not the actual contract. It's the the term sheet, right? So it's this is all right, Clem. I'm gonna sign you. Uh, here's my initial fucking offer, right? Then you come back with your lawyers and your team, and you make a counter. Crowder never got to that counter because he, as soon as he seen that contract, he fucking went on YouTube and went on a rant about how big con and big tech and, uh, you know, essentially they're selling out to the fucking right. They're all in on it together. Right. But they just said it right there. They never made a counter offer, which is completely false because it is now known that Crowder had made his, his team and his lawyer, uh, his lawyers and his team made a counter offer of $140 million. I don't care how fucking good Crowder is or not, dude. No one is worth $140 million yeah, in this the business. Fuck out of here, bro. Uh, unless you're Jay Leno or Johnny Carson or Howard Stern, you don't deserve $140 million. I'm sorry. I mean, for conservative radio? I mean, dude, it's, what? It's not even radio. It's like ridiculous. It's YouTube. It's YouTube. Yeah, exactly, bro. No it's, fucking <sighs> way, bro. It aggravates me, dude. Me too. I mean, it's just like, it just sounds ridiculous to even talk about it. It's petty it's, shit. It's crazy, bro. And I, that's what makes me think that it's just an agenda to for like a publicity stunt. It is. Yeah, and, you know, and now it's like all these guys are talking about too for three weeks. Right. You know, it's, oh, well, he said, she said, blah, blah, called me a bitch. Well, you're a bitch. Without saying you're a <laughs> yeah, bitch, here's right. my, read my fucking term sheet. Like, dude, get over yourself. Right. Oh, it's cringe, actually. It's very cringe. You know? And then they're throwing all that shit in. Oh, well, we're not monetized on YouTube. So it's like, dude, shut up. Shut up. Yeah, dude. And I don't know who this guy is. He looks like fucking Poindexter. Like, we did not make changes to the term sheet. This is uh, this is Gerald A. Uh, this is Crowder's right-hand man. This would be... If I were to be on Tim Pool, this would be you, Alex. Oh, God. <laughs> don't belittle me like that. <laughs> Imagine this being Alex, though. No, fuck that, bro. This is Alex right here negotiating over our term sheet. Well, uh, John didn't say anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> Try to act like an asshole. Guy looks pissed off at the world. I made a video a couple months ago about how guys like Gerald and a lot of other Crowder's team, when Crowder walks into the office, they fucking... Praise Give him, him verbal blowjobs. Verbal blowjobs. Crowder could say fucking the sky's blue and these guys are fucking oh. laughing their ass off, dude. They're like... The sky's blue, Crowder! What a smart guy. Uh, so, but it, Crowder's not funny. I got a lot of shit for that video. Oh, man, you just don't understand the fucking what Crowder represents and what he's... Oh, man. It's like, guy, I do. 
All right, I see it all. Yeah, you don't understand what I represent, yeah. friend. I represent the dark side. <laughs> I am vengeance. I am. I am vengeance. Whoa. Yo, this guy kind of looks like Chief Hopper from Stranger Things at a glance. Hopper? Well, that's. I was like, what's going on with yeah. my voice right now? Hopper from Stranger Things? Yeah, the, the police captain. If you get drunk enough and squint your eyes, you, you think so? Yeah, I mean, like, he looks like a younger version of him. If he was a little heavier he, and without the glasses, he'd look exactly like him. Let's keep watching, guys. If these terms are in there, that's bad, and you need to start again. This right. has to be pulled out. So there was no counteroffer, because I'm seeing a lot, a lot of you guys say... There was the agent, guys- the agent, I think my agent, the first, they sent this term sheet. The agent said, well, if you're talking about 100% ownership, by the way, in perpetuity forever, meaning, and it's a six-year contract, with no option to negotiate. They have an option to extend for two years. Six years... Locked in at that rate, and again, right? How do you penalize someone <laughs> for money that they don't make? They're not going to lose money on you being demonetized. Now I get that I'm a special situation, but they said this is demanded of everybody. The big con issue is something that I've been running up against, and everyone in this industry knows for many, many years. They just were arrogant enough to out themselves and to put it in writing and to say, "We know how to run this business. We figured it out." You don't know what you're talking about. And, of course, you know, after that, uh, um, another last straw was, you know, then going and trying to take. And I have a problem, too. Anyone who comes live on air and, uh, you know, doesn't button their top two buttons on their shirt, dude, trying to show their chest hair as if, like, they're some big manly man, right? Imagine if I came on air, Clem, and I had my shirt fucking cut so you could see my chest hair. You'd be like, dude, what a fucking fucking asshole you are. What a fucking like, all right, Fabio. Yeah, Fabio. Put your fucking tits away, bro. You at least got to do the second to last. Yeah, like this this button. You have to get that one. That one you have to get. Yeah, unless unless you're going for the I'm a 70s porn star look. The top button I'm all right with because it's like you fucking choke your shit. But that one, you the second to last, second to the top, you have to get it. I shouldn't be able to see your tits. Like, almost. Yeah, no. Tits. You know your what I mean? Man, your leavage. Your leavage. Leavage. Man, look, cleavage. All right, let's keep watching. Take our, our our social media director, and I only showed you that email because he's willing for me to show you. Like, we have our people poached all the time. When you have your ideas stolen, and they put more money behind it, not just mine, when you build someone up and someone else comes in and says, hey, we'll offer you more money, they use them for six months and burn them out. I'm sure that's an accident. I'm sure the people at the top of Daily Wire didn't know when they reached out to someone who was not looking for a job, who loudly and proudly advertises himself as social media director for Ladder with Crowder. But I could tell you that on that phone call, they said, we have an entire social media department, right? I said, I have one guy, Gary, and he's awesome. A few days later. I do want to dedicate what? more time. Did Gary join Daily Wire? Well, let me, no, I, no, they came I, in and tried to hire him. So there it is, guys. Uh, Steven Crowder claiming that there was never a counteroffer yeah, right. that he was aware of, but we come to know now that there was a $140 million counteroffer. That's a big discrepancy. Why would he lie to his followers bro. because his followers allow it that's oh, why yeah well that's insulting their intelligence if i've ever seen it no it, it's not it's it's not insulting their, it, it would be insulting their intelligence if they called it out and he did it anyway but what he's doing is saying you guys are dumb i'll say what i want to say i'll do what i want to do without any pushback that's well, it shame his, on them and his fans allow it dude his fans allow yeah, this I mean, shit. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Exactly. It's one of those deals. 
Yeah, dude, it's bad. It's really bad. I think it goes back to what you said, the idolization of these fucking chachas. And it's just like any logic goes to the wayside. It's just more about, well, I look up to this guy, and I feel like we can relate on this level, so I'm just going to support it. Yeah. Well, you know, that that's a lot of what we watch today. When we get fucking pushback and people call us out and, and, and say we're idiots or fat or, you know, you're not funny or anything you like know, that's that. That's because we're getting the peel and the layers of the onion back. And we're also hitting a fucking button. We're, we're pushing, oh, we're pushing that button. Absolutely, bro. You know, so yeah, we're getting into, into the touchy zone. So that's what we want, really. You know what I mean? That when they give you that pushback, it's because they can't argue the point of what we're saying, so they have to stoop low. They, they have to come for character it, assassination. It, yeah, yeah, it's the only way to to feel like there's an advantage to be had. You know. Very interesting shit, dude. Uh, Steven Crowder on Tim Pool this past week. I didn't want to spend too much time on it because I I'd spent fucking pretty A much lot. the whole show on Monday. Right. I spent on this, but <clears throat> I'll leave it up to you, Clem. Where do you think? Crowder goes from here. Now, I said this on Monday. I said Crowder is actually going to to people's, you know, uh, people will be surprised. Crowder is actually going to probably be more, he's going to be more well off after this. Uh, whole oh, I think so. Debauchery. What we think is a debauchery is he's going to capitalize and he's going to have more Mug Club members subscribe to his Mug Club more than ever. But I'm curious to see what you have to say, Clem. Do you think he fucking blows up? Uh, and his mug club subscriptions are going to go through the roof, or do you think people are going to see through the bullshit and not subscribe and call him out? What do you think? I think people are going to see through the bullshit once this blows over with the Daily Wire thing and his cocks out of the mouth of all the supporters. I think it's going to dwindle down, and he's going to be a shit stain on the underwear of conservative media podcasting. We have Danny in the chat says uh, nine minutes with no oxygen to the brain. Yes, uh, Demar Hamlin was. Uh, you know, we talked about uh, maybe you're behind in the chat, but Demar Hamlin was brain like essentially dead on the field. Yeah, he's dead. He's fucking dead, dude. R.I.P. That's where we're at with it. I mean, well, actually, we don't want to come out and just say that he's dead. We think that he's dead, and until we see evidence that proves otherwise, like that's what we're going to continue to believe. And then he goes on to say, uh, who cares about Crowder? No, I agree with you. Not fucking me. Not me, but uh, <laughs> apparently, bro, people do care about Crowder. Like, they, like, like, like we were just kind of saying, dude, it's, he, I think he's going to be better off. He's going to be fucking richer than ever after this whole thing, bro. It, it, it's sad to fucking admit that, but it's the truth because people do care about Crowder. People love Crowder because they rep, he represents what people believe in conservatism, right? That's why I don't get in the weeds with politics. Like I, I, I believe in what I believe in, but I'm not gonna fucking spew it out online and fucking, you know what I mean? Make a big fuss out of it and then, you know, uh, essentially just sell out the big tech. And that's what we watch with. Yeah, Crowder. I mean, he's the Sick. literal example of pandering to your audience, your audience, yeah. and being dictated to what to pander for by money. I guarantee, if uh, Crowder's fans, if Crowder's fans all of a sudden have a, had a change of heart and they were all liberal. Let's just say that in a world where that was a possibility, right? I guarantee Crowder would fucking suck Hillary Clinton's fucking clitoris to gain fucking <laughs> likeness, right? I'm sure, dude. What would he not do? He's shameless. Sorry. I'm and I think that's the whole point. Like, nah, you're good. 
What is that? The Crowder alarm? Yeah. <laughs> it, it said. All right, stop. End this fucking topic. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly what it said. <laughs> move on here because again you know people are probably fucking sick of the crowder thing by now i mean this has gone over for way too long but we we just feel like it, it's you know we need to call it out because it's all bullshit yeah know? but and it's 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 time that this it stops it's gaining steam you know what i mean so it's just right. becoming a bigger topic we gotta nip it in the butt than what it should be yeah exactly. it's like fucking ridiculous bro all right we're gonna move on clem uh we're gonna go to sam tripoli this past week, our good friend Sam. Now, uh, a couple times that we covered Sam Tripoli, man, and we made clips on Sam and, uh, you know, pretty much calling him out for not being funny and just being kind of a fucking retard at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, he's weird, too. He's a very weird uh, fella. Sorry, I'm getting the whiskey coming back up on me. But uh, we got a lot of pushback on that video. Uh, we're, we're, I think it was when Sam Tripoli was on Joe Rogan. He completely bombed. We got a lot of pushback on that video. Oh, who the fuck are you guys anyway? You're just fucking this, and you're fat, and you're this, and you're that. That kind of rhymed, by the way. But, uh, you know, uh, we haven't covered Sam since. And that's not because we didn't want to. It's just because a lot of what Sam Tripley does is not interesting. It's not fun to watch. It's very fucking, it's just very lukewarm. You know, he's into conspiracies, but he's just, it's... It's very repetitive shit, dude. It's like, all right, bro, how many times can you go over the JFK assassination until you want to fucking blow yourself in the fucking, oh, shoot yourself in the head, you know what I mean? Super vague, too, and he's just pulling shit from other sources, too. It's like, dude, do you ever have an original thought? Well, that's a thing. Your own? That's a thing. And he doesn't. That's, no. That's the answer. And it's all shit that he just heard from somewhere else. He's got no research or fact behind his statements. Yeah. And he just feeds into the conspiracy of the other side. Like, oh, well, if you think it's this way, well, I'm going the other way. Right. And he leaves that argument, like, on the teeter-totter. Right. Like, we kind of – not that we do the same thing because we barely talk about conspiracies, but, like, with the DeMar Hamlin thing, we're not teeter-tottering. We're standing firm where we're fucking at. He's dead, guys. He's fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. Show me otherwise, and right. then I'll consider it. We're not, oh, but if he wasn't, then the agenda would be that this could be <laughs> right. possible. And fuck that. Show me the proof. Right. Leave it there. Uh, but So Sam Tripoli, he's notorious for that, man. Um, and like kind of what Alex said, doesn't have an original thought. Uh, and I would almost put him on the same stratosphere as Brendan Shop of funniness. He calls himself a comedian. Really not that funny. We do have a funny instance, uh, though. I know it's kind of contradictory of what I just said, but Sam Tripoli was on uh, his podcast that he does with his uh, producer, Johnny Woodard. Uh, it's called the Broken Simulation Podcast, and this was episode number 73. And Sam Tripoli is going to get face-to-face with our good friend, MGK. Clem, can you give me an MGK fucking line, Clem? Simulation just went bad. You're the best I've ever read. Wow. Hey, you never know what you're going to get on this show. That was better than MGK, though. That was fucking solid, dude. I'm I'm surprised because I'm not a fan. I think everyone knows that. How fast I was able to spit that out. Wait, dude. Hold the phone. You're not a fan of MGK. No, bro. Wow. No, he hurts my feelings, actually. When I listen to MGK, I just get sad. MGK, bro, is the fucking... He's the uh, face of a musical generation. He's the Beethoven of oh my the God. 20th century, bro. And with his pink fucking sh- 
Schlechter guitar, dude. The, dude, he shreds better than Slash. Bro. Oh. What are we talking about? Anymore? And you know what? I actually like Schechter guitars. Um, we're gonna watch though uh, on this episode of Broken Simulation, MGK and Sam Tripoli get in the confrontation. We're gonna watch Sam's breakdown and analysis of what actually happened, the behind the scenes uh, analysis, so to speak. I'm shocked that MGK was even on this podcast. No, he wasn't on the podcast. This was at a comedy show that uh, Sam threw. So this was at a comedy show. Sam Tripley had a comedy show. It's called Comedy Chaos. He brings up all these comedians on a weekly. I think it's a, uh, a weekly basis. If not, it's like once a month sort of thing. But he brings up the likes of like Whitney Cummings and Burt Kreischer. Oh, the usual suspects. Chris D'Elia and all these people. He'll bring them up. They all do comedy and they'll all go on their separate ways. But at this moment in time, MGK was in attendance because I think he got a special invite from the comedy store owner. MGK was there. MGK didn't like what Sam Tripoli had to say. So MGK is going to go out of his way. To be a heckler? Not to be a heckler, but to approach Sam Tripoli face-to-face and call him out on the bullshit. Oh, shit, dude. So that's not saying we're siding with MGK. We're not siding with Sam Tripoli. We're, we're siding with none of these fools, right? We're fucking simply pointing out the ridiculousness of this. MG, like, MGK, like how big of a fucking fool do you have to be to go and approach a comedian after the set and like get in their face and all fucking you're all mad oh, dude i'm so excited to find what is this about I'm, i can't wait well let's watch clem um so let's uh just jump to the first clip and uh this is broken simulation episode 73 15 minutes in and so this is has this is like a sidebar uh conversation uh that's doesn't have anything to do with the um mgk thing uh so this is Sam is actually going to be jealous of Chris D'Elia. Now, we all know Chris D'Elia to be a fucking creep, fucking scumbag pedophile, right? Uh, but Sam is actually going to be jealous of Chris D'Elia. And that's one of the reasons, one of the things I find repulsive about Sam Tripoli is that he sides with people like Chris D'Elia and Brian Callen. He does a podcast with Brian Callen. It's like, bro, you're going to sit there and call out cancel culture and fucking, uh, you know, Jeffrey Epstein, and you're going to call all these people out. but And your posse is a bunch of molesters. A bunch of fucking chest under the molesters. That's dude. crazy, bro. What an anomaly. It's like, so what do you stand for then? Nothing. Again, you will do anything and say anything for what, Clem? Clout. Clicks and views. And? Money. Money, 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 money. Yeah, well, so will MGK. He's fucking ruthless. He's the definition of a sellout. Yes, yeah, straight up. All right, so we'll go to 15 minutes in, and this is Sam being jealous of Sir Chris D'Elia. Now, you might be jealous of Chris D'Elia. Hi, Tom. Shut up, Sam. But you might be jealous of Chris D'Elia, but... Jealous of what? You would never admit that. His allegations? His good looks. His good looks? Dude, he looks like Jesus if he was pale. Chris D'Elia looks like fucking... Let me think of somebody... You know the kid we watched a couple weeks ago on TikTok, the fat kid, the short fat kid. Who oh does, yeah, the rapper, the, the rap dancer. Uh huh. Chris D'Elia looks like his retarded little cousin. <laughs> he does, dude. He does. He looks pasty as hell. Like, and not he don't look good. I wouldn't say Chris D'Elia is a good looking man. No, Chris D'Elia looks like. Um, let's see, what else could we do? You look like if Chris D'Elia fucking jumped out of an airplane without a parachute and hit the ground full force. That's what Chris D'Elia looks Dude, like. Dude, he lo- yeah, he looks like fucking Slenderman. 
Slenderman. You know what I mean? You know who that is? Yeah, the exactly. mythical creature? That's what Chris with Slenderman with long hair. It's what fucking Crystalia looks like the uh you know the conjuring two? The the fucking nun in the the makeup and she's like comes. Oh after yeah, the, oh Chris, <laughs> yeah, that's who Crystalia dude, looks like. Does look like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you said adrenochrome at first. I was like, yo, we're definitely doing an MGK segment, bro. Oh god. All right, let's watch uh Sam Tripley being sipping that adrenochrome. Being jealous of Crystalia. You gotta watch yourself with those cheekbones, bro. You gotta fuck it. You got you got a the symmetry. It's gonna cause you some. I problems. mean, dude, he's stunningly good looking. He's stunningly good looking. Does it does it ever bother you when uh, somebody's that good looking and they're also funny? I, I wonder how that happens. Oh, dude, I would tell you at first I was very jealous of Crystalia. Oh shit! And even though I don't, that's think- a hell of a thing to admit. I thought your biggest shtick was to fucking call out pedophiles and fucking lies in the industry. Crystalia is everything that you claim to hate. Yeah, he's talking him up. I, he's like glorifying him. That's crazy, bro. Chris is as good looking as a Matt Rife. He's still got all that action, right? Thank like, you. Chris Lee is a good looking guy. Oh, no way. Disagree. But it's like Matt Rife is stunningly good looking. Yeah, I mean, I, he must be. I, I Look him up, dude. Talking he's, about him. he's stunningly good looking. No, he's not. And the the craziest thing, he's like small town, like nice. Oh, it's annoying. Yeah, <laughs> I see. Like yeah, I'm talking about someone else, not Crystalia. Yeah, he looks like a contestant on Love Island. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, and that makes him kind of different because the original one of this was like a Dan Cook, right? And Dan Cook got all these girls to show up, and they were all smitten with. But Dane had a like a Highlander view of the world, and I like uh, full disclosure, I root for Dane right Explain now. What you mean all right, that. so that was. Uh, I just thought that was a little good opener from this Broken Simulation podcast, where Sam is admitting to he's talking him up, talking Crystalia up, a known pedophile. Right? That's crazy. I'm shocked, bro. I, I feel like this went over his head a little bit. He exposed his true feelings, and like it just came out on a whim. Like he. Probably wish he retracted that. No, I don't think you. I think you're wrong. I, you don't I, think so? I think this is actually He's sticking by it. Sticking by it, bro. Wow. You, you don't just admit that's this on a podcast. That's even that, worse. That's like a, a, admitting, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Osama bin Laden and him blowing up airplanes or, or buildings, you know, with airplanes. You don't admit something like that, even though if you think it to be true, you don't admit something like that to your YouTube audience, bro. Well, that's just, what I'm saying. You don't I think he regrets saying that? No, because. If you if you regretted saying it, you wouldn't say it. You just wouldn't say well, it. Well, that's what I mean. It may, maybe it slipped out. I'll slip. And, I, no, I, and, and now he regrets it. I see what you're saying. No, because he does podcast with Brian Callen, and he does. Yeah, well, so they're friends. like buddies then, right? So yeah. this is right up Sam Tripley's alley. Sure. Out, so you know? th- yeah, he probably admires him if he's on a pot. And and with the Justin Bieber shit, like he, you know what I mean? Like he's clearly more popular than Sam Tripoli. And do you blame Sam? I mean, I mean. Imagine if God dealt you this fucking uh, deck of cards here, where you look and sound yeah, like no, Sam Tripoli. Yeah, he's just trying to fucking grasp onto any relevancy that he can. Sam Tripoli's an ugly fuck, right? We can all admit sure. that. Sure. Right? So, I, I guess if you're Sam Tripoli, people like Chris D'Elia would be attractive to you. I mean, I don't think people. it's that big of a drop-off from, from Sam Tripoli to Chris D'Elia. No, I, I don't I, either. I think they're both around the same range. Yeah. And he threw he threw Crystalia in with Matt Rife. Matt Rife's like a good looking dude. I don't know if you ever seen him. Yeah, yeah. But he's yeah. So like that's they're not even close, no, bro. It's not even on the no same way, dude. Scale, yeah, it's, it's not even close. 
Tim Towns, hey, sup, yo? What's going on, Tim? How we doing today? All right, we got some uh, we got some people in the chat now kicking off. Uh, there's figured it couldn't be at a better time. Uh, we're covering some sand. Yeah, oh my god, let's get right into it. Let's get into it. All right, so we're gonna jump ahead here to uh, 1920, and Sam has a face to face encounter with MGK. Sam uh, was doing a wage or was doing a wigger joke, and uh, MGK gets upset. Things get heated, and Sam's going to explain. So let's watch. 1928 on the Broken Simulation podcast, hosted by Sam Tripoli. If, if, if your favorite podcast is fucking Broken Simulation, or anything Sam Tripoli does, you might have to reevaluate your life. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> I feel, I don't know if there's, well, actually, his follow his fans are like ruthless, bro. Oh, I know. The swarm. Like, they're ride or fucking die. The swarm. I was about to say, I don't think he has that big of a following, but I remember they they swarmed us, dude. Yeah. They're not called the swarm for fucking no reason. Yeah, bro. wow. I, I, you got to give them credit where credit's due for that. I guess. Yeah, dude. All right, let's keep watching. 1928, this is the whole Sam Tripoli versus MGK saga. It's going to unfold right here on today's show. Let's hear it. Let's see what Sam has to say. Sam. Sam always is doing this, by the way, too. It's like an Illuminati fucking thing. Freeze! Put your hands up! White lives matter. (laughs) (laughs) Let's keep watching. So, is he wearing gloves, by the way? Like, why does his arm and hand look like... His hand looks like paper. Am I and like like do you see that right? Yeah. No. Nah, look how thin his hand looks. Like well, he's got a thin, glove. Yeah. But they look too, like two different colors. It's like illuminated. Yeah. Like white and like yellow almost. Like peach and white. Is he wearing a glove? I don't think so, bro. I think that's just his pasty ass hand. See, because there's his tattoo on his wrist below. But his wrist looks like it's more yellow. Yeah, but that's I think from the shadow. I don't know. All right, let's, shirt. let's watch. That's kind of a sidebar. Let's watch. Let's- Beautiful, beautiful comedy chaos. It was amazing. So, I think it was first show. Yeah, first show. Whitney couldn't make the show. She had some personal stuff she had to take care of. She was was on the bill and she couldn't make it? Yeah, she couldn't make it. Okay. So, we are... um, So, I'm opening up the show. And I do a couple jokes. And, Johnny, I've talked about a couple of my jokes and this is where we get into um, whether I should say the word or not. What do you think? Say it. Say the word. Oh, right now? Um, I don't think you should say it on this show, no. Because okay. of the because I think YouTube will confuse that okay. for the actual okay. thing. Possibly. All right. well, so will. I said I'll say a particular word, That's the word that I would like to say right now. But because- So Sam claims to be a free speech guy who's, who's uh, you know, combating the likes of big tech in any, you know, uh, stretch of the imagination, right? But he won't say the word He's wigger. Asking permission from his assistant. And then his assistant goes, Oh man, you can't no, cons- con- uh, confuse it for the word. Whoop, hold on. Confuse it for the word. And um, yeah, guys, just call call what it is. Yeah, just say it, dude. Wigger. Wigger. That's like such an early 2000s term, too. I don't think that would offend anybody. Yeah. It's not even a word anymore. Yeah, it's not. No one even uses that word. Yeah. Keep watching. Because we're. We're doing what I call on our conspiracy social club. We're being Christian on a cruise ship right now. Okay, the uh, word is the word for white guys who wigger at, at like black Malibu's most wigger. Wanted. Yeah, Malibu's most Say wanted. All that stuff. Yeah. You know the word. Yeah. These guys. So I do dude. this whole joke well, you with know, that. I do a joke about Bobby names. Lee's <laughs> fans call me homophobic slurs, and so I'm doing it. 
Next thing I know, and this is where the controversy comes in, okay? Here's the controversy, everybody. Machine Gun Kelly comes backstage. So funny. I bet, He's, Clem, I bet you never thought you'd be doing a podcast covering Sam Tripoli. Talking about MGK? Talking about MGK. No way, dude. I'm, like, so surprised right now. I can't believe it. What wow. the fuck was he? I feel like that would be too far out of his MG- range. Yeah, like, that's not... Like, he's here, MGK's way up here. Right. The only thing I could think of is that, like, they had tickets to, to the comedy show. He wanted to have a night out, MGK. And then Sam Tripoli's talking about Wiggers, and it struck a nerve with MGK, clearly. Well, that's what it was, but, you know, what's that? what does that tell you about MGK? Like, why oh, does he have... a sensitive fucking bitch? Well, yes, <laughs> for sure, but why is MGK, the likes of MGK, the biggest fucking rock star in the world right now? I, I don't agree with that, but that's just what that's it is. That's what it is, yeah. Uh, but what does that say? What does that say about the likes of MGK being at a Sam Tripoli show? He's, this, he's this, a this isn't a show. Incel. Well, yes, but this isn't a show where Sam Tripoli just happened to be on. This was Sam Tripoli's Please comedy show, chaos. Right. This is his show. He's, That's crazy. It says bro. like comedy chaos featuring, you know, Sam Tripoli in big letters. So MGK. Might be like you just said, Clem, a fucking incel. Uh, that's the evidence that I'm getting. Cool dumper. Yeah, Brendan Chop. All right, let's keep watching. Uh, Sam's going to dive into this whole MGK feud that he's got going on here. Let's watch. He's being led by security. He's got his own security there? No, comedy club oh, okay. security, because later on we find out the G- he's the guest of the GM. <laughs> okay. All right? He's a guest of the GM. General manager. He walks in the back of the green room. Uh, he walks to the hallway to the green room, stops in front of me, and Johnny, I sent you video. Can you can you show it? I have it right here, yeah. Let's do it. So we got video proof of so who's shooting this? MGK face-to-face This is from, face face is from Johnny Betancourt. Okay. So here's Machine Gun Kelly walking to the back, okay? Just hit play. Here we go. He's and there the he is. I'm hanging out. Wow. Everyone's like, wow. And I'm like, like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, how's it going? So stop it. That's Trevor Wallace. Stop. Right now. He doesn't look happy right now. No, he he's angry at me. He looks this is something else. Yeah, yeah, and he's about to talk mad shit to me. And you look like, oh, hey, dude. I can't tell what's going on right now. I can tell by your face you can't tell what's going and on. And I think he's trying to be a comic. Okay? I think he's trying to be a comic, saying funny stuff. <laughs> so run this real quick. So what he's saying to me is like, you look like a guy who talks a lot of shit. And I go, yeah, I do. He goes, you look like a guy who talks a lot of shit to me. And I go, I do talk a lot of shit. I do. I talk shit about your shirt and your hair. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Did you just touch him? Yeah. I go, I talk shit about... I didn't touch him. I pointed to him. Oh, okay. I go, I talk shit about your shirt. And your hair. I'm going to talk shit about it. I don't think he said that. Uh, now, think, have you been up yet? Oh, yeah. He saw me open up the show. That's why he's okay. upset with me. Well, can you you want to go ahead and explain why he might be upset with you? Because I did a joke about the things that you won't let me talk about right now. Saying but the word he, wigger. He, does he, is he self-conscious that I he think might he thinks I'm talking about him. Which, those are jokes that you've told. A thousand times. A thousand times, yeah. And that, that tells me he's a little too touchy. Of course he's touchy, bro. <laughs> of course he's touchy. We lit him up before, so he. So that. Did you know he was in the in the crowd? No, when I, you were I don't on care stage? who's it. I don't no, care. No, I but, just do the show. So is there's no chance that you 
did that bit. No, 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 no. Because no, no. he was no, in the I, I, I like to. I really like the opening show. And it's like what Tom Rose says about me. I'm like, I play at the front of the net. This is when phenomenal, I play tennis, by the way. I'm at the front oh, of the oh, net. Gotcha. I'm just yeah, aggressive yeah. John McEnroe. That's what I am. Serving volley. Yeah, yeah I just want to give people like, hey, we're here. There's no rules. Let's go. This is the greatest show. The Comedy Chaos is the greatest showcase show on planet Earth. In their face. Uh, okay. I disagree with that yeah, statement. Yeah, hard disagree. I disagree. Anything that is Sam Tripoli... He's uh, definitely embellishing this, bro. How so? Like, I th- I don't think he said any of that shit to MGK. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, making yeah, fun yeah. of your shirt, your hair. It looked like he was chumming it up with him. Yeah. Yeah, like trying to fucking give him verbal blowjobs, make a good impression. He probably said, oh, that's MGK. Hey, dude, you want to come yeah. on my podcast? Right, that's probably exactly what he said, and now he got blown the fuck off, so he's making up this whole story to try to play it up to get some fucking clicks. I wouldn't be surprised. That that's how it seems to me because MGK walked up and shook his hand. Right. So if he was pissed, we would see some different body language at the very least. And Trevor Trevor Lawrence Trevor Lawrence Trevor Trevor Wallace looked like the jig is was up. Like, he looked at it, and he was, like, almost laughing like he knew something was about to happen. Right. So that gives it away to me that this was, like, a setup. All right, let's keep uh, watching this whole Sam Tripoli-MGK feud take place. Okay? And the whole point is, it is like, I want to have all my favorite people have the best time of their life. I want the crowd to appreciate. So I take care of everybody in the show. Everybody makes money in the show. Everyone's take care of, taken care of. Okay. You, you kind of stretch them out a little so that they're ready for everybody else. Yeah, I get it going. I let them know they're in for a, they're at a heavyweight boxing match. This is the oh, this God. is the best. Sam Tripley's referring to uh, his comedy fucking shows as a heavyweight boxing match. Get the fuck Ugh. out of here, bro. That's fucking. He's disgusting. like a teenager, oh, dude. Let's keep watching. I forget that he's a stand-up comic sometimes, dude. I thought he was just a conspiracy theorist <laughs> yeah, podcaster, bro. Some, I, dude, I have to remind myself that, that he's actually a comic. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy, right? It's on the planet, all under one show. It's a mini comedy festival. Take some bullets if you have to sometimes. I love to take bullets. I'm not afraid to take bullets. So he's in my face. He goes, you're talking shit about me, dog. You're talking shit. He goes, you, you, you're you talking a lot of shit. You what are you talk thinking shit. at this point? I'm going, I, I'm at first going, is this a joke? Is Did he- you put it together immediately that he's talking about your, possibly your uh, joke? No, your, your okay. no, no, no. I thought he might. I don't. I didn't even know what he's upset about. Because you know, I you see what I thought you would think is that he found out that we talked mad shit about him on Broken Simulation well, like a month ago. The word on the ago. street was that he had come to see Whitney Cummings. Really, that's such an interesting. Uh, but that is very. G- interesting. What does that tell you about MGK, bro? He's going out of his way to go see Whitney Cummings. Clearly, he's a fan Ugh. of poor comedy. Ugh. Ugh. You, I don't even think you could use the word comedy in that sentence, bro. You're going to you're going out to see a Sam Tripoli fucking event where Whitney Cummings is involved. That's a hard That's pass. That's disgusting. Hard pass. I would never ever do that, bro. Yeah, you would think he would go see someone more notable. Sebastian Maniscalco. Right, or like Dave big Chappelle, time. Amy Schumer. Nah, even she's disgusting. Somebody too. somebody bigger but name. Some, though. Somebody of stature. Yeah. Right, right, right. All right, let's keep watching. And see how this all fucking unfolds. 
DM thinks he came to talk to me. Oh, <laughs> that's what they what think. If it's because of that, I don't. I think it would be hilarious. So he's like, you go, you go, you talk shit about me. You talk shit about me. I go, I totally would, and I'm going to. I tell him, I'm going to. He goes, really? Yeah, you think you're fine? I go, I know I'm fine. That's when the security guard you can see in the back with the beard yeah. grabs him and pulls him, okay? Okay. So hit it, keep going. Let's go. He goes, you look like, stop. He goes, you look like an angry white guy. I go, I am an angry white guy, but I have a heart of gold. Okay. That's what I'm telling him right now. That's a good message. Yeah. Right? You I should have told him, go- like, I'm not white officially by Paul Mooney. Yeah, but, but I'm, in, I, I'm engaging right now. Like, I'm yes-anding this dude right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing proper improv, okay? <laughs> this, I, I, someone's been the growling. What's Somebody his energy? Has- he, does he have fight energy, though? You're there with him. You know. Does he have fight energy, or is he, is he not that not that? Guy? I mean, dude, it could have been on in any moment. You think so, really? Oh, 100%. I was mm-hmm. waiting for it. Because I know if I scrap, I'm a legend. Oh my no way. god, dude. I know if I scrap, I'm a legend. This is like middle school mentality. Now, we did say in the beginning of the show, who do you think would win in a fight? I do put my money on Sam Tripoli, but just because I said that doesn't mean you refer to yourself as a legend in fighting. Get, get out of here, dude. <clears throat> That's disgusting. Get, I mean, you're, when your competition's MGK, it's like not, it's saying, not saying much. much. Exactly. Yeah, saying much. He's like a Barbie doll. It's disgusting. Clem, imagine if I, if I, you know, referenced myself. Oh, man, Clem, you know the one time where fucking, you know, uh, fill in the blank here, fucking, I don't know, Woody Allen was going to fight me. If he stepped to me, Clem, I would fuck him up because I'm a legend. You'd be like, dude, <laughs> shut up. When's the last time you threw a punch? Yeah. You know, my goodness. This is me throwing a punch. Come on, Sam. I mean, imagine Sam. I would still sack you up against Sam. Like, you would fuck him up. Oh, I'd fuck Sam up. Easily. Yeah. And MGK. At the same time. Yeah, bro. I would fight them both. Disgusting, though. Sam referring to himself as a legend. A legend. In inf- like, he's Muhammad Ali, essentially. This is a guy who will go through two classes of karate, get his brown belt, or whatever's the and fucking... And never go back. And never go back and then call himself a legend. <laughs> yeah, you know that one time I achieved a level status of martial arts higher than anyone else. Therefore, I'm a legend. So I'm a legend now. And so does the sensei. Oh, yes, all. Where's Chin see you? Chin, 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 chin. Where's Chin when you need him? <laughs> Let's keep watching. Draw behind you now. I, I'm a le- if we Crazy. scrap, I'm a legend. Oh. Now tell me this. If if Machine <laughs> Gun Kelly kicks your I ass, am. do you quit Krav Maga? No, it's impossible. It's impossible. If he does, though, do you quit Krav Maga? We need to set this up. Everyone needs to at Sam Tripley and at fucking MGK and set this up. And for tag the next, Jake Paul. And tag Jake Paul and set like, this shit up. Promote this motherfucker. The net, What's Jake Paul's uh, company, dude? I can't think. Uh, uh, better. No, not that one. His... Bo- his um. His boxing promotion. Dazen? No. The Zone? No. Ah, uh, fuck. Showtime? No. Come on, dude. You're making me look bad in front of everyone. Uh, well, he just has affiliations with every fucking boxing company, bro. Boxing company. I know he signed by Showtime. Oh, it's uh, MVP, Most Valuable uh, Promotions. Well, it's the most vague, dull thing in, in name ever. Yeah, of well, that's why we forgot it. Yeah. <laughs> Jake Paul, you need to set this up. Sam Tripoli versus MGK. I would pay a lot of money to see this fight. Oh, absolutely. I think a lot of people would. Or maybe we got to complete. Well, I think a lot of people would pay to see MGK. 
I don't think that many people know who Sam Tripoli is, but his fans are rabid, yeah. so they would pay for it. Would it would be, dude, imagine Sam Tripoli's fans in real life. They would be like the most fucking dirty, smelly people that just They're fucking, probably League of Legends players, just like hardcore League gamers. Legends, like, uh, yeah, they wear the gaming sleeve right. and like eat Hot Pockets and shit. <laughs> like, that's them. You know what you're talking about, Sam 9-11 wasn't real, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Tostitas, pizza rolls, bro. They're fucking scrounging that Yeah, they that got down Life Force and Monster Energy drinks. That's it, <laughs> yeah. dude. Alex Jones. I'm kind of retarded. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, let's keep watching, bro. Oh, my God. No. You don't be like... It's not Crawford God's fault. It's, it's my fault. Okay. It's, it's my fault. Crawford God. is a form of... It's like... It's when people get mad at religion. Religions don't make people crazy. People... Who are religious go crazy. Do you understand? Like okay. it's so them. you just didn't know Krav Maga well enough to beat Machine Gun Kelly. I do know it well enough. No, but if you and lost. by the way, I'm getting in mode. Like this guy might start swinging, so I'm like, you're bang, very I'm close be, to bang, him. Bang, yeah. bang, bang. That's it. Because look how long his arms are. You want to when a guy's really oh yeah long he like is that, he's gangly. You're right. Yeah, you no, want to be no, close right. to him. Get inside of him. Yeah, right? You're right. Yeah. He could do that. And this guy is going is ready to pop because he can tell something's going on look at his smile oh shit this is real and he realizes it right when i realize it and by the way trevor Walsh is watching the whole thing let's finish this this is great Okay. Wait, what did okay, you say down there? What were you saying? I can't remember what I said there. You're like just that's just convenient. I don't even remember what it was. So Wait, I go on a, stage. That's convenient, right Sam. This is a, he probably said something like, dude, I li really like your music. I love bro. your shit. Yeah. Be on my podcast. It, uh. It's convenient how he doesn't remember that. No, but he remembers everything else. Everything else. You recall the only it? audible part he doesn't remember. Is right. Right. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, Sam. dude. He's just making this Come shit up on. as he's going along. Wow. I see through it. Cut. Okay. Now Damn, I go why on did he stage. Stop recording that? Now I go on stage. I need all the footage. So just so you know. So Sam's going to go back on stage. He's going to do his act. And MGK is actually going to approach him for a second time. Let's watch Sam explain this away. He goes in the green room and starts shit-talking me to everybody. And everyone starts giving him shit about it. Oh, that's good. But okay. I didn't start hearing back. They're like, hey, he's my boy. Yeah, he's he also booked us all on the show. Oh, all the weed guys. Like, he's, he's smoking the weed back there, right? So I go on stage to talk about how I almost just fought Machine Gun Kelly. He had left his friend. There's a guy right here you can't see that looks like every like strip bar DJ from the 80s, just fucking bleached hair. I don't know who the guy is. I don't have problems with anybody. But now he's in my face again. And he's like, and dude, by the wait, way. Wait, wait, the, the strip bar guy is no, or Machine Gun Kelly? No, this is Machine Gun Kelly right here. Again. He's in my, he gets in my face three times. Three times. This is so crazy. Okay, he, you ready to play? He gets in my house, my face, three my house. times. Ready? Okay. Sam so, Tripoli is like one chromosome away from being fucking a half from retard. He's, he's full. He's autistic. Oh, but that easily he's on the spectrum. The autists in today's day and age, bro, have taken over. Uh, now, I'm convinced. Now I'm, convinced. Uh, I'm going back and forth. Like, is he, he? I know. I think he's embellishing for sure, but like. Maybe it's not all fake. Maybe he did get in his face. Well, he definitely did. Yeah. But the I, first time looked like, hey, nice to meet you type shit. Yeah. The second time. He was getting upset because he called him a wigger. Wigger. The third time. They did a photo op together. 
Well, then it's not all. They can't be that at odds. Well, I, th- I think Sam is kind of. Uh, he's playing it he's up. He's playing it up. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. And and you'll see why. Let's check. Yeah, let's go. Let's move forward. Oh, hit now he's like, yeah, hit it. Now he's like, you're talking shit about me on stage. I go, yeah, dude. Could you talk Wait, shit? I about- saw this guy now. Who he's got? Is this one of his boys here with the bleach blonde here? Yeah, okay. that's his boy. And I have nothing against that guy. Yeah, it's just it's unfocused right now. So now we're in an argument, and everyone in the green room is getting fight eyes. And what this dude doesn't understand. Is he's had an away game? Oh, <laughs> this is an away okay. game for oh, Machine Gun. It's an away game because wow. MGK comes from a musical background and Sam's a comedian fucking uh, sensei over here. So for MGK, MGK to step into the uh, arena of comedy, you're in my fucking world. It's an away game. Colson Baker. Wow. I've never heard it explained to me that way. Yeah, well, me neither, dude. <laughs> and a but game. I feel enlightened now. So if you step to uh, Sam Tripoli at a comedy event, therefore you're at an away game. It's like we're at the Lakers game in Philly. Right. They're not the home team. They're the away team. The away team. Thank you, Sam they're Tripoli. Like, they're like M- MGK. They're like Sam Tripoli's version of an away team. Wow. Whoa. I've never heard it that way, dude. <laughs> well, that's the autism response. Yeah. Let's keep watching. Okay. This is not a home game for you, bro. Yeah. You you are not on uh, on you're in enemy territory right now. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Everybody dude. here These are fighting words. In the normal life would shit talk the fuck out of you. And look again, Johnny, I mean you played our clips. I guess we should talk. I really don't even care. No, we did. Oh, man. you don't His care. Okay. So but you dedicated I wish you could oh, fuck. Oh, oh, dude, oh, yeah, can you go to find the um, comedy store? Man, I wonder what his name is. Should we finish this? There's only like a few seconds left. Yeah, play it. Actually, no, it's done. I don't even think you see it. So that's it. So he's like, hey, man. Hey, man. You you talking shit about me, bro? On stage? I go, yeah. He goes, why? Because you got my face. That's why. And I'm thinking. What did you say about him on stage? Oh, that I got in a fight with him. I was going to beat Machine Gun Kelly's ass. Yeah, right. (laughs) Oh. Because, Johnny, all I have to do, if 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 we get in a fight, I'm a legend, but I can't start the fight because then I'm a then I go against my principles. Yeah, I don't want to start the fight because if I start th- throw a blow, it's like, bro, you're on. But if yeah. he swings on me and we we go ahead and everyone breaks it up, it's like that old that old jo- Bill Hicks joke about how the U.S. started the war with the rack. Pick up the gun. Pick up the gun. Pick up the gun. That was you right there. You were like, pick up the gun. So he goes inside. I go in the back, and I wish we could find. The picture on the internet, and maybe you can put this in at the end, okay? okay. Um, so, wait, did you take it off your account? Yeah, but I'll send it to you. You can add it. Okay. You can add it in. So, and I, so, so he goes in back inside. I go in the back, and, and you know, uh, the manager is kind of trying to calm everything down. They're like, "Hey, he's got to go. He's got to go to Italy." I'm like, "Tell him to stay there. Tell him to stay in Italy." <laughs> So, so I'm leaving. He's leaving. He gets in my face again. Three times. On the way out. What's he saying? Again. And this time, this time, I'm not going to say everybody's running out just waiting for shit to happen. What's Everyone he runs for the green room. Hey, hey, give me dirty looks. Like, yeah. Like, in my face. Hey, brah. Yeah. Oh, I found about- your picture. Here we go. Oh, yeah. So, the, the, the. The comedy store goes, hey, let me take a picture. Let's take a picture. I go, okay, we'll take a picture, okay? There we go. 
This is the picture. And this is the last time you. The this last is time our last ever. interaction, and the reason I I have I put that up is because you should pe- have shown him. He's got black fingernails. You should have shown him your black toenails. Oh, that's like, true. Oh. That's true. The reason I put that out, Johnny, is because I was begged by people I love not to put out this footage, and here I am <laughs> putting it out without <laughs> saying the word. And uh, so he's in a fight with me. He was about to fight me right there, and they, hey, let's just take a picture and go. So I, I put, hey, man, we, we were about to fight. Now we're lovers. I topped this guy, okay? Hashtag gay for MGK, okay? Yeah. People lose their minds. People lose their minds. On Instagram, to be clear, yeah. People I, they are questioning their reality. I right was now. just scrolling through it, like, like even who was it that could get, like, dude? We know he's a pretty dark art, so you shouldn't be, uh, you shouldn't be associating with him, right? And who was it? Was it your buddy? Uh, well, there, there was Scotty the Kid. Yeah, that's right. so I've that's done, gonna uh, kind of. He's some, just gonna uh, kind of let everyone know why people were losing their minds over the MGK Sam post because there was no context and people thought Sam was hanging out with MGK and Sam talks all this shit on the dark arts in Hollywood. MGK oh, represents... he's a big culprit. Yeah, sure. M- MGK represents everything that's dark arts. But that is the uh, conclusion of the MGK Sam Tripoli uh, square off, man. Uh, Clem, what's your initial uh, reaction on that, dude? Oh, I just kind of feel like Sam Tripoli's reaching. You know, he's trying to get his name escalated up there, trying to attach himself to MGK. Hopefully it'll, you know what I mean? He'll get flopped in with them that way anytime they have a tandem. Well, when I think of Sam Tripoli, I think MGK and vice versa. I think it's a little bit of a reach. It's a reach, right? How do you, yeah, how do you feel? I think it's a ploy. I think, uh, you know, there wasn't, a lot uh, happening in that moment, and I think that was just a way for Sam to kind of talk about MGK in the moment with, you know, uh, making something out of nothing. I don't think MGK you know? will ever respond to that. No. Like, it's beneath him. It's beneath him. Exactly. He probably has fucking no. If you said, yo, who's Sam Tripoli? He'd be like, I have no fucking Who the fuck's clue. that? Yeah, exactly. I would. All, I will pay for that fight, though. Me too. So can we we got to hit up Jake Paul. Can we at these guys, uh, everyone in the chat, uh, everyone who listens to this back, can we at Sam Tripoli and at MGK and then at uh, Most Valuable Productions and Jake Paul? He'll to, put it together. To set that up. I, I would just love like to see that. MGK's so bitch-made, he'll never fight no one. I See, I think it's the opposite. I, I think if MGK accepts at the fight, I don't think Sam Tripoli would show up. Really? You think he'd be scared? I think he'd be scared, although I do think the retarded strength from Sam Tripoli would give him the edge. See, MGK will do it in like a couple years once his music clout start, like when he's, you know what I mean? Just like all the influencers do, when they start losing their reach, they fucking start fighting. They go, yeah. Swinging for the fences, baby. Like I'm George Foreman in the seventh round. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, guys, so that's going to wrap up our coverage on Sam Tripoli and MGK. It was uh, fireworks at first sight. Uh, Sam Tripoli kind of fucking, I don't know, talking a bunch of nonsense, dude. But like I said, the guy is fucking one chromosome away from being fucking half retarded. Oh, easily, dude. uh, That's all right. So let's uh, move on. So we heard Sam talk about how he's jealous of Crystalia. It's a good segue because uh, we do have, well, let me get my segue sound bite. Uh, we do have Chris D'Elia coverage. We have an update on Chris D'Elia. Now, we watched last week, out. We watched Chris D'Elia and Brian Callen go off fucking kilter and do uh, things that they're not accustomed to doing. We watched Chris D'Elia bite off Dave Portnoy uh, doing a one-sip challenge. One-sips? 
One sip where Dave Portnoy does the pizza challenge. Uh, he goes around and ranks pizza places around fucking the country. Chris D'Elia is going to do the same thing uh, with coffee. He's going to take a sip. He's going to give you his rank. Chris D'Elia was also live in, uh, I believe he was doing his comedy shows in Portland, Oregon this past week. Chris D'Elia is actually live in Jacksonville today. We're going to call, like we did last week with Brian Callen, we're going to call the Jacksonville uh, comedy show that Chris D'Elia is at tonight performing. And we're going to see if we can't fucking sway them and change their minds on uh, how they feel Canceling about Chris his shit. Well, we don't, again, I want to make this clear, a disclaimer, we don't want to actually cancel Anybody. I'm not a fan of cancel culture, but we just want to change people's minds on how they feel about a certain person. And that person being Crystalia, who is probably the biggest creep of them all, Al. What do you think? I love it. He is, I, without a doubt, he's a literal pedo. DB, he's like the hey. Pee Wee Herman. DB says, love the background. DB uh, has commented on a bunch of videos and, um, you know, has been very supportive of this show. I, I think it's the first time D has actually been in the chat. So, shout out to you, DB. Uh, yes, this is, uh, you know, uh, fucking, this background has been, I don't know. We, we've been doing this a, a, for a while, trying to get the, the perfect setup, so to speak. Um, all right, so enough about us. Let's jump over to Chris D'Elia. Now, this is Chris D'Elia's one sip uh, over on YouTube. You can check it out. It's got, as of today... 7,000 views, so people are liking this content enough. It's got 520 likes. It's not as many views as his penis, but (laughs) (laughs) not quite, but uh, it's close. It's close. All right, so let's watch Chris One Sip, and this is him in Portland, Oregon. And then we're going to follow up with Chris Congratulations. We have an update from Chris This is, uh, you know, Sam talked about him. We're going to kind of put a bow on the Chris saga. Let's watch. Let's see this shit. Powell's used in new books. They lead with the used because they have more. They have about 17 million books in there. It's unbelievable. I've never seen a bigger bookstore. But a lot of people told me in Portland I should be hitting this coffee shop up, that coffee shop up for my hit show, One Sip. Keep, does anyone see this? Where's that? Why can't I get to it? One fingernail? Black fingernail. Crystalia has gone to this. emo? He's, yes, he's crossed over into the MGK verse. He's in love with an emo. emo girl, dude. I got you ready. Whoops. Come on. I'm in love with an emo girl. I'm in love with an emo girl. That was better than MGK, dude. That was Crystalia. Holy shit. Crystalia has now painted his fingernails black. Is it a single fingernail or all of them? It's all of them. Oh, really? And I will yeah, tell he's you not this. looking good, dude. I wanted to come to this Straggly. one. This bookstore yeah. has a really cool coffee shop there. Um, and it's very Portland. You know, people with blue hair. This is in Portland. People with blue hair can't tell if they're men or women, and that's okay. But it's just very Portland. And then also people with bandanas and people wearing Patagonia. Look, I got my shit right here. So the two drinks that I got here are the iced espresso, four shots. That's how I do it. And then I got the thing that they're known for, which is the morning pill. So I'm gonna drink both of them and see what's up. Oh, now, first of all, I got a demerit up because we hate these tops, right? We like the ones in the middle with the with the straw in the middle. But this one has the sippy cup, 
and then I asked for a straw, it was a paper straw. Very Portland, didn't like it, okay? So you're not gonna be a five. You're not gonna be a five because of the paper straw. Honestly, fuck turtles, I don't care if they die, because... Uh, Whoa, doesn't care if turtles die? LT. The paper straws, they're paper. I care if turtles die. And that's Absolutely, hockey, but it's true. Bro. So here we go with the espresso. Black fingernails. It's kind of gay. Yes, First me. impression, not too bitter, which is great, dude. A lot of times espresso, they fuck it up too bitter. And the aftertaste, the... Feels good, feels nice. Feels really nice. This is a good one. Uh, I'm gonna go on to this before I rate it. Now this is the morning pill. Look at, we gotta give it, you know, they know what they're doing, right? They did a little flower. Looks a little bit like a vagina, but it's all good. Flowers look like vaginas. Chris looks like a vagina. I wouldn't make those jokes if I was him. Right. <laughs> Real nice. He can't help himself, he's just sick in the head. Real nice for the ladies, look. This one's for the ladies, this one's for the, the go-getters, the men, right? And uh, it's got someone in a wheelchair in, a in the background. Four point <laughs> three. I'm gonna do four point three out of five sips, and this year I'm gonna do. This is built to be good, right? So four point eight. So I will take the middle. We'll give it a four point six. So four point six for here, right here. Uh, Powell, Powell's books used and new books. Powell books used books, new books, and books books. This is the place. Books is in it too many times. Thanks for watching the one sip. And uh, that's it. Where are we going to next? Seattle? We'll see you next one in Seattle. And then where are we going to Jacksonville? Hit me up in the comments where I should go. That's Daytona. where he's at tonight. Where the Because I'm hitting all these places. New York. Oh, Jacksonville. I'm Rhode Island. We're call so oh, get tickets for the tour. And also let me know where to go with coffee shops. But Crystalia, guys, running out of content. Yeah, I mean, it's the coffee thing, dude. He's just going to give everyone a 4.5 or higher. Like, he's not really great. Coffee's good always. Unless you go get some gas station coffee. Like, he's not gonna, you know what I mean? Pizza, the pizza reviews are unique because, like, every pizza is different. Well, not only that, bro, but it's like, you know, Brian Callen is doing this new series where Brian is uh, driving around his car and just talking aimlessly. Ripping for, off a of Steve-O. Ripping off a of Steve-O. And then Chris D'Elia is ripping off a of Dave Portnoy. Right. But, again, this I'll come back to this. It might be repetitive. You guys might want to fucking bang your heads against the wall for hearing me say this a bunch of times. But these guys are just ripping off of other people. Exactly. And, and it's their fans put up with it. That's the thing. It's like until their fans start turning on them, like his hardcore fans, because we could turn on them, but that's not going to be. We're not his fans to begin with. We're not his fans to begin with, and he's just going to look at us as, oh, they're haters. They're fucking. Yeah, look at these assholes. These imbeciles. Yeah. Right. But it's like, you know, I don't know, guys. Their core fans continue to support this kind of bullshit. So therefore, we're going to keep getting this sort of content. We need an all-out worldwide movement the way people, you know, uh, come together and, and protest vaccines and fucking elections. We need a, a fucking movement like that with Chris D'Elia. And yeah. then that will get him off the internet. That is my sole purpose in this life is to get Chris D'Elia to stop Actually making... Actually canceled? No. I don't want to get him canceled. I just want him to make the conscious decision. I don't like getting people canceled. That's not my main purpose. I don't purpose. think cancels are even real anymore. Well, some would speculate if not, you know, one way or the it's other. It's not as prevalent as it used to be. I guess my point is, look, I don't want to get people canceled. That's not the message here. The message is to get them to quit willingly. If we can get them to do that, bro, we've accomplished a lot. Oh, hell yeah. So it's not about getting them canceled by the masses. It's about getting them to just stop. It's just breaking their willpower. Exactly. Oh, sure, dude. I'm with that. 
All right, so let's jump I'll over break to, some wills. Let's jump over to congratulations. Uh, there's two clips from this podcast we're going to watch. Chris is actually going to be performing in Portland, Oregon. Uh, this it was like last week, and uh, I think it was the Washington Post wrote an, uh, wrote an article about Chris performing in Oregon, and uh, they were trying to get people like kind of like we are. Maybe we should call the Washington Post, but uh, they were trying to get people to protest Chris D'Elia's event. Oh, shit. So we're going to watch that, and then we're going to also watch Chris. You remember last week when we watched Chris D'Elia praying for his haters? Yeah. We're going to watch. He's still praying for them same haters, Clem. So let's watch those two clips unfold. We're going to go to the first congratulations clip, uh, and it's at 1738, and it's gonna, it simply reads, Chris is going to get protested in Portland. But Portland, you got to do better because you only had two people show up at the protest, right? Ooh. That would be like me and Alex saying, oh, let's go protest Chris D'Elia, and it's just me and me Alex and there. It's it's, like, dude, come on. That's a fail. You got to do a little bit better, homie. And Portland is super liberal, right? Like, Oh, yeah, that should have been something they st- – Portland stand – Oh, right. For, you know? All right, so 1738, uh, Portland. You got to do better. Uh, 1738. Let's see what kind of excuses Chris gives us. That's my own fault. I thought it was good, but a little bit – yeah, a little bit. There we go. Black fingernail polish still. He's got stats, dude. Twitter equals nothing, dude, by the way. Oregon is hilarious. They put out a fucking article. They were like, protests are re- protesters are ready for Dalia, dude. They go, protesters are ready for Dalia, dude. They wrote an article about it. So I'm like, oh shit. Okay, I guess I'm still relevant. If people are this mad, hey, I did the show. Two people showed up. So, and we also have to be careful with this, what's happening right now with Chris. There's a lot of people calling for the fucking, you know, pedophilia, the, the him starting a cult in real life, protesting Chris D'Elia at his shows. We have to be careful with this. When you start going after somebody so much, they become resilient, right? They, be, they develop a thick skin almost. And then when nothing happens, like nothing is happening with Chris. He's like making a joke out of it. He's making a joke out of it. And they come out on the other side, like fucking better than ever. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. So that's what we have to be careful for. Like if we're going to do this, we have to execute it properly. We can't just say it and then not do anything about it. You know what I mean? Sure. So just keep in mind. What are you proposing? I'm proposing when people say, let's protest Crystalia, or people say, let's fucking, you know, Crystalia is, is developing a sex cult and they put out a documentary like Kyle Anderson did. And it was a great documentary. I'm not saying we got to spread wasn't. awareness to that shit. We have to spread awareness and we have to drive home the point that this isn't a social media gag. This isn't something for clout. This is serious, bro. This is life, dude. This is life or death. He's a, he's ruined lives. Yes. Yeah, bro. So we, people have to understand. I that. don't even understand how he's able to make a joke out of this. That's like I'm like offended now because nothing's happening. Right. Nothing is happening. I'm a, that actually offends me. That offends me too. He, and he, he oh, the, I'm gonna get protested. No one came. <laughs> right. So like, it, bro, what? It, it makes him uh, be this like he's bigger than the thing. The thing. Yeah. Exactly. His problems. Yeah. Right. Like, no, dude, you're a fucking creeper, brother. Like, I would never support him. See, we we know that, and we say that, and there's a bunch of people that know that and say that, but they don't go that extra step. Like, why is it for musicians? Like, remember there was that big thing, like, any, like, musician that would, like, get canceled for that? Like, they would instantly be shysted. No one listens to their music. They're forgotten and gone. Right. 
these guys are getting the pass. It's like crazy. Well, and it's also with musicians, their music catalog and their their songs get pulled off of Spotify a, or YouTube. A lot of them, they're not even like pedophiles. It's just like one time they fucked up. Like they didn't do anything non-consensual. They just made a, you know what I mean? Made one mistake. Like this is a habitual like Offense. pedophile, yeah. bro. Straight up. Like, yeah. I don't know. It just kind of blows my mind. Well, and and like I like I was saying, dude, it, it's you know the the fact that and again, I'm not. It, it's it might get very squirrely, and people might not understand this. I'm not calling for the cancellation of Crystalia. That's not what I want. I want him to come to the realization that there's so much hate out there towards him and what he's doing because it does warrant hate, right? Because you don't. You're, you don't, you're not 35, 36, 37, 38 years old going after underage women, and you don't, uh, you, you just keep going on like as if nothing happened, right? Like that warrants hate out of somebody. Like, oh, that, sure. That's where I draw, I, and I, I've said this the last three weeks, that's where I draw the line, bro, when it comes to fucking ch- like children right. and fucking Chris D'Elia, especially when you use your power and abuse your power and you know you could get away with it. Uh, it's awful. It's it's a very you know uh, it's a skewed line. Yeah, and he got platformed by Justin Bieber too, and that's just when it all got fucking out of control. And Eminem. And Eminem. Yep. And he that's when he really dug his teeth in and really started doing some foul shit with the pedophilia. When he used that platform boost to you know commit those acts, and it's just disgusting. Uh, let's watch the last clip here. This is 46 minutes, and this is Chris still praying for his haters. So, Get the fuck out of But th- here, this dude. is the thing. This is where Chris has almost come out the other side on this whole thing and has, has realized, has had, had this self-realization that uh, this is the worst that it's going to happen. A couple people, a couple trolls are going to just air their grievances Not online. trolls, brother. Exactly. You that, really did this. But that's what his cope is, right? So now his whole thing is, oh, I'm just going to pray for you guys because you guys are just misguided and misinformed. Yeah, all right. And you don't really understand what's going He's on. He's fucking delusional, bro. 100%. Woo. We know that. Our chat knows that. Right. People on Reddit know that. Yeah, but impressionable fans don't know that. They think he's for real. Like, oh, people just hate you because you're so successful and cool. So you go to his comment section. It's all uh, the support. Chris needs to do the mass Singer just so during the reveal, the C-list celebs can uh, feign horror. No, that's not really too too bad. But all right, so this is one. Every episode is fire, but this one is Raging Volcano Babies. Uh, let's uh, get out of here. Uh, Seattle show night one was so good. Openers killed. Great crowd vibes, and your set was so good. Hope you can keep coming up uh, to our grungy PNW because we want you back. Please and thank you. Uh, usually we see Crystalia, but today Johnny Depp is hosting. Uh, I mean, you know, it, it's like his fans support this thing, dude. That's, that just blows my mind. How could you support a monster like that? He's a monster. He's a fucking monster. How, dude? Just give me a little bit of insight. Right, well, let's watch this. Chris is going to c- continue to pray. And I feel like he's almost addressing us. Because I made this clip last week where Chris D'Elia prays for his haters. And it got some traction on, on TikTok and on YouTube. So I feel like when he makes this clip, this is almost like he's coming at us specifically. So I, f- I feel some sort of way when it comes to this whole thing. Oh, shit. Well, let's watch. 
jokes. He's or still whatever. prank for haters. Well, everyone's a lunatic. Anyway, dude, I'm heated today, but it's all good. I flew in and I'm all sweaty and I got peanut butter on my shirt. I'm full dad mode. And I love you all, by the way. I love you all, even her. I pray for my enemies. You heard me. Praying for his enemies. That's me. I do. I sit and, and I pray. I want and the best for everyone. I talk a lot of shit. And, you know, people who have, like, you know, been shitty to me, I still talk shit, but I don't, you know, I'll have a meal with you, man. Not that you want it, but I get it. Everyone always thinks that they're doing right. Even, even honestly, Hitler was like, well, I'm doing the right thing. Even though what he did was awful, he still thought what he was doing was right. And we have to understand that because there are no evil people in the world. There are just people that are misguided and wrong. I disagree. There's misguided and people doing wrong, and then there's Chris D'Elia. <laughs> yeah, no, there's definitely evil, bro. You, you don't do no sexual acts like that repeatedly and not learn anything unless you have some evil in your fucking heart. Exactly. And good and evil is definitely a basic enough concept that everyone could get behind, and that's just more blanket techniques of him telling himself, it's oh, it's all right it's to get by. I'm sick, and I'm getting better. Right, I went to rehab. Fuck you. Bro. I'm in treatment. Dude, we, we, yeah. we pointed this yeah. out a couple weeks ago. There are people right now struggling with heroin addiction. Exactly, bro. You and anyone I mean? who made progress with their own struggles and addictions, you can't tell me how much progress that you made. That's well, he, not for you to tell me. That your actions speak louder than your words. And he almost belittles the people who've made that those that, that those leaps steps. Exactly. Steps, yeah, right? bro. Because sex addiction, bro, you know, call me crazy. I might get a lot of flack flack for this, but Sex addiction, in my opinion, is a, is a, it's it's a cope. It's a cop out. Nobody should be ad addicted to sex. Nobody should be fucking laying on the sword that oh I'm a sex addict. I think that's just the easy way to say I'm a slut. To say yeah right yeah. exactly Clem exactly. You know yes does sex change you know who you are sometimes and make you do some crazy shit sure, but there's a difference because heroin. And opiates and Xanax and Adderall changes your brain chemistry. Yeah, you're literally sick. You're literally that. You don't withdraw from sex, bro. You could jerk off and fucking be fine, right? But yeah, you could jerk off five times a day. Right. There should be no reason why anybody. And I think that's you know the mediocrity we've come to accept is that we've come to accept that there's people that love sex so bro i love sex just as much as the next person <laughs> just as much as chris D'Elia, but, but i'm, I'm not, not raping teenagers exactly and whipping my cock it, out exactly. in a fucking motel six exactly. i mean come on dude exactly room service exactly fucking weird uh, dude, dude it, it's crazy bro but his fans again are going to continue to uh you know jump on they're that gonna train. stick by him bro they're gonna stick by him so we need to do something to get him to just quit because I won't settle for anything less. It will it will be my life's mission and my life's goal to get this guy to fucking shave his head and quit the internet. I mean, I'm about it, but I think he's so egotistical, dude. He'll never, in his mind, he'll never quit. And he's already through this shit. Well, we're going to call uh, a venue that he's performing at right here in just a second. Uh, I think there's a couple seconds left on this clip. And we're going to see if we can't get him to quit or can't get uh, the venue to drop him off the bill, you know? And see what's up. Let's see where that goes, dude. Right, let's finish out this clip, and then we're going to call. And then we're going to go to a break. I got to take a piss. We got Same. This Week in Shop, and we have some Burke Kreischer clips to uh, play for the back half of the show. We do have Clem's Corner coming up here in just a second. Yes. Round of applause. Let's uh, go. For the conference championship round coming up this week. And then uh, that's going to be our show for today. Uh, so let's finish out this clip, and uh, then we're going to call 
the venue Crystalia is performing at tonight. Let's check it out. Nobody is out there trying to do harm. You I are, really sir. I really fully believe that. Unless it's a heat of the moment thing, then of course it's a different story, right? You said what? I'm sorry, you said what? I'm going to hurt you. That's what That's what they do. But, um, yeah. This this was a jo- this was a joke that they wrote. All right, good good shit, Chris. In the chat, and the- good shit, Chris. All right, let's uh, let's switch gears. He's so shot out, dude. We're gonna call. It is the Moran Theater in Jacksonville, Florida, and this is where Crystalia is performing tonight. What if Crystalia picked up? I would love it. I would call him a scumbag. I would I would totally uh you know switch gears on what I was going to say and just call him out. Hey, John, why do you on the In the Tank podcast always torment me? I would love it. Oh, shit. It's just going right to voicemail. No! Uh, you know, switch gears on what I was going to say and just call him out. Where is that coming hey, John, from? Hey, uh, why do you on the In the Tank uh, podcast uh, always torment me? There it is. It was coming from my phone. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry about that. All right, let, let's try to find... Well, it sounds really good. It does sound good, nonetheless. Uh, it's a new audio gear I picked up. Uh, it's a Rode Procaster 2. Clem, can we try to find a number for the Moran Theater in Jacksonville? That's right. I'm on it now. I'm going to try to find a different number. I thought that was the number, but Moran Theater. Thank you for calling the Performing Arts Center, an ASM-managed facility located at 300 Water Street, Jacksonville, Florida, 32202. Our business hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. For all FSCJ events, please call 904-632-5000. For all Jacksonville Symphony events, please call 904-354-5547. If you know your party's extension, you may dial it at any time. For the dial-by-name directory, please press 1. For information on the Performing Arts Center, press 2. No. For ticket information, press 3. For lost and found or security, press 4. What do you think we should do? For all other calls, press 0. zero. Press 0. Thank you for calling the Performing Arts Wait while I transfer your call. All right, this is where Crystal is performing tonight. Hopefully they give you this some time of day here. Don't shut you right down. Hopefully they answer. Hi, you've reached Kaylee Gilbert, event coordinator for the Jacksonville Center of Performing Arts in Jacksonville, Florida. I'm away from my desk at the moment. If you want to leave me a voicemail, I'll be more than happy to call you back later. Or you can also email me at gilbertk at asmjacks.com. Thank you and have a good day. That's a no-go. Okay, we're going to try calling him back. Maybe we'll try a different option. Uh, let's try it here. Guys, we got to look for one that says operator. I, I think that was the, the only four. Zero. I mean, zero is usually the operator. The ASM-managed facility is located at 300 Water Street, Jacksonville, Florida, 32202. Our business hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. For all FSCJ events, please call 904-632-5000. For all Jacksonville Symphony events, please call 904-354-5547. 
If you know your party's extension, you may dial it at any time. For the dial by name directory, please press 1. No. For information on the Performing Arts Center, press 2. No. For I'll ticket information, press 3. I'll try 3. For law. Thank you for your interest in our events at the Performing Arts Center. You may purchase tickets at the Performing Arts Center only on the day of the event. For FSCJ events, please call 904-632-5000. For all Jacksonville Symphony events, please call 904-354-5547. We accept all major credit cards and cash. Tickets are not sold over the phone. Why don't we try this, Glenn? At the Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena from 10 to 4 p.m. Can you check Monday out who, Friday, where Crystalia is performing tomorrow? Go to crystalia.com. See where Chris is performing tomorrow. And we'll try that uh, because apparently this isn't working. Thank you for your interest in our events at the Performing Arts Center. You may purchase tickets at the Performing Arts Center. His next show is on February 3rd in San Antonio, Texas at the Majestic Theater. Oh, he's not performing tomorrow? No. Tonight, and then he's got like a five-day break. All right, give me that Texas number. We'll try calling them. I got to get it real quick. I got you. All right, guys, we are calling the uh, uh, the venue where Crystalia is performing. We're tr- going to try to call the Moran fe- uh, Theater where he's performing tonight. But uh, they're not answering or they're not available. So we're going to try to call this venue in Texas. The Majestic Theater. <clears throat> the Majestic Fe- uh, Theater? Mm-hmm. All right, let's try calling them, Clem. What's two, your number? 210. Yep. 226. 226. 5700. It's the Magenta Theater? Majestic. Majestic. Like Yeah, like magical. Okay. San Antonio managing the Majestic and Charlie McCombs Empire Theaters and the SB. Our offices are currently closed. Our office hours are 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. If you know the extension number of the person you are trying to reach, please dial it now. If you wish to access a list of extension numbers organized by last name, please press 1. If you would like information regarding upcoming events, showtimes, prices, or directions to either the Majestic or Empire Theaters, please press 5. Thank you for calling APG San Antonio. Please hold while I transfer right, your call. Majestic Theater? Majestic Theater. February 3rd? February 3rd. Crystal, yo. This is a little off script here, but we're going to try it anyway. Yeah, it caught you for a looper. the administrative office for ATG San Antonio, managing the Majestic and Charlie McCombs Empire Theaters. Please leave your name, number, and a brief message. No good. All right, let's do this, Clem. Let's do this. Uh, Let's go to a quick break. We're going to go to a break, and then uh, we're going to come back, uh, and we're going to try to call them back. We're going to do This Week in Shop, and then we're going to do some Burt Kreischer. I have to take a massive piss, but uh, this show has only just begun, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in on today's show. But we, we will be right back. Do not touch that dial. Make sure you share the stream out. Drop it a like. Drop a subscribe if you haven't already subscribed to the channel. Say what's up. Say what's up. Uh, we are live every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. And I think I'm going to go live another day during the week. 
just a kind of recap of everything we've talked about on Saturday. And then kind of, you know, in case anything we missed, we'll, we'll kind of recap it during the week. But uh, we are approaching the five-hour mark. We're about 20 minutes out from the five-hour mark. We're going to take a quick five or so minute break. We're going to come back and try to call the Moran Theater uh, where Chris D'Elia is performing. We're going to try to get them to change course on who they allow in their venue. And then we got This Week in Shab. This Week in Shab. And then we have a double dose of Burt Kreischer. So uh, don't touch that dial, guys. We'll be right back. Let's uh, get this some music going. Hit it, my friend. We'll be right back, guys. Don't go anywhere.
All right, we're coming back. Don't fear, we are back. Sticking around of uh, today's episode. Today's been fucking amazing, dude. Dude, this it breezed through <laughs> these topics. Wow, dude. I I, I periodically uh, look back at the time, and it's like flew by. It's like three hours have gone by, four and a half hours have gone by. I'm like, bro, holy shit, bro. We, we are moving through this we, thing. Yeah, we move through these fucking topics, bro. Uh, but we cover a lot, bro. We get in depth. We call fucking venues uh, that. Artists and, and comedians are performing at, and we try different things out, man. On the show. theaters are tough because they don't open till late, right? You know that. Well, that's the thing, you know, because I want to get a hold of some of these guys and, and let them know and inform them of who they have in their building tonight. I mean, you know, if you're, you know, if you're 16, 17 years old and you're going to see Crystalia tonight, you should be worried. You know what I mean? Uh, are you aware of the dangers you're putting your audience into? You well, think they have any idea? No. You don't think so? No. Not even the management team? No. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that sad part is I don't think they really give a shit, bro. As long as tickets are selling, they'll have whoever the f- they'll have whoever. Ah, oh, God. All right. Let's try calling uh Crystalia. The Moran Theater in Jacksonville, Florida. We're going to try calling them one more time. And if not, we're just going to move on to Brendan Shop. And uh, maybe this week in Shop. This week in Shop. But we'll try calling the Moran Theater back one more time. And if not, we'll move on. And maybe we'll try calling uh, another venue Crystal Lee is performing at in the future. But let's try calling the Moran Theater. This is in Jacksonville, Florida. This is where Crystalia is performing at tonight. So let's see. Uh, let's give it a go and let's see if they are willing to answer. I think it's just my service. Here we go. This number is not in service. 
Google and its partners oh, may record the now? call and retain this call for quality and research. You guys aren't in service now? That's ridiculous. We just called you. Full service, not no service. It's like I don't have, I don't have service down here. Come on. This number is not in service. Right, we're gonna try. Am I dialing the wrong number or some shit? I'll help you out. Let me look. The Moran Theater, right? Yeah, I got it right here. It's 904-570-5954. That's the number. Thank you for calling there the Performing go. Arts here we go. facility located at 300 Water Street, Jacksonville, Florida, 32202. Our business hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. For all FSCJ events, please call 904-632. So it says their business hours are Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, and this Saturday at 4 p.m. But you would think they're having a show tonight, they'd be... Available. Absolutely. If you know your party's extension, you may dial it at any time. For the dial by name directory, please press 1. For information on the Performing Arts Center, press 2. For ticket information, press 3. For lost and found or security, Should I try press three 4. Or zero? Two or three. For all other calls, press 0. I tried 0 earlier. Thank you for calling the Performing Arts Center and ASM Managed Facility. They might connect you with someone. Thank you for, for your interest in our events at the Performing Arts Center. You may purchase tickets at the Performing Arts Center only on the day of the event. For FSCJ events, please call 904-632-5000. For all Jacksonville Symphony events, please call 904-354-5547. We accept all major credit cards and cash. I did not recognize that as a valid entry. I did not recognize Come that on. as a valid entry. Thank you for your interest in our events at the Performing we might Arts kill Center. This bit. You may purchase Sucks, tickets at dude. the Performing Arts Center only on the day Last of the event. Last week's went so good. For oh, no. FSCJ events, mm. please call 904-632-5000. Commit to the bit. For all Jacksonville Symphony events, please call 904-354-5547. We accept all major credit cards and cash. Tickets are not sold over the phone and may be purchased at the Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena from 10 to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday or purchased online at www.ticketmaster.com. For group sales, press 1. For premium Try this seating, one more time. There you go. Group sales? I did not recognize that as a valid what? entry. Thank you for your interest. Right, fuck this guy. Uh, I, I can't take anymore. We'll put a pin in that and we'll try calling uh, where Chris D'Elia is performing Another time, I guess. Uh, it, it's kind of sad, though, because that was going to be a very entertaining Yeah, that bit. was like the highlight. One of the one of the highlights. We, we could see where Brendan Schaub's performing tonight. You want to try that? This Week in Schaub. It would be fitting going to This Week in Schaub. You yeah. want to see if you could find that number? Let me look it up, dude, yeah. Uh, I'm going to put the camera on you. So you have to be I'm somewhat entertaining while looking I'm at I'm looking at it, dude. Well, a little entertaining. More entertaining than Brandon Schaub would be when he's on the Fighter and the Kid podcast, which is setting the bar very low. I mean, it's not much to compete with. Would it be brendanschaub.com? Probably. Brandon Schaub comedy show. Tonight. Tonight. It's the Fighter and the Kid. I've got to take a shit. Yeah. Tonight. <laughs> February 3rd, brother. 
He's not performing the February 3rd? Yeah. What the fuck are these guys doing on a daily basis then? Yep. Um, Friday, February the 3rd. But where, dude? Where at? The Blue Room Comedy Club. I got it. Got the number. You ready? It's tonight? <clears throat> no, it's February 3rd. All right. Let's just give it a shot. Why not? Wait, I got the number. Get 417 Yep. 228 Mm-hmm. Eight four zero three, Blue Room Comedy Club. Hello, Blue Room. Yeah, how you doing today? Uh, is this is the Blue Room Comedy Store? It's the Blue Room Comedy Club. Oh, Comic Club. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I just uh, wanted to call, and you know, I I just wanted to call and pretty much say thank you uh, to you guys. I was there about two uh, two weeks ago with, with a group of friends, and uh, I just wanted to say how nice your venue was. And how professional the staff, uh, you know, was t- uh, towards us, you know, and I feel like venues don't get enough credit for that. So I just wanted to uh, call and just, you know, just give my thanks and give you guys a shout out, really. Oh, you're a sweetheart. I really appreciate that. What's your name? Uh, my name is Robert. Robert? Oh, yes. sweet. What show did you attend? <laughs> Uh, we, uh, well, there was a couple random comics, I believe maybe Sam, Sam Tripoli, I believe. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Uh, it was my first time actually at a comedy event, so I'm not too familiar with the whole comedy. Yeah. Yeah. But it it was, it left a great taste in my mouth. I mean, I'm used to going to like music, uh, concerts and events like that. So, uh, I actually went with a couple friends. Yeah, and you know they really uh, you know suggested you guys, and so so I went, you know, and uh, it was a good time, and you know you guys did, from the staff to the management to you know the comics that were on stage, I mean everything was it was a great night. Oh sweet! Well, we can't wait to have you back. You still live in town, or no? I, I, I'm out of town uh, for the next couple of days, but I was thinking about coming down uh, around February. I think like the first week in February, I was thinking about coming back. Uh, who do you guys have up on the lineup uh, in in like the early weeks in February? Uh, we we have a full calendar listed on the website blueroomcomedyclub.com. Blue Room Comedy. Okay, let me just check that out real quick because I I would be very interested in coming back. Um, like, like I said, I'm I'm new to the whole comedy space. There's only a couple comics that I do actually enjoy, like Joe Rogan. I mean, you know Joe Rogan, right? Right. Do you, do you like Joe Rogan, or do you think his comedy's good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, everybody knows Joe Rogan, right? Well, I'm I'm asking <laughs> no. you, really. He sounds distracted. You got Brendan Schaub. Wait, hold on. Did I just see this correctly? Blue Room Comedy. You got Brendan Schaub, February third and fourth. Yes, sir. Wow, it's and now it's the Brendan shop, correct? This isn't because like I, my friend was telling me that there was there's a couple imposters going on uh, as Brendan shop. This is actually the Brendan shop, right? Oh, really? 
Yeah, they're. they're, they're I hope so. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see when he gets here. Have, have, now, you, so being familiar with Brendan Schaub, do you? Uh, are you familiar with the Gringo Papia by any chance? His comedy special. Well, yeah, everybody is. <laughs> everybody is. Uh, well, that that's actually a phenomenal answer. What now? Can I? What are your thoughts on the Gringo Poppy? Just talking man to man here. Well, it's the it's the evolution of comedy, really. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably have to agree, man. I mean, that's where the bar is. That that's what I say. The bar is set right there at the Gringo Poppy. I mean, you can't get much better than that. I mean, from from the stage to the jokes. I mean, he it it was a he didn't miss. You know what I mean? Right. I know. He needs to be written in the history books as is. <laughs> Brandon Schaub's the man. I, I'm super pumped. Are you going to be there February 3rd and 4th to uh, witness uh, the Brendan Schaub in, in flesh? I hope so, as long as my PO officer doesn't find out. Oh, yeah, dude. That would be horrible if your what? PO officer found out. <laughs> He would probably arrest, he'd probably throw you back like in jail. A, he'd probably throw you back in jail if he if he knew you were going to a Brendan Schaub uh, comedy you know show, right? Yeah, I just gotta make sure my my ankle monitor doesn't go off. That's all. Right, right. Now Brendan Schaub's a man. I, I I actually watch him. I watch the Fighter and the Kid, uh, his podcast, and then he does you know the Schaub show. Obviously, we all know, and then he does a whole bunch of other uh, podcasts online. I, I actually watch all of his comedy special. I actually didn't know though he was performing at the Blue Room Comedy uh, Comedy Store uh, on February third and fourth. I mean, that's actually fucking news to me, man. I'm I'm pretty pumped. Do you watch any Brendan Schaub uh, podcast? Yeah, all the time. They they, they uh, they're with Chris Dahlia, they're Eric Griffin. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to show Brandon Schaub a good time, let him know about the strip club's mistakes. There you go. I mean, that's what it's about. Now, you, you mentioned Chris D'Elia. Now, do you know the uh, what's going on with Chris D'Elia by any chance? Are you familiar with the new Kyle Anderson documentary, uh, Chris D'Elia, The Problem with Chris D'Elia? Yeah, he's going to be here in March. Oh, Chris is going to be there in March. Wow. Okay. So I, I guess you guys aren't aware with what's going on with Chris D'Elia, right? You, I mean, you can't be aware of what's going on. I mean, I heard he, I heard he's a good kisser. Well, yeah. If he's if you're talking about uh, you know women that are under the age of eighteen, then I think uh, you know you'd be on to something there. No, that's just what Chris told me. Oh, Chris told you that. Okay, so Chris probably left out the fact that, yeah. uh, you know, he was, uh, you know, fooling around with uh, chicks that were under the age of eighteen. Now, in, in in many states, probably all the states in America, that would be considered pedophilia, right? Uh, that's not me saying it. That's just the laws that are, you know, in the uh, the books, so to speak. Oh no, actually, each each state is differently wrote. Like, in, I mean, unfortunately. As the blue laws are, you know, each state has a different. Uh, what would you say, age of consent? Uh, okay, so so Chris uh. Chris hooking up with fifteen and sixteen year olds is is all by the book. You would say you'd have to ask your state senator on the differentiation of ages on based on their state statute. Don't you agree? 
I, no, I definitely agree. My state senator is Alex Jones, and he tells me that uh, anybody under the age of 18 is a no-go. Like, Alex, you know Alex Jones? I, I know, you know Alex Jones? the Alex Jones. That dude fucking owes you 20 bucks, man. He owes, why does he owe me 20 bucks? He owes you 20 bucks? Fucking yeah, I voted for that motherfucker. He owes me 20 bucks. Oh shit! Well, I-, I could try to get on. I could try to make a phone call uh, if you'd like me to. I mean, step for me real quick. Hey, can you can you do me a huge favor? Sure. Can you call Alex Jones for me? I can try to give Alex Jones a call, but you got to promise me one thing. I- I'll I'll give Alex Jones a call, but you got to promise one me second. one thing. Hold on. Okay. That's what's up. What's up? What's up? No, so I was just going to say, if I call Alex Jones, you have to promise me that you're going to, when you see Chris D'Elia, you got to tell him that hooking up with women under the age of 18 is a no-go. I don't care if your state says the, the different consent laws. I don't care. That doesn't matter to me. You know, I have a friend, and she wants to go to a, a Chris D'Elia show, but she's 16, and she's fearing for her life. Like, she doesn't want to go. She doesn't want to be potentially taken advantage of. I mean, I'm sure you can understand that. She probably needs to talk to her parents. Well, that would be true, but Chris was in her DMs uh, and saying that it was it was all above board. Listen, you know, we could agree to disagree that Chris is a piece of shit. I, you know, I'm not here to try to get you jammed up with that. Uh, no worries. Is Chris doing a kid's show then? From the from the sounds of it and the, and the looks of it, it seems that the, that's all he does is kid shows. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'll I'll be sure to tell the Gilloy Theater that Christy Lee is doing a kid show. Perfect. If if I if Christy right? Christy Yes, that is. It's Delia. D E L I A. Gilloy Theater. Yeah, just. I think he's doing. Yeah, I think he's doing two kid shows. Yeah, yeah, it, that that that's just not cool, man. I mean, he's like fucking almost forty years old. I mean, the, what what are you doing? You know. But you know, the good thing about Cristalia is he is coming around and he is starting to pray for his haters. So I guess I would be considered one of his haters. So he is praying for me. So that's a good thing, right? Well, hey, I think my phone is dying, my friend. Hey, listen, dude. Uh, there? You, yes, you're on yeah. a radio show. This was a prank call. I just nope. wanted to say you're a trooper, man. Thank you so much uh, for taking part of this show and uh, this whole process, man. You're fucking. You're you're a sport. You're a hell of a sport, man. He was great. You guys are amazing. Um, hey, could you do me a huge favor though? Yes, depends. Hello, can you call my? Could you call my mom back for me? Sure, if you if you'd like to give me her number, yeah, sure, I'll call her back. Yeah, could you call her back for me? Sure. She says she made you pancakes. Oh, she made me pancakes. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, check it out. Yeah. All right, the joke's over. I'm the only one doing jokes here. I I feel like you're doing a bit on me while I'm doing a bit on you. So the the joke's over, man. Thank you for your time. The Blue Room Theater guys comedy uh, special. Hey, man, give it up a a round of applause, man. Dude, that guy was he was ready for that, bro. Right into it, dude. I don't know if you realize what you said. I don't know. I was just kind of going. Why? What I say? You said I'm a comedy virgin. And I went to the Sam Tripoli show, and he left a great taste in my mouth. <laughs> Did uh, I say that? You said that, bro. Whoops. <laughs>
I notated you in the chat verbatim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see that now. I'm a comedy virgin, and Sam Tripoli left a great taste in my mouth. Dude, why Why did I keep forgetting the name of that place? But uh, I got the number. Because you're looking up five different fucking places. That was the Blue Room Comedy? The Blue Room Comedy Club. Club. Okay, I kept saying store. Is okay. this the comedy store? Guys, that was fucking amazing though. He was yeah. That guy went with it, but I feel like he started to do a bit on me. Yeah, you know, and I'm, while I was, I don't like that. Double My mom's bits. making your pancakes. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, dude, what? Oh, can you call Alex Jones for me? Like, <laughs> come on, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to get him up on the stage, bro. Maybe, dude. Fuck, dude. We'll, we'll have to call him on Skype. You know? Yeah, he obviously has a uh, a very personable view of life dude yeah. i mean to be working at the comedy club i guess you got to be kind of funny you know i guess or like lighthearted with it he definitely checked those boxes though he, he wanted me to call his mom back to make him pancakes yeah i wonder what kind of fucked up shit he would have had you into like you would have called and it would have been like some kind of freaky deaky like crystalia cult porn shop or well, something dude you heard i mean that but that's the biggest cope we're getting uh from a lot of people right it's like oh man the 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 Every state is different with their consent laws, right? And it's like, that's bullshit, bro. Yeah. If they're under the age of 18, pass. Have a moral compass and know right and wrong. Again, I don't want to hear that state shit, it, bro. But again, though, as long as we have people like this sticking up for Chris D'Elia and all these other fucks that are doing this underage shit. Right, well, they're normalizing everything. And we're never going to be able to move on. Yeah, nah, yeah. we'll never move forward. You're right. But that was fucking fun. That was a cool one, dude. That guy was a trooper. He was playing right into it. Until he started fucking around back. Yeah. yeah. He started playing a fucking bit on me. Uh, I had to really contain myself to not laugh. Well, see, you got to be careful because they could hear you. Oh, really? Well. Yeah. So that's why I was like, chill. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I was trying to be quiet, but I was really trying. It was hard, dude. You're like cackling over there. Yeah, that shit was funny, bro. And I and then I was typing stuff into the chat, reading it back. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so that was our prank call. Uh, I was trying to call the Moran Theater where Chris D'Elia was performing, but instead we called the Blue Light Comedy Theater? Comedy uh, Club? Yeah, Comedy Club. Comedy Club in, you know, where that was at? Uh, I think it was Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. Minnesota. And that's, uh, I, I was calling uh, to check up on Brendan Shaw because he's going to be performing there February 3rd and 4th. Maybe we'll do this. We'll put a pin on it, put a pin in it, and then next week, I think it's February 3rd and 4th, we'll call back. Oh, hell yeah. And 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 check out what's going on. And there. really dig our nails deep into the Brendan Shaw, Crystalia comedy show. And hopefully we get that guy back on the Oh, on the dude, phone. he was a trooper. All right, uh, let's move on, guys. This is going to bring us to uh, this week's segment of This Week in Shop. Oh, shit. This Week in Shop. All right, uh, let's go to it, guys. This past week, Brandon Schaub, uh, he did a lot this week. He uh, was coping out, uh, making copes on the fighter and the kid of why uh, he thinks the fighter and the kid and all his podcasts are getting shadow banned. Uh, which makes pretty much no sense because Brendan Schaub and Brian Cowan are the the opposite of what edgy fucking comedy is. Definitely, dude. So, and, and that's pretty cringy to even hear him consider talking about being shadow banned. Exactly. Uh, we're gonna watch that uh, coming up here. We are going to watch. Let me see. I gotta pull up the notes. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. I'm loving it. Let's see. I gotta pull up my notes here. Give me one second here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I mean, Brendan Shaw puts out like eight podcasts a week, so I have to keep up with all of them. 
But uh, essentially, Brian, yes, they think they're being shadow banned. And uh, let me see. Brendan has accumulated what he thinks to be psoriasis from stress. So Brendan is actually caught psoriasis this past week. And he thinks it's from stress, from overworking. What the fuck is he stressed about? Yeah, well, that's my question. Uh, and then and the second fighter in the kid, because they put out two episodes a week, uh, the boys fired Hella Mark Harley. So that's wow. one thing we're going to get into is the boys cutting ties with Mark Harley. I wonder what happened with that. Why they do that? Uh, well, let's find out, Clem. What do you say? Could be scapegoat reasoning. Could be. Could yeah. Be. Uh, so let's jump into it. This is uh, over on Reddit. Uh, well, let's here. Let's do this first. We got to go to Brian Callen's hundred. So this was the second fighter in the kid. We're gonna do that first. And this is Brendan uh, alluding to the firing of Hella Mark Harley. So check it out. Like you know that punch thing? Yeah. If you like whip it, it'll go higher. Well, like I think it just measures the initial thing because I just did it. Yeah, give give Chin the breakdown. You brought in your stupid strength thing. So this is strength thing. I did. Um, you did nine. I did a hundred. My best is one nineteen on this stupid thing, but I just did one oh nine. Brendan's first time was one ninety eight. <laughs> George did one forty two. Big Croat. Yes, sir. And Casey did zero. No, I think it was one on two. I beat my meat with the same hand. Oh, I'm sure you do, Brent. Oh, a lot of beating the meats. I like bringing that because it fucks everybody up. That's what happens. Now you're all Keep practicing, Case. Keep practicing. It didn't record my first one. That would have been the best one. Well, congrats, Case. Thanks, man. It's the fighter in the kid. This is really the fighter, the in, the fighter in the kid. Come on, baby. All right, let's check I, it out. I had a friend. I watched him. I watched his band, and I, I go, uh, he was such a character. I watched his band, and, and I was like, no, this is, you're, we were just having a conversation about people who, who, no fault who just have no fault. So I, I watched this guy. He's, he's in a band. He, he plays his thing, and, um, and I was like, it was good. It was all right. And I go, uh, but he was playing covers. And I go, you write your own music? He goes, yeah, I do. You know, I go, well, will you, why didn't you guys play some of your, you know, your own your stuff? Own you want to be a musician, you got to come up with your own stuff. He goes, yeah, we do. I mean, you know, I write. You know, and I go, when do you write? I mean, when when you guys practice. Tom says in the chat, I hate these two. <laughs> yeah, so do we, dude. Checks out, bro. He goes, practice. I go, when you guys practice the band, he goes, we don't Rehearsal. practice. I like this, he goes, we don't practice. And I go. But wait, you don't, so you don't get together and rehearse, like writing songs. Like bad. He goes, no, dude, I don't have to, I don't have to practice. Like, oh, first show I do, like when we get back, I might be a little wobbly, but over that, I'm like, okay. I remember just going, I am right, so no Brandon's longer going to talk to you because you will Hella never Mark do Carly the here. things Check I, oh, I, I thought you were a musician who was yeah. actually trying to make it. I was like, oh. I go, well, you know, Aerosmith's been doing, I don't know, 60 years. You know, they rehearse. Oh, dude. But you guys are good? Dude. And Leonard Skinner, there's a whole documentary on them writing songs where they would meet the, the, the doors. Everybody who wrote those songs every day, every day. Well, it's like I was talking to a comic. He's like, I don't do spots around town, man. I don't do spots around town. There's no reason for you. Hmm. Hmm. Louis C.K. has been doing, I think, 35 years. 38 years. You know, he still does spots. 38 years. That, that podcast, you know still does spots that podcast with Rogan was very enlightening. I sent it to a bunch of young comics. I was like, there's a lot, of good, insights. And stuff? a lot of good insights. But it's not, yeah, because... There's the comics like who are super out there and super famous, like Rogan, 
Burr, who are like, write it down on paper, never forget it. I get home and I'm writing, writing, writing. I'm not that way. And a lot of Clearly comics aren't. Not, Just the same Brandon. way in school, like some people are visual learners or whatever. Like you, there's a certain way to learn, right? Louis and writes like, on the way. stage. Louis writes on stage, but he's also like, I get an idea in my head, I'll write that word down, and then I figure it out on that's stage. How, that's how I do. That's it. how a lot of comics, a lot of comics do I've it. Always done then it some way. can. There's no right or wrong way as long as you're doing it. Yeah. And then him talking about the All way right, he, like, he has a colonel, and he'll just b eat dick, bomb, 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 and eventually come out. Like, in a lot of comics, you know this, but scared to do that because you want to go on and kill because you're worried about what people are going to think. Yeah. Louis just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Dude, when Louis... It made me Louis laugh. And it made me laugh so bad when Louis and Rogan, because they're polar opposites when it comes yeah. to, like, taking care of their bodies and just, like, life and the discipline when it comes to, like, you know, the gym and stuff. And Rogan goes, I don't know if you saw uh, Andrew Humor, and they're talking about Cold Tub. I'm like, I wonder why he's talking about Cold Tub with uh, Louis. But I think Louis talking about... He, he's talking about cold plunges and hot plunges yeah, and, and, and Louis proteins. goes, oh, my God, stupid. <laughs> All right, come on, get to it, guys. He's, he's, what he's, kind of life do you have when you have to get into a hot, cold bath and then a hot bath and actually have a conversation <laughs> about it? I was like, I was, was like, this. I'm listening to it. I'm, I was driving. I was like, you're not for it. I got, I got this weird stratosphere. If you have a human job, you know, about cold. I remember when like, you guys always gave me shit. Where everybody was in the cryo and cryo had its own. You go, like, what? Sat in ice bath. Everyone's doing cold plunges. Yeah, Sports. way before you're morning off with it. I really don't give a shit. I, mean, I, do, I do like getting cold water and set up a cold tether. All right, I'm going to run 20 sprints every morning. A it's lot of benefits. I don't care. It's, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. too much of a ordeal. And like the I actually thing. don't care about living to 100. That's the other thing. No, me neither. I don't. And I, really, I really don't. They tell you, the cold plunge ain't going to get you 100. I don't think so. No, there's, there's bigger issues in our lives. No. I, I think, yeah. This might be it. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, I actually think Come that on. if you. Yeah. Well, right? Yeah. Also, super healthy people taking anything is an Everest. Frozen. Highly. If your thing is do cold plunge every Respect. cold plunge, your sleep better be. Well, those are. Well, but the, the, the. They have found. Yeah. And your oh, friendship. Where the fuck and is your this community dude? has. Yeah. You don't know the story. He was doing a. He was. Five, which is not good. Yeah. Over 103 is fucking trouble. Yeah. 105 I, I, is deep. I, I must have fucking marked down the wrong time uh -oh. spot. But essentially. The only clip that we had from this one was uh, Brendan uh, was referring to, but not directly speaking towards uh, Mark, but he was, re you know, hinting towards, he's like, oh, we just had to fire some people. And he was referring to Mark Harley because they just fired Mark Harley. And how do we know? Well, because we're going to go here to Reddit. And uh, this was Mark Harley going back and forth on his Instagram this past week. And this is from somebody, uh, K-H, uh, K Hadaka 11. And he adds, Mark Harley says, you get fired from the fighter and the kid. Brendan made a joke about firing more people. Then I realized you have not been on for weeks. Mark Harley responds, yeah, he fired me, but another person quit. Guess he's trying to reframe that. Okay. Okay. Then we have another guy, uh, which is Red and Gold 23 over on Instagram. It says, hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. When does the... Here, I'm going to do it like this. <laughs> hey, Mark. When does the NDA expire? Asking for 108,000 friends. We're all, we're all heirs, Papa. Meaning all ears. Uh, are you the one causing Papa the psoriasis? And then Mark Harley responds... Uh, red and gold. What does NDA mean? New details ahead, he says. Okay, so we're going to oh. possibly get some new details. We'll have to follow up on that. 
Uh, Anita Reem over on Instagram says, Just read some comments here. I'm sorry here you're gone from the fighter and the kid. I thought you were better than they gave you credit for. Does this mean you're not a part of Thick Boy Studio entirely now or just the fighter and the kid? And then Mark is going to say, Anita Reem. Yeah, it's hard for some people to give credit where it's due. I'll be doing my own thing from now on. And then we have one more commenter on Instagram, and or actually two. And uh, it's going to be, well, Hello Mark Harley first starts off on this comment thread. It says, uh, never broke again. <laughs> Seems like you're trying to control my reactions to people commenting on me getting fired. In your opinion, in need uh, to be hot. Uh, wait, in your opinion, in need to be hostile to everyone commenting on my Instagram page, even if they're not being insulting. Never broke uh, says, hello, Mark Harley. If someone was my friend and then some guy who clearly is part of some cult that hates my friend on Reddit is commenting on my posts, making jokes that I'm a part of it, I wouldn't reply laughing with them. But hey, I don't know what happened between you guys. Maybe you guys weren't even close. Maybe you were on the ride for money the whole time. So it doesn't bother you. Then he goes on and says again, uh, never broke. Says, hello, Mark Harley. I liked you on the show, by the way. Just thought you and Brendan were bros. But hey, maybe you weren't uh, to begin with. Or maybe the firing, this firing made you not like him anymore. And then Mark responds, for money, question mark. LOL, laughy face. Now that's funny. He insinuated, the guy insinuated it and Mark deflected. Right. Shit. I think he might have a point, that guy, bro. Oh, I think so, too, Clint. Absolutely. And I feel like Brendan's scapegoating. Sure. You know what I mean? Their their podcast isn't successful, so they're looking to blame everyone else but themselves. But honestly, I don't think it's Mark Harley's fault. I think it's Brendan and fucking Brian's. Honestly, I think the same, Clem. Now, we're going to watch Mark Harley, what he's been up to. Uh, since the firing uh, from Thick Boy Studios uh, and the, fi- uh, the fighter and the kid. This could be a blessing for Mark. Dude, I think this was a huge blessing In for disguise. Mark. In disguise, yeah, dude. The content that Mark Harley has been dropping, I'm not sure if you checked this out. I sent this to you. I'm yeah. Not sure. So this is some YouTuber with 1.2 million subscribers on YouTube named Isaiah Miranda. He's a gym influencer. Oh, yeah. It's, th- that's where Mark fits in, though. That's I mean, his stance. That's his, his vibe, dude, definitely. Creatine. I mean, if Mark Harley would, he would be uh, the next Liver King. Sure. If, given if the he wanted it, yeah. If he put himself out there like that, yes. Um, Now, a lot of people on The Fighter and the Kid and, you know, haters will say, which is Mark Harley's podcast, a lot of people thought Mark to be cringe. But I don't think that's the case. I think it was the case because Mark was kind of limited to what he was able to do. Right. But now that he's away from Brendan, we actually are going to see Mark the real blossom. shine. Yeah. yeah, and he's blossoming into this fucking beautiful fucking dandelion, brother. Uh, so <laughs> uh, wow, dude. <laughs> you got his back. I love I, it. No, well, well I, I've had a change of heart, Clem. Wow. After watching some of this content, it's been fucking really good. I mean, and look at the views they get, bro. This is more than the fighter and the kid. Now, granted, these are YouTube shorts, but still... 149k, 398k, almost a million, a million, right there. Uh, another one, one million. Uh, I'm just trying to look at the ones that he's in the thumbnail. 3.4 million. Holy shit! Damn, dude. 
So they're getting it in right now. Mark yeah, Marley. Dude. Yeah, dude. Another one. One and a half million. I mean, the fighter and the kid, they get about 40K an ep. Right. That's nothing. That's crazy. So you, Mark Harley's not the problem. No. Clearly. Well, dude, Brendan Schaub was used to getting anywhere from like 300000 to a million per ep. Per episode, yeah. Now that has since declined, and now he's averaging, like I said, 40, and if he has on a guest, maybe 75K. That's wild, ep. right? That's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing, right? That's wild, bro. Mark Harley teamed up with this guy, and they're doing a million easy. Yeah, they're hitters, dude. Easy. Yeah. So let's watch some of this. This is Mark Harley's content. Here's another one. Let's see it, dude. 185K. Let's see what the hype's about, huh? All right, let's check it out. So this is Mark Harley and Isaiah Miranda over on YouTube, guys. If you haven't followed them yet, I, as you guys can see, well, I'm not subscribed. I'll subscribe now, actually. Uh, I did subscribe. So um, let's see. When you don't realize what you look like. Okay, so let's do this one. Uh, the guy uses every excuse. So this is Mark and Isaiah So, pretty good, right? Let's keep watching. Better than the fighter and the kid. Good production, good scripts, kind of gay, but still, <laughs> the overarching message is pretty good. It's there. You can right. see they have a tandem going. Here's another one. Wait, that's maybe him and his girl. All right, uh, let's check this. Wow, Mark Harley looks a lot different. Let me get a double cheeseburger with extra fries. Oh, we should try to get Mark on the pod. Dude, that would be lit. Get him to go bad on Brandon. Oh, me spanking him on this weekend shop? I could see that, bro. No, we're too excited for a bodybuilding show. Just chicken and rice. Get out. 
All right, uh, let's do uh, two more. It's much better than the fighter and the kid. Way better, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll say that much. Like you would actually watch this? Yeah, I could. I would. I would sub to Mark Harley's channel. Great editing, great camera work. Yeah, and they a great have a script, concept, concept. Yep. A lot of positives here. Why are you so shocked? Is it because of all this sexual electricity? <laughs> and Mark's actually a pretty good actor, I will say. And don't ever talk to girls like that again. Mark, how does speaking from the hard work for you? Yeah, he's holding his own. Uh, it works because she's my girlfriend. Oh. All right, let's do one more. What do you say? Absolutely, bro. More entertaining than Brandon fucking Shab. All right, here we go. This one's good. I've seen this one. How much sex do I have? Well, I have a lot of sex, actually, with really hot girls, too. Most no, of the time. No, no, no. I, tried... I said, how many sets do you have left? Left? No, it actually hangs to the right, which is pretty rare these days, but it's my truth. Oh, I don't care which way it curves. I'm just trying to learn <laughs> how to use that. <laughs> oh, I got you. Huh. Hey, what are you doing? No, 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 no. I got you. Yeah. You are really Put me short, down. Bro. Put me down. First of all, I'm not that short. I don't know why you want me to pull my pants down, but here you go. I have never met anyone so inconsiderate and so unworthy. How loud their music is, how loud they are speaking. You must have muscles for braids. <laughs> the braid is a muscle. You know that. It's <laughs> fucking stupid. Wow. It, it's stupidly funny. Yeah, yeah, that shit's funny. Just let me know when you're done. It's fine. You still want to see which way it curves? He looks so ridiculous. He does. I never Alright, so there it is, guys. Uh, hella Mark Harley putting out some fucking really he's, good content. Yeah, he stepped it up, bro. I gotta give it to him. Not a big fan of his, but I gotta give it to him. It's better than what he was doing before. Proud of you, Mark. Proud of you, fucker. Proud of you, son of a bitch. <laughs> Just stop the roids, and then we'll really be making some strides. This kind of sounds like Mark Harley, doesn't it? Does. <laughs> you do. You do. Hey, man. You just got to talk with a little more of a lisp. Hey, this man. There, there you go. I love Brendan Shop. Oh, my God. That's uh, hella Mark Harley in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go, dude. That was epic, bro. Um, all right, so that's uh, that's been kind of unfolding here. Uh, Brendan announced that he's been firing some people. Some people quit. Mark, uh, we find out that he started a new channel with Isaiah Miranda over on YouTube. They're popping off, right? So what could go wrong in the fighter and the kid world, right? Brendan has a handle over this whole situation, right? Oh, it's all under control, you apparently, think, dude. You would think. But uh, we're going to watch uh, a clip uh, from the... the what was this? I think this was the first fighter in the kid. No, this was the second fighter in the kid. So this is the cope Brendan Schaub is going to make over why his videos haven't been getting views. Lately. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. They're going to do a public service announcement right at the beginning of the show and let everyone know their new scheduled upload plan. So meaning like they're going to start putting out their audio at one time and their video at another time because they think YouTube is shadow banning them. Oh, the no, two, that's just another way of saying your podcast sucks. The two edgiest guys <laughs> on the Internet right here. And now I want you to really watch this. And then we're going to watch a clip of Joe Rogan with Adam Curry explaining, guys, if you think you're being shadow banned, that's cute. But you're not. So, and I feel like that's a direct insult to Brendan. Brendan, he's taking a stab. Like, yeah, you tried to 
Bike the hand that feeds, motherfucker. It's like an indirect backhand. Backhanding, I mean? yeah, yeah. All right, let's watch. Let's see this. Got an announcement. <laughs> Breaking news. Good stuff. Finally, kid is Finally. going back. We're dropping episodes now Tuesday, Thursdays. Tuesday and Thursday, 5 a.m. audio, 12 p.m. Pacific time. So they're dropping their audio at 5 a.m. and then they're dropping their video seven hours later. Why, you Why? might ask? Noon, What's that gonna help? You will get the YouTube video. So every starts, Tuesday, Thursday. Starts January 31st, 5 a.m. audio release, Tuesday and Thursday, 12 p.m. video release, guaranteed. Tuesday, Thursday. Guaranteed. guaranteed. Every That's time. That's what starts January 3rd. And the reason why, the reason why, Chin, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. The reason why I have psoriasis because of stress. But the reason why we're dropping the video at 12 p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays is because of YouTube algorithm that's messing with us. We say some crazy stuff. The YouTube algorithm they messing with they them. They say crazy stuff, Because dude. they say crazy stuff, man. Fuck out of my kitchen with that, boy. kind of retarded. They're we like, say crazy stuff. These guys are like the new Alex Jones on the internet, They're right? the new in the paint, dude. They're, right. They're the in the paint podcast. They just come and they fucking, you know, cross the line. And they they, they have no other reason uh, to be, you know, fucking not getting views than... You know, because they're being shadow banned. Miss me with the bullshit, Brandon. Miss me with that bullshit. Miss me with that bullshit. Isn't that wild? What a cope that is. Ah, dude, they're just telling any, they're telling themselves anything they need to soothe their little egos. That's all that is, bro. All right, let's keep watching. We're going to watch some comments, and then we're going to watch Joe Rogan respond to this video oh, indirectly. Oh, dude, I can't wait for that. Papa Rogan, dude, dropping the daddy dick on him. Let's watch. <laughs> YouTube doesn't like that, so we're getting demonetized. We're getting suppressed. So this is our way to combat that. I'm sure without changing the show, we can do whatever we want. We can still do what we want to do. No censoring, but no censoring. We can upload it early to see what gets flagged, so we know what we're dealing with. Because if we can't talk about dicks, we don't have a show. Yeah, and that's the right. Oh, that's why. Look at Brian. Watch Brian. See what gets flagged, so we know what we're dealing with. Because if we can't talk about dicks, we don't have a show. Yeah, and that's the right. Wait, let me see if I can get a freeze frame on that. Can't talk about dicks. We don't have a show. Yeah, and that's the riotous. Who's he looking at? No, he knows it's a lie, dude. Like, he knows this is all bullshit. Oh, yeah, he looks fed up. Look at the... I mean, there's no confidence in this man's face. Nothing, dude. Yeah, he looks like he's about to just start laughing at himself. Throws the mic, all disgusted-like. That is the man, the face of a man with an empty soul. He looks like he doesn't have much brains between his noggin either. There might be like a, what a walnut in there. Maybe, yeah, maybe like, there ain't dude. shit in there, bro. Wow. And this guy, this was—he's a stand-up comedian. He's a stand-up comedian. Yeah, ridiculous. It, you know, this guy just turned—I think fifty-nine this past week. He's like, uh, might as well be twenty-four. Like he's like a teenager, bro. Well, what I was gonna say is the only good thing about him turning fifty-nine is that he's. One, he's that much closer to death? He's that much closer yeah. to death, Al. Let's go. <laughs> Fuck yes. We'll be live streaming the death of Brian Cowan. Dude, absolutely. Dude, I'll be dancing. I'll be doing the Irish jig on his grave. Fuck you, Brian. Yeah, he sucks, dude. Give me something. Some substance. Something, man. Make me laugh, funny man. Make me laugh, funny man. <laughs> he can't, bro, because he's not funny. It's an anomaly. He's like, yeah, we're going to be posting our videos uh, seven hours later because we're getting shadow banned. Dude, no one fucking likes you, bro. And if you have 40,000 views, you're not shadow banned. No one fucking likes you, Brian. I, I don't think I we could even pull that off. Like, 
flicking the mic, like, and being serious. Like, yeah, no. Hey, man, check out my videos. With his fucking crotch spread wide open, bro. You can see his little bulge. We're being... Oh, dude, that's the worst. Hey, I'm glad you pointed that I out. I think I made a comment. Like, you could see that his shaft Both is of them. shorter than his actual nutsack. Both of them. Look, the man spread on this Look is at that, disgusting, dude. Yeah, he dude. has a clitoris. Look at that. I mean, you can't help but look at it. No homo, but he's just leaving it all wide open. Into the gray wide open. And then look at fucking Brandon's got his grundle hanging out. My goodness, dude. And they call this a podcast. Oh, dude, it's a grundle cast. A Jesus Christ. A grun cast. You think they shave their nads before they did this segment, or they're just going in raw dogging? Raw dog. Oh, God, it's probably stinky and like a 1970s porno. Need to bust out the lawnmower for this motherfucker. You know Brendan be dropping some big stinkers, dude, too. Look at Brendan's face while he's yeah, He looks it. smug like he just shit in his own diaper. Look at him. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like, dude. And why has he got the Hitler stash? I'm dude, sick of him, dude. Nine. I'm sick of him. I would piece him up, bro. What you? I don't know. Call him out. Call him out. Let me do that. Call him out, dude. I don't want Double down on it, you son of a bitch. No. Call him out. His ears just make me uncomfortable. Look at that, dude. He looks oh, man. Looks like I could stick a whole entire cotton ball in there and pull out his fucking brain, brain, dude. Yeah. (laughs) You know he's got CTE brain, so it's like, might as well do him a favor. Fuck you, you Waldo-looking motherfucker with his Hitler stash, dude. Wow, dude. My bad. I just went on a little tangent. No, I, we enjoyed that. Yeah. Let's keep watching, though. Uh, the next uh, 30 seconds or so, they're going to explain what's actually going on. Oh, God. I can't wait for this one. Yes, we did. Because we back at it again. It's the, the, the best part of their show is the theme song. It's the fighter and the kid. This is really the fighter, the and, the fighter and the kid. We're out. So, so we're we're delaying the fucking show. Delaying the show because he's texting, texting about his fish again. Oh, my fish died. So for the fourth week in a row, Brendan Shop is texting and uh, hinting towards his fish. You think Brendan's a gay fish? I think that's a spirit animal for sure. Gay fish? Yeah. What kind of fish? Clownfish? Goldfish? Goldfish? Because Gold fighter they're, fish? They're, they're, no, goldfish are pretty gay. Yeah. They're pretty fucking gay. Cause I'm a gay fish. Gay. Did you ever see that South Park? No. No, that's a good one, dude. Gay fish? Yeah. Should we look it's it up? Kanye West, yeah. Oh, yeah. We looked at it on one episode, didn't we? Did we? we? Brandon? Yeah, type in when he's recording it. Uh, gay South Park gay fish recording behind the scenes, and he's recording. It's hilarious. Or it's South Park gay fish live recording, and it's the guy in the studio. This is should be Brendan's. You should clip a video using this as the theme song with Brendan Shop. Yeah, it'll still work too. Fans know I love them, but a gay fish just can't live in the outside world forever. Don't be sad for me, guys. Are we gonna get pulled for playing this music? I don't think so. Wait till he get. Wait till he starts singing, or you can speed it. Yeah. Girl, 
Sounds like T-Pain right. or Akon. Can you believe that? I could believe it. Those that two was, fucking guys. That was a good uh, fucking. What's their Dude, name? Dude, that was pro. S- not uh, Seth. Um, Trey, Parker Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah, yeah Matt Stone. They're hilarious, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, that was fucking good, dude. That was a good callback. I'm glad we put that on side I by side you. with Brendan. Uh, but Brendan Shop uh, is texting right off the bat on this episode, and Brian gets annoyed because for like I said, the fourth week in a row, Brendan. Shab got into now. Remember our first show back. the The main bit of this week in Shab was me with the fish tank, the fish tank, and the goldfish. No, I thought it was just going to be one and done. He was just talking about his fish because no, this is his legacy, bro. This is his life. My goodness, could you be any more fucking lame ripping off a of South Park? I don't know. I don't think he could. No, and good Finding thing we're here to call it out. Yes, fucking yes. expose Brendan Shab and his stupid fucking cousin. All right, uh, let's go to, I think there's one more clip of this, and then we're going to watch Joe Rogan. So now, remember the shadow ban thing? Yep. Joe Rogan's going to address that. Uh, but let's go to, i got to go to my notes. Right. Let's see it, dude. Uh, we're going to go to, I think it's like one, where's it at here? One, oh, seven, oh, five. And uh, Brendan has uh, accumulated what he thinks to be psoriasis from stress. So 107.05, 
Check it out. Brendan's shop has gotten psoriasis. Go right here. 106. Oh, I'll cut my thumb off. <laughs> Rest of the day. The worst. I can't do it. Mission impossible. So disgusting. Yeah, Close I, uh, your fucking um, legs. They, they, they ruined your camera uh, in San Francisco. They ruined the city with that bullshit. Oh, dude, I forget to tell you because of the fish tanks, I'm always having my hands in the water. Yeah, broke out in hives. Yeah, you look get at, you have a white ick. Yeah, look, look at look, look, look at my skin. That's called ick, bro. Yeah, Let whatever. Me Let me see. I'm gonna turn That's in. a virus of some kind. Oh, I'm taking pills for it, and I have, I have look, shop I have has spots all over my body. Now. Good for you. I noticed that. About Not you. my wiener though. Everywhere but the wiener. Legs look like. Yeah, well, we could see your wiener, so you we know. Oh. On your legs? Oh, Let me dead. see. Oh, you broke out into a fucking... That's, uh, that looks like psoriasis. Dude, that's, Baba, that's psoriasis. What the hell is that? They say, Baba? It's, they say it's from stress. They say you it's from psoriasis. stress. Yeah. What are you stressed about? Stress. Baba? And fish tanks. You got psoriasis. That's not a fish tank. That's psoriasis. Mm -hmm. You have what I used to have. Yeah, I know. You're going through some shit. You gave it to him. Yeah. But that's you never had stress. it before then, right? No. So that means that's that is oh that my is god classic psoriasis. Remember when Brian had it? I had the exact same thing. Jokes on me. Remember <laughs> when I made fun of you? Yeah. Not so funny now. Is so it guys, bad? I just want to say this. Keep it up. Keep up the hate for Brendan. Keep going to Reddit. Keep posting your fucking uh grievances with Brendan Shaw because we're getting to him. He's stressed out to the point where he's accumulated psoriasis. Yeah, guys. Jesus, dude. What a Why fact, would he air dude. that out to the public? Like, keep that to yourself. Because he's bro. bitch made, dude. Well, he's got nothing else to talk about, clearly, in that empty, thick candy skull of a head of his. Nothing else going on up there. Let's watch here. Let's watch this Joe Rogan. Uh, we have Joe Rogan coming at Brendan. Joe Rogan. You are making these bold claims based on zero data. Yeah. Like, you ain't getting any, you're not doing any research, and yet yeah. everybody claims to know they're shadow banned. Of course. Oh, yeah. Everybody, you know, shadow banned. Oh, I see people like that, like, that have a thousand followers and they think they're shadow banned. Like, come on, man. Like, it's so weirdly grandiose. And it's a thing, like, people have this, there's a, a nice feeling that someone is trying to hold you back. You know, someone, your content's too dangerous, Adam. So right there, Brent, uh, Joe Rogan coming at Brendan hard, at, dude. I think indirectly, yeah, indirectly, laying it on pretty thick there, though. For the thick boy, Brendan. <laughs> oh, down with the thickness. Uh, let's watch this. We have Rick Glassman on uh, his podcast. Now this is the first time we're bringing up Rick Glassman. This is a character I would like to bring up more on our shows, but he does a podcast called uh, "Take Off Your Shoes" or "Take Your Shoes Off." Tyso is the acronym. And uh, Rick Glassman was on The Fighter and the Kid like three or four weeks ago before the whole fish thing broke out. Uh, so I think this was before the fish. So this is maybe like five or six weeks ago. But Rick Glassman was roasting Brendan Schaub and Brian Cowan to their face. And it really hasn't been brought up uh, since uh, Rick was on their show until Bobby Kelly was on Rick Glassman's Take Your Shoes Off. And they uh, Rick brings it back up. So this is from TFATK over on YouTube. We've had him on the channel before. If you're not subscribed to this guy and you love Brendan Schaub and Brian Callen and the fighter and the kid and that whole fucking universe that they got going on, subscribe to TFATK over on YouTube, man. He, he will bring you fucking the best videos on a daily basis. But this is Rick Glassman recapping his uh, appearance on the fighter and the kid and why he did what he did with Bobby Kelly. So let's check it out. Comedian Rick Glassman recounts his appearance on the Fighter and the Kid podcast with Brendan Schaub and Brian Callen. And he doesn't really have any good things to say. Basically, he's roasting them once again. May the trashing commence. Bobby Lee, you know what to do. Roll the goddamn footage. Like, you feel like it 
takes away from ours? Like it's not as special? I'm not saying it's not as special. No, I'm not saying that. It's still special. But I see you have a similar relationship with other comedians. Uh, maybe. Of, there, there, there are some people that I'm very, very close with, but not I that I've known you, as little as you. I saw you on the Fighter and the Kid podcast. Yeah. Having a grand old time. I had a great time. Okay. I was just, you know, I was, I was giving, I was, I was serving them, serving them, uh, serving them what they deserved. A little beaten. Yes, Rick. You really did. I saw that. You really went after Brian. Well, somebody had to. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck, yes, dude? Yes, what the yes. Dude, dude, what Rick the fuck, ass, dude? Rick. Dude, dude. Rick's so alpha. Dude, you just fucking smacked the shit out of me on my own show. <laughs> so alpha. That is so inappropriate. I, I guess. I mean, it, it scared me, though. Did I do that with you? No, you don't need to do that with me, dude. You know why? Why? You are my sunshine. I got it. Quote, I was serving them what they deserve. End quote. Rick Glassman, 2023. Thank him. Oh, and what the fuck? That's Bobby Kelly? Does he have cancer or something? <laughs> I mean, I heard he lost weight, but damn. I thought that was I heard Tito he had some Ortiz. sort of stomach surgery and seems to be doing well. Great surgery. He never had it. Glassman gets major bonus points for gadooshing Brendan Schaub two times now. But overall, he's a really neurotic dude that I can only take in small increments. Agreed with that. It felt like... Rick Glassman was very close to saying serving them orange chicken. Brandon Schaub would never have the chance to exist in the comedy realm if he were to come up during the ONA prime era. Agreed. Just imagine if Baba was going on the radio with Jim Norton, Anthony Cumia, Bobby, Patrice O'Neill, and Rich Voss. What Joe Rogan did to his MMA career times a thousand. Patrice O'Neill would have no patience for his wannabe comic chops. Yeah. Rick Glassman went after Brendan Schaub through Callen because he knows how cuck Brian Callen is. Is and how sensitive Bapa is. Yes. It was a masterpiece. Rick Glassman with the gadoosh. Now only if we could get Howard Stern to roast Brendan Chubb. <laughs> yeah. I saw you on the Fighter this guy's the Kid great. podcast. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome, dude. Wow. Randall time. Well done. So if you're not subscribed to TFATK over on YouTube, go check them out. Or check him out now, man. He puts out the best fucking Brendan Schaub uh recaps. Pretty much every day he's putting out videos. Shit. And he's growing. He's got like, dude, he went from, I, I subscribed to him when he was at like, I think he was at like 2,000 subs. He's almost at 10K now. Just from Brendan Shop hate bro. content. All right. Uh, we got the golden hour. Uh, we have like three clips from the golden hour. And then we're going to do uh, two bears, one key. We got three clips from that. And then we're going to do Clem's Corner. We're going to wrap it. Let's do it, dude. How does that sound? Sounds good. I think we're at almost the six hour mark. Six hours out. It doesn't even feel like six hours. Right, dude. Five's cruising, moving, brother. Anton, all crap. I missed the show. BRB. You gotta watch the whole fucking thing. Gotta now. watch the whole show. Yeah, bro. Gotta. But hey, at least he tuned in. Shout out to you, yeah, Anton. Respect for making it, dude. Anton was a trooper on Monday. He was there in the chat, fucking holding it down, holding baby. Holding it down, getting people to like and subscribe. Wow, let's go. Yeah, he's a trooper, man. Thanks, buddy. One of the real ones, dude. I might make him a mod. Cause you the realist, yeah. I'm a realist and an optimist. An optimist. Yeah, check this out. Ready? I'll do it for you, Clem. Here, can you sing me those lyrics in three? Wait, hold on. Hold on. I gotta figure this out. All right. All right. Ready? <clears throat> Sing me those lyrics in three, two, one. Cause I'm a realist and an optimist, baby. I, I forget swear the word. To you. No, I swear to you, not getting over it. Yeah. That reverb's nice, right? Yeah, it sounds good, dude. This processor's I amazing. For, I forget the words of that, but yeah, it sounds really good, dude. Yeah, it, it makes it sound nice and full, too. 
Yeah, like I said, uh, I'm not sure if you guys uh, seen the top of the show. Anton's laughing. But uh, the top of the show, man, I, I went out this past week. I spent, like, fucking so much money on this audio system. But it was well worth it. Oh, it sounds lit, bro. Got the cameras back looking pretty good. Uh, I don't know what, what the last two weeks have been funky. I, I covered that at the top of the show. So if you want to rewatch the show, go ahead after the show's done, of course. But all right, let's go to the golden hour. This drops every Friday. We have a couple clips from the golden hour, which is Brendan Schaub's podcast with Eric Griffin, Chris D'Elia. We're going to watch a couple instances here where Eric and Chris are going to get into it a little bit. They're going to do a little bit of riffing. We're going to watch Brendan, obviously making a fool out of himself like he usually does. Uh, what else we got? The guys, it's just pretty much this whole podcast. Uh, and then Chris is going to explain how he still prays for his haters. And uh, just pretty much a, a bullshit show. And we're going to break that down here for you guys. All right, uh, so let's go to the golden hour. Seven minutes. We're going to go from the intro to seven minutes. And uh, let's just see how it unfolds. The, the top of this first clip here is, this is a rare win for Brendan Schaub uh, for stopping the show and calling out Chris D'Elia's painted black fingernails, which we watched. Chris D'Elia went goth, and he's now painting his fingernails black. He's in a punk band. He's in a, yeah, he's in a grunge band. Yeah, look, days. look, they're even advertising it. It's called the Golden Shower Punk Band. Isn't um, that when you get yeah, pissed I'm, on, bro? I'm punk now. Yeah, know, yeah. Yeah, it's when you get pissed on. Yeah, so it might as well be. That sounds like something Chris Lee would be into. You know who Lana Rhodes is? Yeah. Lana Rhodes has famously has a porn where she gets pissed on Ugh. by a bunch of black dudes. Kind of gross. That, that's horrible. All right, let's watch. Uh, Brendan, this is a rare win for Brendan. Like I said, I'm not a Brendan Shop guy, but I will call out and give credit where credit is due. So uh, Brendan's gonna stop the show and call Chris. Pretty much, nothing wrong a with weirdo. Uh, being an only child, right? Hey, okay. nothing wrong. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> Look, I was an only child too for three years. We're friends that laugh. We're friends that shout. Sometimes we don't know what we're talking about. I watch. I watch too much, Brandon. Nothing Shut can up. stop us. Ooh, yeah. Cause I show you use the love. Just rebranded enough. It's stronger, better, bigger power. Cause it is the golden hour. It's the golden hour. Let's do this. If you, if you take Chris's phone away, his nose starts to bleed. Dude, I didn't have right. a phone for over a Let's month, and my it. shit was sitting pretty. Let it me tell you something. Died. Black nails. It takes <laughs> black <laughs> nails. He literally looked down at his phone. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's all, I, didn't I know just can't believe it took the likes of Brendan Shop to call out Chris call Delia's out, black nails. Right? Like, what does the world come to? You went like this. <laughs> Dude, I did it out in a month. <laughs> yeah. It was three days. Four days, and then I, uh, it takes about four days, and I was like, "Okay, I could do this." To uncleanse, yeah. To kind of go through the withdrawals, to get through, and to be like, "Okay." And then they say like two weeks is like the the major marker. To me, it it was like it was like four days. I was like, "You know what? I'm just chilling. This is just basically the '90s." They say it takes two weeks to break a habit. Yeah, they do. They do. And um, who says that? Uh, uh, that doctors. I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't. Talk. People always say doctors say shit, but you don't. You, you, I don't even know you doctors. Can't trust them. You know, but well, you can't. But also, I don't know. Do you know doctors? You talk to doctors. You might. I don't know doctors. I know, you know a few doctors. I, I know I one just, doctor. I just went to the doctor like a few months ago, mm-hmm. and I was really disappointed. And then I start to realize when you're a young person, uh-huh. you're only going to the doctor if, like, say you break your arm or yeah. something specific. Serious. Yeah. And they know how to fix that. Yeah. So Trust, that. Yeah. Trust it. So right? they have a, uh, a disclaimer at the bottom of the show here. It says to participate in the show, email us at the golden hour, golden hour subs. Subs at, at Gmail. At Gmail. Yeah. So my challenge to everyone in the audience is a bunch of. Our audience members should go over there, flood them with fucking like troll emails. You know what I mean? Oh hell yeah, yeah dude! And just like rep us and shit. Fuck yeah, bro! And tell them how much uh, of a scumbag. We gotta come up with a whole template and like have it be very direct and like have a plan of action for that. Yeah. Well, to do to and to accomplish some kind of goal. Well, we'll have to think about it and we'll have to bring it back. On <laughs> yeah, there. we'll bring it back. We'll spin it. We'll spin it. Off camera. That's just an idea I'm thinking of. Absolutely. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait. No, no, I mean, that's no, not. No, yeah. not yeah. Syphilis and whatever you yeah. get. Yeah. Herpes. But, scurvy. But what I'm saying is when it's time to go for like something like, you know, you're, you're like, oh, you have low testosterone right, or right, like right. cholesterol. Right. They don't know shit. All this kind of stuff. You, you kind yeah. of go, oh, I have to actually really kind of research this myself mm. and like ask like the, the doctors that really are into this no, sort you of need like a special specialist you need a special these people, I was like so a general doctor they they you have nothing. a real issue yeah. a general doctor with an, with an hourglass figure dude, like a that a general with my doctor bop bop bang yeah 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 dude if hey, you go hold on stop the show why are your nails black Brendan Schaub calling wow. out Crystal on the whim too Stopping the whole, I mean, this is Brendan's show. So for him to just stop the show, this was a big deal for Brendan. Like, why the fuck are, like, if you came in the studio, Clem, and you had your nails painted any color, I don't care if it's fucking red, I don't care if it's pink, I don't care if it's blue, I don't care if it was the color of the fucking eagles, I would stop the show, put the camera on you, and shame you. I would shame you, Clem. Hold on, keep doing that. There you go. I would fucking shame you, dude. Why? Because I'm glamorous? No, because you're a fag, dude. Because you're a bitch, you know? And that's what Brendan did here. And, hey, shout out to Brendan for actually standing up for what he, I think, believes in. But uh, but it is a question that was on everyone's mind. Chris D'Elia, this whole week had painted black nails. Didn't really describe why. I mean, he was just saying, like, oh, I'm grunge now. I went to Seattle. I went to Portland. And now I feel grunge, so I'm going to paint my nails black. He's going through a midlife That's crisis, That's the lamest guys. shit I've ever heard. It's a midlife crisis. He's trying to form a new identity because he's broken inside. That's why I was saying in the beginning of the show, we have to keep pressing it. We have to call the places that he's performing at. We have to write into these shows that they're fucking you know, promoting and leave them messages about how much of a fucking derelict Chris D'Elia is. Because either they don't know. The extent, or they just pretend. Or they pretend not to. So yeah, we have they to just blow it off. Dude. We have to fucking yeah, gotta rip, rip that, that band-aid exactly. off, dude. Yeah. Exactly. All right, let's keep watching. Let's uh so Brendan's stopping the show. Let's see what Chris uh, has to say. Okay. I'm gonna take a shot. <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on. Let me just so, ask you something. Yeah. Hey, you know magic? <coughs> no, hold on, let me ask you. You you Chris Angel? No. Are 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 you a witch at night? So, so are, you a, are you a warlock? So I'm punk rock, and I will tell you this: punk rock. Okay, so, fuck so I'm punk you. rock. So now I'm punk rock. Okay, you know, you life is constantly punk- about change, constantly about growth. I'm punk rock, and I will tell you this, dude. 
I was in the Northwest. I was doing shows in Portland and Seattle. I didn't even realize it, but the punk rock was taken over a few days beforehand, right? Like I was in the grunge scene, and I'm grunge, okay? And I'm grunge. With the two okay? chains? Yeah, well, uh, you know, I'm still me, but I'm also grunge, <laughs> right? Kurt Cobain so, wore chains. No, no, yeah, okay, so. And he killed himself. All right, when he was 26. <laughs> all right, well so this past is that. Chris's so, past that point. So, it's two bucks. Two. A lot of people kill themselves at 26 crazy. So, 26. Well, he didn't 27 himself, club. But, right, 27, 27 club. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm punk rock, so I get So I don't realize the punk rock taking over. So I get there. So I put the thing. It's Chris and Doug. I order first. I order the black nails. Okay. I order it. They come. I thought it'd be fun to do like Silly for Calvin. Kristen did it for me and did the, the thing. Right. You know. And now I'm in Portland and in Seattle and I kind of fit in, dude. And I was killing it, dude. And it was gloomy. And guess what? So was I. <laughs> it was gloomy out and so was I so the, the guy has completely lost it he, he's going through a midlife crisis um, let's go to the yeah, next clip really no explanation given no because he feels other grunge. than some bullshit yeah I mean it, he's the furthest thing from grunge dude he's lived a rich lifestyle <laughs> yeah it's the opposite of grunge yeah like and he's not punk either you can't just claim he's a poser that's just a straight poser all right, uh, let's jump to 1348, and Chris is recalling John Wayne being canceled. He's going to uh, he's going to do an accent, and Eric thinks it sucks, dude. For someone that got canceled and is trying to distance themselves from distance themselves from it, these guys talk about it more than fucking anybody. Yeah, he doesn't do a good job. Yeah, holy shit. But Eric, what I want to uh, drive home here is Eric is going to call out the, the bullshit. Well, the shittiness, not even just the bullshit, the shittiness that is Chris D'Elia. Good. Someone's got to do it. It's all good. Leave it alone. <laughs> Remember when they tried to cancel John Wayne? Yeah. yeah he'd been dead for 40 years. Remember they tried canceling <laughs> Sean Connery? Well, he so was alive when they tried to do that. No. And also, he, sma- he, he was like, you should smack a woman if she gets out of line. <laughs> yeah. No, Scalloway. Oh, no, that's not a good one. What? I thought he it was did say that. Yeah, no, he did say that. But that wasn't a good accent. <laughs> oh, I, I, I didn't mind I'm it. Not, I didn't mind people it. think I do impressions. I don't do it, bro. I just no, 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 no. Oh, you don't do you impressions. You think you do impressions? <laughs> no, no, bro. I don't like when people say I do impressions. I do. I'm silly and I fucking you know oh, what yeah, I mean. But like, I don't silly. have like actual good impressions. I don't. Yeah. All your impressions sound the same. Jamaican, uh, yeah. English. Oh. They all the yes. same. Yes. <laughs> Hello. That's, That's a win for Eric. Hello. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like this is like one. Of the, I think this is just a lack of education on both hey, sides. Hey, so that's a win. I'm not a big Eric Griffin guy, but that that's gonna win me over. Dub. When, yeah. When, when you call Chris D'Elia out and you call him, I want you guys to keep in mind too. This might be we might be watching the last like a divide here. A, well, divide, but we <laughs> Brendan's gonna stick up for Chris because Chris has more clout, right? So sure. Brendan's always gonna stick up for Chris. Eric is the odd man out. Eric is the the low guy on the totem pole. He needs these. Too, or at least he thinks, because they have they're they're better off in their careers. So for Eric to go out on a limb and to call out Chris here, I mean that speaks volumes to Eric. Right? Oh sure, and it, it just goes to show you, bro. It's like come on, Chris. It's like you suck. Yeah, no, nah, he sucks. Bro. You suck. Absolutely, I think Eric knows it too. That's why he's grilling on him. Well, he does know it. Yeah. but it that, it would be easy for Eric just to shut up and not say anything, right? And like and like ball wash, sure. Uh, 18 minutes, the guys are going to be talking about uh, the Eminem controversy. So there's this whole controversy with Eminem's, like, fucking something this week. Look it up on your own time. We don't, you know, we're kind of surpassed sure. uh, the explanation territory of the today's show. We've been on for six hours. Uh, and I'm Six piece. And I'm fucking starting to be a little delirious here. But uh, <laughs> the guys are talking about the Eminem controversy, and Chris is going to shout out his pod. He's going to do a shameless plug. 
Eric is going to try to do a plug for his show, and Chris is going to be a dickhead towards Eric. Uh, so that's the riffing is going to begin there, and then we're going to watch the boys admitting that they would just happily sell out. Now, Clem, we were talking about this earlier. You couldn't pay me enough money, and I'm I'm being dead ass. Like this isn't like some like shtick I'm doing for fucking YouTube or live or anything like that. I wouldn't sell out, bro. No. That's just not who I am. No way. You, I, I'll take money, but I'm not going to change my views. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that. There's a difference. Exactly. I would take money as well, but if they're like, hey, we're going to give you a million dollars, but you got to tone it back here. You can't make fun of Chris D'Elia, and you got to fucking- Yeah, like, no. I'm no, say what the fuck I want. You can't say fag and-, and Right. Like, yeah, no, no. Fuck you. I'll say what I want. I'll say what I want, and I'll take no money. Exactly. Yeah, how's that sound, fuck dude? You. I'll get a nine to fucking five. I mean, and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Nice. Yeah, I just had to do it. Good Stone Cold fucking... I, I'm not I'm like Crystalia. I'm not good at impressions, but I just do them anyway. <laughs> Boom. All right, let's watch it. Uh, so Chris and Eric are going to riff here, and then Eric is going to... Uh, well, after they riff... Uh, fucking... Lost my train of thought. But after they riff, we're going to watch Chris and Eric riff. After they riff... They're going to admit to that they would sell out. They would just fucking sell out for the money. So let's watch. Do you hear about that? Oh, yeah. Because five, 45 people on Twitter are like, what the fuck? You no, changed no. the green one's boots? Yeah, they know. They, they, they made you the put eyelashes one. on the brown one. They made the M&M controversy. Sexy. I know. I know. Like as if I was out here like, ooh, I want to smash that Eminem. You know what I mean? It is well, weird. I, like, I want to bend that Eminem over. I, I was <laughs> talking, about, talking about. I was talking about this on my podcast. Congratulations <laughs> going over. Check it out Shout after this one, but and Riffin or Griffin? No. All right, look, <laughs> do it on your own time, dude. So, but yeah, Tucker, whoa, 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 dude, they were going. Apparently, Tucker Carlson so it, was it like. It seems like a small little instance, right, where they're just messing around, right? But Chris and Eric, I mean, I, like I said, they're they're at odds. This whole podcast. I mean, you guys will have to watch. Right, they're it on taking their own stabs. Time. Yeah, it, that that's a like Eric is just trying to shout his like little pod. I mean, Eric only has like sixty live viewers in his pod at one given time. Right. So on a platform like Brendan Schaub's uh, Golden Hour, where it gets fifty thousand views, maybe he could convert some people who like sure. the Golden Hour get to a watch couple hundred. Them. Right. Yeah. And what's wrong with that? No, Crystalia ain't having that, bro. He needs the fucking spotlight. Exactly. For what? I don't really know, because he doesn't offer anything Nothing. but pedophilia. 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 Yeah, dude, you gotta get the whistle. Every time we mention Chris, just hit that. Hit that. Hit that sound bite. Which one? This one that I just did? <laughs> What's, I forget what that song is. Come a come a come a come a come a comedian. That? <laughs> no, the whistle from the actual song. I have to show you off camera. No, I don't have the whistle. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty uh like it's specific. All right. Oh well. Um. So th- I mean, so people think that was nothing. Ah man, maybe they're just fucking talking shit, taking digs, trading digs. That's serious. Oh that- yeah, bro. That's res- harped up resentment. For sure. So now we're going to watch the boys admitting that they would just sell out for anything. Let's watch. The video of Tucker Carlson talking about how how annoying it was that the green one now changed their shoes and stuff. And like he was like, now they have to be less sexy. And and it was like after a certain point of him talking about it, you were like, 
Do you jerk off to the Eminem? <laughs> yeah. Why are you so upset? <laughs> Pete, his <laughs> takes are so preposterous. Yeah. I mean, every night you're just like, Jesus Christ. He wears Christ, a polka dude. dot bow tie. You, you know, know what? When he laughs, it, and it's that fake laugh, well, it first, makes, first dude, of all, he's out of his mind. I used to think these people were like Tucker Carlson and, and Glenn Beck and all these mm -hmm. kind of people. Mm -hmm. I used to be like, oh, what's up with these guys? What's wrong yeah. with them? Yeah. And then you go to Forbes and, oh, you, right, you, and, you, and you Google their thing and they go, oh, they're just podcasters. Yeah. Tucker Carlson's just you. Can't even yeah, say yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tucker Carlson, just you. Can't even fucking say the name right. But he's Tucker Carlson's us, but in a shock factor way. Like no, but he's that's just why he's just like Brandon just fucking compared himself to Tucker Carlson. No, dude. Wow. Like that hype beast. What whatever's trending, whatever's new, he's gonna be a hot. Take but that's right what I'm you, you're getting on me for being like, ah, don't be so whatever. No, I know. And I know. he know he's the same way. He goes up there and he's like. Blah 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 yeah. blah blah, and then yeah. you know Fox pays him a hundred and fifty million dollars, and he gets you know, and he's like, hey, for a hundred fifty million dollars, guess what? I'm out there being like, ah, I'm, you know, these oh, blacks, huh? Oh, I'm saying you know one hundred fifty million dollars. I'm tucking my dick between my legs, going I'm to the locker. I'm saying anything. You that's want. what I'm saying. So oh. well, I'm, that's nice to know. Uh, yeah. That's very nice to know, guys. For a hundred, for whatever money, and that one hundred fifty million dollars is the example they use. But for any amount of money. You you would say anything that your bosses would tell you to say. Well, what does that say about them, bro? Well, they have no moral code, bro. I mean, Chris D'Elia, he's not the one that should be coming out saying that stuff either. I would say anything you tell me, like, bro, you're already corrupted. And is it is that pop? Is that punk rock? Or is that grunge? No. What he's he's establishment, hundred percent. But he, he made the claim that he's grunge, and he painted his fingernails black. Yeah, he doesn't know what he is, he bro. Does, hey, midlife crisis, Chris D'Elia. Yeah, dude. Midlife Chris. The worst thing <laughs> that ever happened to him was to get the clout from Justin Bieber, dude, and Eminem. The worst, because it blew up his ego, and that's why he's so fucked up. It's, Another example of someone getting a platform they don't deserve. It, it's it's just amazing how these guys think that they're they're above, bro. Well, not only that they're above, yes, but it's amazing how they forget sometimes that there's cameras and audio that's picking up the conversation they're saying. Yeah, well, they're trying to be funny, but like you could see through that, like the comedy aspect. But they're you could see. From watching it over and over and the things they say that they're dead serious. Yeah, well, that's not trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly they're, right. Well, they're trying to be funny with the shock vector value. Like, oh, if I say this, it's edgy and funny. But it's like, you know they're being for real and it's like concerning, like well, scary, dude. What's concerning, Al, if we came on here and was if, – if I came on here and was like, you know uh, – whatever, Fox News or Blaze TV, Daily Wire. If you guys want to throw me a million, ten million dollars, I will say whatever you want me to say. I'll suck a fart out of Candace Owens' butt for 150 mil. It's like, what are we talking about? <laughs> like, what, dude? That goes against everything you guys fucking claim to be. Right, dude. Yeah, well, they're edgy, grungy, punky, fucking... Do they, they just do everything themselves? They don't follow. No, they march the beat of their own drum. Counterculture. Psych. Yeah, dude. They're and you know this before they even said it. Just just the fact that they're doing a podcast about this shit shows that they're just trying to reach for a validation of internet fucking toonies. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's I mean, straight up, it, you're pandering to the internet audience of the world. You want to tell me that you're fucking anti-establishment? Fuck out of here, bro. Yep. Stop oh. insulting my intelligence. Get that shit out my kitchen, bro. <laughs> that was good. 
serious. Good Fuck, rant. bro. It, 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 it's just amazing how more people don't call it out. Um, I know, dude. It is concerning, but it just gives that. That's like we're a breath of fresh air. Twenty-five thirty-seven. We're gonna watch Chris. Uh, so we watched last week on his congratulations pod. We watched this week on his congratulations pod. How Chris D'Elia was praying for his haters. Praying for my haters. Where's that? Praying for his haters. Um. That, Glamorous. I, dude, I have a whole stream deck right here full of sound bites, like sound effects here. But this audio processor that I got has built in sound effects. So I'm going to try to use both. And it's like, fuck yeah. Kind of tough to do. But Well, you're doing a good job. I'm trying here. Yeah, um, all right. So 2537, Chris, for the, what's it, two weeks in a row now, is going to be praying for his haters. Now, Al, I said this when we were watching Chris uh, earlier. I feel like this is, he's like addressing us. When he's saying praying for his haters and praying for his enemies, I feel like he's directly talking to us. Because I made this clip, like I said earlier, I made the clip on how, you know, the first time Chris said this. And it kind of blew up. So the fact that he's readdressing it, I feel like he's kind of, like it's like a backhanded compliment, essentially. You know what I mean? Sure. So 2537. Yeah, well, this is a reoccurring theme, too. Chris is going to be praying for his enemies once again. Let's check it out. Yeah. Even someone as powerful as Steven Spielberg, it took him 20 years to make one more clip. Bro, I, well, went to, I went to the opening of Passion of the Christ. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> I, I went to the opening of Passion of the Christ with my Never grandma, who's super religious. And I'm not religious, so I, I don't know the, the whole yeah. story. You know, I'm an idiot yeah. when it comes to religion. I was watching, uh -huh. and when he, they're whooping his ass, and uh -huh. it's so graphic. Uh -huh. I my I look at my grandma sob. Yep, because she I, thinks it's real. It's a she just documentary. Yeah, she her. thought it was a legit. Yep, like, dude, I'm not religious either, but I pray for my enemies. I started doing that. I pray for my enemies, dude. Do you? Yep, I pray for my enemies, dude. I get on my uh, knees. Do you pray for your friends too? Disgusting. Or? No, they're fine. They're it, fine. It, they're it, good it, with them. You should say you're long. fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is how I pray for my friends. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna pray, pray for. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about you pray for your victims, Chris? Pray for the victims! You fucking asshole. Oh, dude, he makes me my skin crawl. Dude. Now you know, two two or so weeks ago, when we were when we first started bringing up Chris D'Elia on this show, I got fucking heated. Dude, I'm right with you, dude. Now you see it, right? Ugh. Now you see it. Makes me sick. All right, this is the last clip of this show, 41 Get him the fuck off, dude. I don't want to see him no more. This clip simply reads, good show, guys. That's obviously fucking not. If I ever see him at a party, hypothetically, I'm going to break his legs. Hypothetically, yes. Hypothetically. Hey, if there's a judge watching this show, if law enforcement is ever watching this show, we don't mean it. No. It's just, we're, this is a satirical podcast account. You sound drunker than I do, dude. <laughs> satirical. <laughs> Yeah, I've been sipping on Cristal. Sipping for the last on gin and juice. Three days, dude. I'm fucked up right now. You don't sip on Cristal. I'm sipping Cristal like it's 2003, my boy. <laughs> yes, sir. What are you, R. Kelly? Yeah. I'm gonna pee on you. I'm gonna piss on your head. You yeah. You I'm gonna pee on you. I'm gonna piss on your head. Little toot toot. A little bit of skeet, skeet. Yeah. Running her hands through my fro. 
<laughs> R. Kelly, dude. How do you write a song like I Could Believe I Could Fly and then just rape, bitches. rape a six-year-old? That's horrible, In a closet. dude. It's like the most uplifting song ever and then just a degenerous, grievous act. <laughs> Fucking terrible, dude. Clip that and put it on the internet, bitch. I'm Let's gonna, go. I'm an N-bomb. Oh, fuck. Well, now you can. You could be like, you... Hold on. You, you fucking, fucking bitch. Yes, sir, dude. Don't let it slip through. Don't let the finger <laughs> slip. What if that button stopped working? Oh, my God, bro. Where you the know, power went out or something on it? Yeah, it just stopped. Wait, <laughs> I, I lay off the hard R. I cut it with the A, so I feel like that's a little more acceptable. Well, I always say, dude, if they're allowed to use the word, why? and they use derogatory words for us, why? You motherfucking cracker. Or wigger or whatever, right? right? Why aren't we allowed to use the M word? Exactly, bro. There's it, a lot, the list of banned words that I think people just need to stop being so fucking sensitive about. I agree. I, that's my goal in 2023. We're going to work in a bit where we could use the N word. <laughs> the dictionary of fucking bad words that are becoming normalized. Well, we already say fag and yeah, retard. True. So, I mean, that's not far off. And I don't bro. mean it derogatorily. Just it's for the it's for it's the bit. It's for the bit, exactly. You know, <laughs> I have gay friends. So do I. Gay fish. Gay fish friends. <laughs> Friend child. I have retarded friends. <laughs> retard. Wow, this bit took a fucking. Uh... Yeah, we're going to seven hours, baby. <laughs> 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 All right. I, I did, now. <laughs> Anton liked that one. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's watch this. This this last clip simply reads forty one twenty of let's timestamp. It simply reads, "Good show, fellas." Um, now we do have two bears in one cave, Clem. Uh, we could do that, or we could just go to Clem's corner because we are approaching six and a half hours. I'm getting kind of delirious. It's up to you, though. I'm leaving it on you. I will do the two bears. It's only three clips with Louis C.K. We have, and Louis C.K. is on the thumbnail, so it's up to you. Uh, dude, it's up to you, bro. It's up to you, man. I'm, I'm all right. Going to my ear hurts from the headphones, so I'm in, I'm down to do Clem's Corner. All right, we'll do. Uh, let me ask you this. It'll only be three clips from Two Bears, One Cave, and then we got Clem's Corner. You know that's pretty quick. We'll sign off. Do you have time to smoke after? Yeah. All right, so we'll do the two bears. Let's do it. All right. All right, forty-one twenty. Uh, good show, guys. Let's see the fucking destruction and catastrophe these guys are going to get themselves into. Let's watch. Say, where's Russia? It has Russia and then a little dot also on Ventura Blanca Boulevard. Ventura. There it is. <laughs> all right. Well. Uh, all right. Let's do it. What up, crew? Me again. I got a. All right. So this is why I put this in the notes. And I remembered. I was like, good show. What the fuck is my, what am I talking about here? Was I high when I wrote the note down? But so they get, like I said, uh, their listeners and their viewers call in. They do these emails. So this could be one of you guys. If you guys out there are in the chat and you want to write into the show and try to get your voice heard on the show, they would actually bring you up on the show. So that, that would be your time to like try to shout us out or call. Throw them a dig. Throw them a dig. Right. Uh, but when they go to this clip. Notice Eric and Chris both on their cell phones. And there's nothing that pisses me off more uh, when you're trying to run a show. And I kind of feel for Brendan on this. When you're trying to run a show and you have the guest or whoever on their phone, it's like it's super distracting. It's just like it throws you off. So Chris and Eric, now this is a listener question uh, for Chris, Eric, and Brendan. Eric and Chris aren't even paying attention, right? 
Keep that in mind. Watch how they try to get out of this. Uh, all right, let's do it. What up, crew? Me again. I got a... Both on the phone. Well, new topic. Cute kid. Win or lose. Brennan's like Thunder powering through this. Or Nancy Pelosi. Ooh. I don't know. I think Greta looks like she's Look, the, on the not fourth even round looking. of a USC headliner and autism. And <laughs> she on the she on the owner car. She, she ain't winning that match. She might do some crazy things to win. But, hey, Nancy Pelosi, she's packing some stuff from Lowe's, some equipment. Y'all tell me, win or lose, who takes it? Greta Both Thunberg on their phones. or Nancy Pelosi? Soar, Buzz. So oh, don't act like you fucking. So, so, so she cute. said that they got enough. He said, "Don't act like you fucking knew what was going on." Caught the tail end of it. You know, good show, fellas. That's what I. That's why I put that in the notes. But I mean, fuck, bro. It's like have some respect, bro. These are your fucking fans. Well, bro. I can't blame Crystalia for turning his head to little children. So I'll <laughs> well, give him the pass. N- notice there. how when the little kid came on, yeah, the screen, he propped up. Look at that. He's looking all creepy with his fucking fingernails, dude, and scowl. Oh my god, he looks like a fucking troll under the bridge, dude. Ready to molest your children. Wait, where's that? Why did that just go there? Hold on. A troll under the bridge, ready to molest your children. That's a clip. Look at him, dude. What the fuck? And and, and uh what's his face said he's a handsome he's a handsome man. Eric. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, bro? No, uh, the guy that fought MGK. Fought oh, Sam. Sam. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli said Yeah, he that, said yeah. He, he said Chris Lee is a handsome man. He looks like the cracker version of Jafar from Aladdin if he smoked rock <laughs> under a bridge and molested kids, dude. Am I fucking hot? I think it's all that crystal, bro. Nah, but you're spot on. That's you're- all the crystal talking? Anton says sending in clips might not work. We need a commando to go in and drum up some confidence to get on live and drop one by two's name. Hey, well, we got to take a trip, bro. Find their studio and shit in a paper bag and then light it on fire and leave it on the front porch. And and like we could do some animational shit and make it spell win by two as it goes up in flames. And then they'll really know to check the channel out. Well, see, the goal, I guess, wouldn't be for them. I, I don't want them to check out the channel. I, I want them to You're know. You're trying to crush their spirits. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice. I could give two shits if they look at this channel or not. Facts. Right? Well, you want to earn their subscribers and crush their fucking will. Exactly. Let's go. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, Anton, maybe maybe we'll uh, find the commando to do so. But if not, uh, we just simply want to fucking, we want to cause them pain and suffering. Especially Chris. I we can't stand particularly Chris. Chris yeah. I can't stand Chris. Brandon's just annoying. Chris is a piece of shit. He's a scumbag. Absolutely, bro. He's a, he's sick in the head. Like it's not even a debate anymore. Like it's not like oh maybe we're too. No, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Straight up. Straight up. Straight up. All right. Uh, let me see. I I do have the something burning. Something's burning. Two bears, one cave with Robert. Oh wait, no. Where's the fucking, where's the two bears, one cave? I actually don't have that pulled up. All right, let's, uh, I got to, let me just fucking find this real quick. I guess I exited out earlier. I'm like fucking 10 shots of Jim Beam in. Starting to come back up on me. I'm so hungry. What do you want? Do you want to do anything for food after this? Or you got to bounce after? I got to go to dinner. But you're, you're going to smoke? Yeah. And then I got to bounce. Free smoke, free smoke. Smoke weed every day. Smoke weed. All right, so Louis C.K. was on the thumbnail. These are just three quick ones, kind of just to uh, put a bow on the stream here. 
Uh, let me go to the notes. All right, so the first clip we're going to watch from Two Bears, One Cave is at 4.58, and Bert is uh, Bert came up a little entitled, and Louie picks up on it. So Bert was a rich kid. Louie wasn't, and uh, we're going to watch Louie pick right up on that. Nate Borgazzi did yes. his. All right, 4.58. Now, we haven't done much Louis C.K. coverage here on this show, Clem. Yeah, welcome to the channel. What's your thoughts on Louis before we get into this? Now, I know he went through his whole fucking pulling out his cock and fucking jerking off in front of chicks back in yeah, like 2016. Yeah, not a fan. I always liked him until that, bro. I, don't, I got no respect for him. Is there any, even to this day? Yeah, and I don't like how he's having a resurgence now doing the podcast rounds, bro. No, really? I don't fuck with him at all. Really? Yeah. I don't fuck with him at all. See, it's surprising. If you put that incident aside. How is he not canceled? Well, because he didn't molest anybody, right? Like, Yeah, but still, dude, it's fucking, you're, he's old. He was old when that happened. Like, you got to know better. You got to control yourself. He was like 50. He gives us all a bad name. You know what I mean? When he does, by doing shit like that. You gave love a bad name. Bad name. Yeah, for real. And he's a celebrity, which makes the, and maybe the biggest comedy of that time period when that that's why it was such a huge deal and it just it's a left of a black eye on white people and comedy ever since <laughs> white people just white people exactly yeah he's like the bill o'reilly of the comedy i saw i can't fuck with him at all that is some white white person shit right there some peewee herman like i'm gonna go jerk stroke my willy my free willy in the movie where was he yeah but then r kelly did it and it kind of makes up for it right so. yeah but r kelly though is way more deranged with his shit so but it's not a it's not a race baiting thing it's just a fight just makes men look terrible you know what i mean I guess, uh, but you can't judge the action like you can't judge a a species by the actions of few. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah, but it happens though. Still, people like it just gives us a bad name. I, for me, and I hear what you're saying, and that's kind of how I felt with Louis for the longest time. I, I didn't want to kind of I didn't want to bring him on the show because it was weird. But then I started listening to what he has to say, and Really, believe it or not, dude, out of all of the comics now, Joe Rogan included, he's kind of the like the most based comic that there is. Like he's the only one who doesn't take any shit, if that, you know, makes sense, I guess. Uh like he doesn't take shit. He doesn't fucking feed into any well, of this. He's been humbled now. He's been well, maybe that's what he needed to have this fucking resurgence and this like see like you could either go one or two ways. You can go the way of Crystalia and deny everything until you're dead, right? And you're just a fucking huge scumbag at the end of the day, like Chris. Or you could be like Louie, admit that it happened and try to, you know, do better. And I think that's what we watch with Louie. Whether you agree or disagree with what he did, I think it's horrible. At the end of the day, he didn't molest anybody. You know, he was just kind of pulling his dick out and jerking off in front of people, which is kind of fucking gross, I guess. I mean, I would never do that. I'm not condoning yeah, those but like, actions. He's, it's not like he just did it. He's a celebrity. He could fuck anybody he wants. Why do you have to do that? It's creepy. I hear you. I hear you. But could he fuck anybody he wants? Not anybody, but he is an ugly it's fuck. not slim pickings for him. Let's just put it that any up-and-coming comedian female would love to spend some time with 
Uncle Louie. Let's just put that's it that true. way. To and write to, her into a script yeah, or something. That's true. He does a lot of that shit behind the scenes. So it's like, that's why I have no sympathy for him. I'll give him a chance. I'm not saying like I, I despise him forever, but he when that happened, it really turned me off. I, I, okay, I, I hear you on that. Uh, and I kind of the same way. I, I used to watch, uh, you know, his show, Louie. Um, I used to follow some of his stand up. And back in the day, you know, I was, uh, I, he didn't really do it for me. Like, he wasn't my cup of tea. He wasn't for, uh, you know, the stand up comic that I would go to. Um, you know, if I'm bored and I'm just scrolling, like, it wasn't Louis C.K. Um, but like I said, as of recently, since he's made uh, his most recent podcast rounds, man, um, going on Joe Rogan, pretty much calling Joe Rogan out of touch with, you know, reality, you know, because Joe Rogan, all he talks about is cryo chambers and taking ice baths and yeah, fucking. Like, bro, you're not relatable. So, right. And, and, and Louie called it out. And then he's going to call out Bert here for being, you know, a rich kid. Um, you know, he's going to get fed up with Bert and a lot of, uh, what Bert does here on this podcast. Bert's so, a fucking moron. Right, so I, I know, I guess it leaves us, you know, it, it's like a rock and hard place, right? It's like Joe Rogan and Bert Kreischer, they fucking dig themselves in holes with the words that they choose to use. And it takes the likes of Louis C.K. to fucking call it out. Yeah, Louis C.K. is the voice of reason. Right. So maybe it's not Louis that I like. Maybe it's just I like the overall overarching message that is being delivered you like from his Louis. role in this podcast. Yes. yes. And gotcha. maybe that's what I, I'm drawing a liking towards. I got you. Well, I mean, it's not hard to make yourself look like an intellectual when you're talking to Bert. So, <laughs> right. You know? Right, right. He's a fucking idiot. All right, uh, let's watch a couple clips here. Uh, I think I got the first clip pulled up. Uh, now, like I said, this is Bert uh, pretty much, uh, you know, explaining how he was a rich kid, and Louie's going to call that out. Really hard. And I had pads, but he's still, he was a big man. Yeah. And I was 10. So. You were 10. Yeah. We were that, gen- I, I'm a little bit younger than you, not much. I'm 55. I'm 50. Yeah, so five, five years. years. It seems so much older to me when I when I started. It's almost another generation. It is that's pretty much. That's older. So I, I yeah. So wait. So when did you play tennis? As an adult? No, with this old guy. Uh, when you, you guys were doing O and A. When you when O and A was at its peak. So you belonged to a country club. Were you a rich guy growing up? Mm, kind of. It's a weird thing to say these days because people yeah. read into it differently. My dad was a lawyer, yeah. and he was kind of like as successful as one could be as a lawyer. So he was, succe- he was a succe- uh, successful lawyer. I mean, you could be really successful as a lawyer. And even you could if, be moderately successful or really successful. But the point remains, if you're a lawyer, it, you're, you're pretty much, you pretty much have money. You weren't struggling. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're over 100K. You weren't shopping uh, for like the fucking, the off-brand. You're not not bagging groceries at ShopRite. No. Say the least. No. Uh, So, and and that was uh, Bert's upbringing and childhood. And Louis picks right up on that because Bert belonged to a country club as a a young teen, a young adult. I wasn't, I didn't belong to a country club. I don't know about you. I've never even been to a country club. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit. Um, all right, like I said, there's only a couple clips here from this show, but we uh, Louie was in the uh, thumbnail, so I figured we'd do bring him on. Uh, so Bert 
at 25 minutes here is going to claim he doesn't really take Xanax. Now, Clem, we've covered Bert a lot. <laughs> look at Clem. <laughs> Uh, I would really uh, advocate for that. If there's one medication I'd advocate for, it could be Xanax. Fucking asshole. Let's hear this one. I didn't. I missed this part of the clip. I watched this, but I missed that part. So, Clem, we've covered Bert, dude, several times. Several times, claiming how he loves his infatuation Xanax. with Xanax. Yeah, right, dude. Yeah, there's no coming back from that. No, we've hammered him for that. But he's gonna claim on today's program that. Well, not a really big Xanax guy. Oh, wow, dude. He's half-stepping. Why are you half-stepping, Bert? That should be his nickname. Half-step, Bert half-stepping. Let's watch. Yeah. But I don't ever go. I did that for Xanax. I called up my doctor, and I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, my Xanax is out. And then How often she, do you take it? Uh, never really. I take it. How often do you take Xanax? Nah, like, why do never you really. always talk about it then if you never right, take it? The right. fuck, bro? It's like the fifth podcast I've seen him mention that. At least. At least. That we've covered. That, that we've covered. Yeah, like, you know how many more he's probably brought it up? Sure, dude. Fucking guy. He, I, th I would venture to say Bert does probably around anywhere from 10, 10 or so, 10 plus, give or take, 8 to 12 podcasts a month. Out of those 8 to 12 podcasts a month, he probably talks about Xanax on at least two or three of those 8 to 12. It actually explains a lot of his comedy style because he's fucked up on Xanax, so he can't put a thought together. Right. So he's just, like, spewing shit out. Bullshit, randomness. Yeah, random yeah. and just, like, obscenities and craziness. Well, that's the whole, like, premise of the machine, it almost. It, he, he finds himself in Russia, and he's, like, drinking with... These random fucking uh, Russian fucking army people, right? It's like, how do you get there, dude? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's like a, it's like, what's that movie, dude? Animal House? Like that, yeah. that style comedy. Yeah. Which, like, I get it, I guess, but I just don't think it's that. For that. I used to do that when I was, like, 15. What, take Xanax? Well, and just, like, drink, <laughs> yeah, take Xanax, and, like, drink and drugs, right. and, like, right. that was my idea of, like, funny. A good time, yeah. Yeah, and, like, now I just, like, grew out of it, and he's, like, 50 years old, like, still doing it. I just, I have no respect for him. He's 50 years old, and he takes Xanax. Not only does he take Xanax, but he lies about taking said Xanax. I, I don't mind if he, if you need to take Xanax because of schizophrenia and shit, him. that's fine, but he promotes it for recreational use, dude. That's no, the problem. Th no, but this is, no, it, it goes beyond that. You could take Xanax for whatever medical purpose you have to take yeah, Xanax anxiety, for. schizophrenia, right. If you want to take Xanax and you want to get high on taking Xanax and that's your twist, take the Xanax. <laughs> More power to you. More power to you. I don't, don't fucking promote it on social media in front of millions of kids, though. Don't do that. And then when asked about if you take Xanax, don't lie about it. Yeah, don't it. lie. When we, You should make a clip, bro, of every time He's he yo, advocated for Xanax. That's a good idea. And then throw that at the end. That's a good idea. Or, or the beginning. Like, that, I never took Xanax, and then he's advocating. Yeah, we should. Uh, that'll be the clip this week. And then you could just make a video, Burt Kreischer exposed. And that's, he exposes himself. That's a great idea. Yeah, and you could go back and even clip the podcast, like, all the times we talked about that. Because we only talk about it when he says it. Right. You know? It's not like we fucking dig for oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he says it, and then we talk. So that's a good idea, bro. Uh, Anton says in the chat, to be fair, the machine is a standard cross uh, Russia trip. 
The Russians are crazy beautiful people, and they love their vodka seshes. No, yeah, no, I, I definitely. Oh do yeah, agree. yeah. The Russians aren't the problem. It's Bert. It's Bert. Yeah. Bert, Bert taking the Xanax. You know, that's yeah. that's that's where we draw the line. That's what I'm trying to like shine the light onto, I guess, so to speak. But uh, that's a great idea. That might be our clip for the week, Clem. Is the uh, Bert. Kreischer Xanax problem. You know how there was the Crystalia problem with Kyle Anderson? Right. The Burt Kreischer problem. Yeah, gentlemen. dude. And the more clips you can find of him advocating for it, the funnier it'll be. There's at least, I would say, at least 10 instances I know off the top of my head where he's talking that's, about That's a lot. That's a substantial down. amount of clips. Yeah. So that'll be a good, a good one. Good shit, dude. Hell yeah. I, I, got, I got you, bro. All right, let's finish this out, uh, and then there's one more clip at the end. Let's watch. You get to sleep like once every few uh, weeks. This is a secret time, but I take it when I'm coming off the road partying. Like, Which is he coming off the road every partying. Every fucking day. I mean, <laughs> Bert is notorious for partying. Right, that's his whole shtick. It's all moniker. Really partying. I'll take it my first sober night. My first sober night, I'll take half a Xanax. Shit. And then that staves off the... The bad night's sleep. Look at the joy he's getting from telling the story. Talking like, about it, yeah. He's oh, like, dude, I'm, get, I'm getting fucking the heebie-jeebies, bro. Right. Woo-hoo. <laughs> I remember those times. Yeah, dude, like, what, uh, you know, full disclosure. And now, nah, you know what, I'm not even going to get it. No, nah, fuck it, I'll get into it. Like, when I, I used to dabble in some uh, perks, right? And, and they were a fun time. I'm not going to lie. They were fun until they weren't fun. But I remember being like this, right, where even just talking about the times you right, you party. get that that happy, warm feeling. Just, just yeah. even thinking about looking it. at that shit in your hand would be exactly. like, Ooh. and that's where, but that's exactly what Bert's doing. Yeah, like, I could. That's why I know is because I relate to this. Right, right, you've been there. Yeah, and that's why it's so bad for him to openly fucking promote it. Right, that's so bad, bro, on so many levels. All right, let's uh, let's watch the rest of this clip unfold. And then you get the next day, you feel really great. Yeah. And then you go, I don't need to drink. I feel fucking awesome. And then, then you don't drink that night. And how long do you stay sober for? I don't know. Chunks. Now, it's, yeah. as I'm getting older, big chunks. Yeah. Because I, 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 for the first time, I'm not rebounding like I used to. Like I used to be. I mean, I'm, I notoriously could wake up hungover and run a marathon. Did it. Yeah. I actually did it. And so, but now I, for the first time, I'm going like, it does feel a little better. To get some good sleep. For a guy who's afraid of death, you're just running towards it, baby. <laughs> you're just asking for it. Clip that out and play it at my funeral. I'm going to have a sizzle reel play at my funeral. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, Bert uh, admitting to another instance of him taking Xanax. Now, we're going to watch the last clip of the night here, ladies and gentlemen. And this is uh, Bert going to ask uh, Louie. What he did while being canceled. And Bert's response is actually insane. Louis is getting annoyed with Bert. Now, I made this actually a short this week. Uh, did you see this? Yes. I think you reposted it. I reposted it. it. Yeah, on TikTok. Yes, right? sir. It's doing well, too. By the way, speaking about TikTok, any uh, more word from Tara Reed? No, nothing yet. I love her, though. My nothing. girl right there. All right. Uh, let's go to it. 113.18. And watch Bert's response on this. It's fucking appalling yeah, that's her no. Valerie Galino oh is that her okay yeah okay she was from hot shot someone says right. Louis is that's gross such a great fucking movie okay yeah. did we can I ask you I hope you don't we can edit this out if you don't want it but yeah. what did, where did you did you 
when you had that year off, mm. did you go anywhere? Did you like, did you go no, to I Europe? <clears throat> stayed home and was with my kids and stuff. For real? Just stayed home? So while Louis was canceled, he stayed home. He was a dad. He was a family man. He took care of his dog. And to Bert, that's a foreign concept to be a family man. He was one of like first people to get canceled, I feel like. I would say him and Alex. Yeah. Alex Jones. Yeah. But for two different reasons. Two different reasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One was But like Louis C.K. I feel like got canceled right when it like became a thing to be canceled. Like he yeah. was one of the big ones. That's and then a good point. shortly after that was Bill O'Reilly, and that was like a huge one. Right. <clears throat> All right, let's keep watching. So uh Louis is uh, you know, when he got canceled, became a family man, like I said, was home a lot. There was not much he could do. So the only thing you could do is be there for your loved ones. Sure. And your dog. Sure, because when they won't bail on you. But to Bert, that's insane. Bert doesn't think about his family. He does not think about his family. He doesn't care. And I know this because there's many in- instances of Bert like admitting that. Yeah, he, well, his actions show you where his priorities are. Well, not only his actions, yes, his actions, yes. But not only that, he you know comes out on multiple podcasts. I mean, remember the Krista Stefano podcast? And he was crying about how much of a fucking piece of shit dad he is and he's not in his daughter's lives and he wish he could go back and yeah, change all that it. bullshit so it, it actions speak loud in the words clan we say this all the time if nothing you, changed nothing changed then. yeah and nothing will ever change no it, it's all fucking act let's watch yeah i mean i had to be you know my kids were with me half of every week where i was oh you still had to be a, oh my god yeah so it's just that's being, so crazy you still had to be a parent yeah and Louis like, of yeah. course. Oh, I thought you, you got to, to tap be... out and go get fucking drunk and no. do drugs in South Africa for a year. Because that's what yeah, you would do. That's exactly what you would do. Why would he think that? Yeah. Like, because that's well, what he would do. Right, that's crazy. He's projecting his own life on Louis. And um Oh fuck. Live that. life. And I have a dog and Oh, you still have a dog? Sure. You don't throw your dog in the garbage. <laughs> no, I just think I'd, there's a point where you set the dog on the couch and like, look. Things have gone yeah. sideways. No, but it has. <laughs> that's otherwise I wouldn't have made it. I don't think. For real? Sure. Yeah. No, I needed life, my normal life. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How long did it take? How long did it take for you to bounce back? Now watch. This is where Louis going to get kind of fed up with Bert and and just realize that him and Bert really have nothing in common because Bert, you know, can't seem to put his family above everything else. Where Louis, where I do give him credit, can. Right. It was easy for him pride to do that. Right. Yeah. Uh couple years from now <laughs> Bert's fake laugh watch Lou watch Louie's face yeah. he's like are you done yeah fuck you Bert <laughs> so uh, uh somebody commented on the the post that I made where I reposted they were like you can't see anything from this clip you yeah. guys are reaching I got a couple of that uh, of those yeah like alright dude but it's like read between the lines. Here, I'll, I'll I'll run that clip back one more time just to kind of drive it home. I mean, that just that yeah, tells you everything. From now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, does this look like a man who's like fucking, you know, entertained and engaged? No. He's like, you mean to tell me you don't put your family first? He's like, when in the fuck am I getting out of here? Yeah, he's a like, drunk asshole. T- it's time to go, Bert. Is it time to take your Xanax? Too many Xans. Well, that's it, guys. That's the uh, coverage we have for uh, this week in the week of podcasting. Uh, it's been pretty fun, though. Huh? Give it up for Great yourself. fucking great, great coverage today, dude. 
almost seven hours. Huh? I think we might hit seven hours now that we're about to hit Clem's Corner, man. Let's go, boy. But, uh, yeah, man, this has been fun, dude. This show's been up. This show's been down. The show's been left. The show's been right. The show's been all around, man. Uh, but we still still have some Clem's Corner. I'm fucking pretty drunk myself. Woo! Shit, That's what I like to hear. Uh, we have some Clem's Corner coming up. We're going to break down this week of the NFC Championship and the AFC Championship game. And we're going to get out of here. How's that sound, Al? I'm with it, dude. All right, I'm just going to cut the camera to you, Clem. I'm going to cue the music, and there's only two games. Yeah, it's a short one, dude. Short one. It's really short. Two picks. That's all you're getting. And then, uh, obviously, that's going to be your Super Bowl prediction as well. And then we're going to break down uh, just a quick synopsis of what we think is going to go on with the Eagles game this week. Yes, sir. I'm going to get out of here. All right, so uh, the first game. Here, let me cue the music. Camera's on you. All right. Clem, this week, Kansas City at Cincinnati, or Cincinnati at Kansas City. Cincinnati at Kansas City. There is a word on the street that it's called Burrowhead Stadium. After the last four games, Cincinnati has traveled to Kansas City. They have smoked the Chiefs. I'm going to stick with Cincinnati Bengals this time. I think Joe Burrow is coming in. Big donkey dick swanging. Patrick Mahomes ankle banging. Cincinnati Bengals money line advancing to the Super Bowl. I like it, dude. You like that? I like that Cincinnati Bengals pick. All the teams in that conference, bro, AFC, have upgraded their, their squads. The Chiefs, they got rid of players. So if, if the Chiefs do end up winning the game, it's going to flip the whole league around. The NFL does like paradoxes, but they also love to suck on Joe Burrow's nuts. So that's why I got to go with the Bengals here. Going with the Bengals. I like it. Now, this music's going to stop. We're going to go to this music right here. Sucking on Burrow's nuts. And uh, we got... San Francisco 49ers at the Philadelphia Eagles, Al. Our Philadelphia Eagles. What do you say, kid? This is a tough one because the the Eagles, not even because I'm biased, the Eagles are the best team in the league. It's not a question anymore. They're the best. They have a great defense, and they have the most powerful offense. San Fran's a great team, and this will be a tight game, but the Eagles are going to win because San Fran has too much adversity to overcome. They got a rookie quarterback. They got to travel. Ooh, I like this, dude. Yeah, this is the song. So they got a rookie quarterback. They got to travel like 7,000 miles on an airplane two days before the game. They're going to have jet lag. Fucking, it's going to be a hostile environment. So... The only way the Eagles don't win is if they beat themselves. I got the Eagles not only to win, but to cover as well. Wow. The only thing that scares me about the Eagles, though, is we just got a Super Bowl, like, within the last three years. So I feel like the league might fuck us over, and we might not. Like, I don't foresee that happening, but it's the NFL, so anything could happen. Look at DeMar Hamlin. (laughs) The ghost of DeMar Hamlin. So I got Bengals and Eagles in the Super Bowl, baby. Bengals and Eagles. Wow. Okay. I like it, dude. I like it. All right. Let me lower this music just here a tad. All right. Let's give a uh, little bit more of an in-depth breakdown. So obviously you like the the Bengals this week, which I I would have to disagree. I do like Kansas City. Um, The Chiefs. How can you go against Patty Mahomes and Andy Reid? They've been here before. Um, 
But Bengals, I mean, there is something different about the Bengals this week, right? It just feels like they're beat. They beat the Bills. They were. This, it's a rematch from last year. It feels like maybe that is it. This is their time to shine. Well, they yeah, they just got beat in the Super Bowl last year, and the league loves Joe Barrow for some for whatever reason. He's the hot topic. I don't I don't know why, but that gives me the feeling that not only will they go, they could win the Super Bowl. But let's get into uh, the Eagles uh, and San Francisco 49ers. What are your keys to the game? What are you looking for? What do you think is going to really put the Eagles over the top? What are, what are some things they have to do right this game? Um, well, you're going to have to run the ball with Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts. And, man, the offense. They're going to have to get A.J. Brown going. They're going to have to get Devon, all their weapons going. I think the key to this game is going to be stopping Christian McCaffrey. Because uh, the only way you can beat the Eagles is by exposing them with the deep ball. And Brock Purdy's not that quarterback. He's more like an Alex Smith type of guy who's going to like throw underneath and throw mid-range. You know, one of the other, the Chiefs and Bengals, they will be more slated to beat the Eagles. Yeah, because they have that deep threat. They they have Jamar Chase and and, and Juju Smith Schuster on the Chiefs and uh, yeah, and Kelsey he uh, Mahomes he can launch it. Yeah, that's how you can expose the Eagles. So I don't foresee the 49ers being able to stop the Eagles at all, what? and I don't see them score much other than Christian McCaffrey. But the Eagles have Hassan Reddick and Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham and Dominic Sue. Those guys are going to smoke. That, that's what I was just gonna say. Uh, a key uh, for yeah, a key to victory for me is obviously the Eagles led the league this year in sacks, right? And they got after the uh, uh, yeah, and it wasn't close. They got, who the fuck? Uh, they got after the Giants last week. So uh, if we, if we could repeat that, if our defense could come up and play lights out, uh, smash mouth football, get after uh, Brock Purdy, you know, uh, instill some fear into his head early, sack him a few times, knock him off his game. Where now all of a sudden we're up, and obviously we have to score a few times, but if we could score once or twice, go up 10 nothing, 14 nothing, sack Brock Purdy a few times, now all of a sudden you're playing from behind. That's one thing San Fran hasn't really done that much is play from behind. Exactly. So, you know, we could, we'll have to see if we can throw them off. Remember, they the almost lost to Seattle in the first week of the playoffs. Right. But this is a way different beast. The Eagles are a way different beast than Seattle. Yes. Seattle's not even that good. They just have a good coach. Yeah. The Eagles have it everywhere. A, well, a well-rounded team. Yeah, and yeah. a good coach. So they're going to get there. Not only do I think they're going to beat San Fran, I think they're going to – the Eagles have been smoking everybody. Yeah. So I think that's going to be a trend that continues, honestly. I do too, man. I'm going to be looking forward to – are you doing anything special for the games uh, tomorrow? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to my cousins in Philly. Oh. That's like where we've been going to watch the games. Yeah, you going dude. for both games or just the birds? Just the birds, I think. Nice. And I'll probably head home for the night game. Nice. I'm surprised that the birds aren't the uh, favorite prime time. Oh, the prime time. Yeah. Game. Well, that Chiefs Bengals game is pretty lit. Yeah, but the Eagles, I feel like were the best. You know. Yeah. But yeah, I guess it's a rivalry game with the Chiefs and and Bengals. So rematch of last year. A rematch exactly. All right, guys. Uh, well, that's going to do it for us, man. This show has been great, dude. Hopefully, the birds could pull that out. Hopefully, we're on here next week talking about a Super Bowl fucking trip, Let's go, dude. baby. Go, birds. Here, one, here, let's do this. Let's do this, Clem. Let's do it in celebratory fashion. And a, a little uh, Eagles, uh, you know, I guess a pump up for the Eagles. Get some juju, some Eagles juju going. Yes. Um, let's do this real quick. 
before but before I, I I go to this clip, um, what I want to uh, mention is we I think we're gonna have two guests, two special guests on, uh, not next week, but we're gonna have one guest for a segment or so uh, in two weeks. Um, Alex from Prime Media, Prime Sports. Sweet. We were on his podcast right before the pandemic, and uh, he was on our show like two years ago or so. That's when we had the setup was a little different than now. Uh, but the episode isn't going to be totally revolved around him. It's going to be like right after break. We'll call him on Skype. He's actually going to be live from the Super Bowl. So we're going to try to get him while he's live in uh, – where, where's the Super Bowl at this year? Arizona? Yeah. Oh, shit, dude. Really? He's going to be there? He's going to be there, and we're going to try to Skype him in from there. So that's – we haven't had a guest on uh, in a while, so we're going to try to get lit. him. And then I have, I have someone else I'm, I'm trying to work on now, and uh, I don't want to give a name just in case it falls through. But – uh, yeah, so look out for that, guys. But, um, yeah, let's do this, Clem. I feel like it's fitting now uh, that the birds are on tomorrow. I, I want to give some Eagles momentum going into get tomorrow. get it, dude. So uh, if you could, Al. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Fly, Eagles, fly. Score a touchdown, one, two, three. Let's fucking go, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another In the Pit Have podcast. a good weekend. This show's been fucking phenomenal. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the rest of your week. I might be on here one day next week to kind of pop back in, see everyone's doing. If not, you can check us out every Saturday at 11 a.m. Uh, we go from 11 a.m. to, as you see today, we almost did seven hours. So right after your church session, you can get a little sin going on the In the Paint podcast. There it is, man. There it is. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Hopefully everyone has a great rest of your weekend. Hopefully everyone has a great week. Uh, you beautiful bastards, Anton says. Anton, you're a beautiful bastard, uh, my friend. What a stud. What a stud is right, guys. Thank you so much. We will be back uh, in some form or fashion, maybe, like I said, maybe this week. If not, we will be back next Saturday at 11 a.m. For myself, John. Alex. Peace. We'll see you next time, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a safe weekend. Let's go, birds. Go, birds.